Painkiller Ready, episode 389 with our guest, Dick Masterson. Kyle? Yeah, a couple sponsors tonight. There's ExpressVPN, Squarespace, GetQuip, 4Hims, and uh, yeah, ManCrates. So we'll get to those guys later on the show. Links in the description if you can't wait. But yeah, we got Dick back with us, and I understand there's been a little bit of an update. What's up, boys? Yeah. What's going Dude, on, man? So I are you down one billion dollars now from this lawsuit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> two very there's two very um one hypothetical reality crashed down upon Maddox. Um <laughs> I was being sued for three hundred and eighty million dollars <laughs> in New York where I do not live uh, <laughs> by a very angry man, uh former <laughs> internet pirate author of Maddox, Maddox the best page in the universe. And I won. Last week, case dismissed with prejudice. I think basically I'm unsuable now. <laughs> like, I think that's the way that works. The judge said, case dismissed. Uh, Maddox, this lawsuit is indecipherable. Um, get, get the hell out of here. You can't sue somebody for making fun of you. Is you that really what it came them. down to? The judge being like, what am I even supposed to do with this? Goodbye. No, it was I don't know how how closely you guys follow it, but the the courtroom transcript where um, a 70 year old judge or I, I don't know how old he was, but like he's a very wise and experienced judge. The case went to commercial court. So this is a guy who rules on like Samsung versus Google um, because Maddox sued for so much money. It went from the the normal like traffic court judge Judy court where anything goes to this court where. The judge is deciding on the fates of like multi-million uh, dollar companies every day. Billion, billion, yeah. Uh, he, the court transcripts is this guy just tearing into the lawsuit on every page. Fifty-five <laughs> pages of sick burn after sick. The judge <laughs> on page three, the judge interrupts Maddox's lawyer and goes, uh, "They're making fun of him." So he's on the internet. You should pe- you should see what people say about me on the internet. It's like, oh, man, you're in for a tough time if the judge's excuse is, if the judge is thinking you should see what they say about me on the Internet. Yeah. That's <laughs> great. Just sign off, loser. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was, um, so I was being sued. I was being sued. My company, like my personal private life company, my non-Internet asshole company was being sued. Um some comedians who work on my show, this guy, Stereos Kokonos, is being sued. It was Maddox and his girlfriend suing pretty much everybody I know because we made fun of him too much. And his Maddox's girlfriend threw in this weird claim that we were being sued for defamation for saying she has herpes, which no, which we never said. <laughs> like, it was the weirdest thing. We're suing you because uh, Dick said that I had herpes, and but we don't. We, there's no proof of it. Like at one I, point, I would have never assumed that, but now I'm thinking. No, me <laughs> that's, that's great. Exactly, yeah, that's exactly what I said. The judge said to them, uh, "I can't." Like Maddox included in his lawsuit these screenshots that he printed out like all in a row. So there's ten screenshots on a regular piece of paper that are like screenshots for ants. So the judge opens <laughs> it up and says, well, "I didn't bring my microscope to court today." So can you just explain to me what uh, what evidence this is? Uh, I don't, it sounded like he was hosting. What a were late the screenshots? Show. Just Dick Show fans being like, "Fuck you, you're a cuck," that kind of stuff. So, you know what's you know what's crazy about that that um, and this is the weirdest <laughs> twist in the whole case. 
there's like the lawsuit is full of Maddox's lawsuit is full of these um, of like I don't want to call them death threats because people like run their mouths all the time on the internet and you kind of you never know who's on the other end of the screen like it's usually some it's pr- like a 13 year old kid saying I'm gonna kill you I don't consider a death threat because yeah. it's how it's they not talk. credible I don't know you yeah. ever hear of a school shooting mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well you know what luckily I don't go to school anymore. So I'm 100% safe from school shootings. Um, we found out that, so the lawsuit is like, here's, this is all Dick's fans saying this horrible stuff about my girlfriend and about me and making death threats and like making all these racially charged insults. We found out like a month ago that the guy making all of those statements was a guy named Mr. Burgers, who is a massive diehard Maddox fan. Like it was just. So it was like a false flag. It wasn't even a false flag. It was just a false brain. Like the guy was just a lunatic going around uh, trying to antagonize Maddox to get it. It's like it's like Selena's uh, the 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 president of the Selena fan club is the one that killed her, right? It was one of those situations. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> so Mr. Burgers is uh, is like is Maddox's Selena or something like that. I mean, you know what I'm trying to say. Did they bring it's- Mr. Burgers out of? the internet shadows and into the courtroom or into it at all or is it just I did I got him to write me a statement saying <laughs> I made all those comments for no reason like I was having a rough time <laughs> signed life. Mr. Burger <laughs> uh, was he just I, so he was just trying to poke and prod and get you guys to fight more basically right no, for his I own entertainment I think he was just trying to get a reaction just from Matt. A crazy yeah. person, it seems. He didn't have really yeah. a thought-out motive and plan on this thing. He just is a crazy person. Yeah, I mean, and that wasn't the only thing in the case. The other thing, the other thing that Maddox wanted uh, four hundred million dollars for yeah. is because <laughs> is because a guy on the Dick Show, Asterios Coconos, made a comedy album where he took Christmas songs and just changed all the words <laughs> to calling Maddox a cuck. <laughs> Oh, it was Merry Cucksmas, right? Yeah, it was, it was Cucksmas Carols, Bald-Headed Lies. Cucksmas Carols. And he recorded it in one night. So he got all the Dick Show listeners to write him the crappiest parody songs of Christmas songs that are like, Cuck, 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 it's a Cuck. So it becomes, it, it charts on Billboard. Like, it's so, the idea is so stupid and so funny that, like, Thousands of people buy it. Next thing you know, like cut to, cut to probably a year and a half later, an eighty-year-old judge is looking at this lawsuit and going, "Hmm, um, Cucksmas carols." And the lawyers get ready to tell him. He goes, "No, I've seen it. It's the one, it's the picture. It's the one with the picture of Santa Cuck on it, right?" The go, that, that's right, Your Honor. That's right. Like this is, is it a- just surreal being in a situation there, seeing a real judge who rules on you know Samsung versus whoever have to read stuff about cucks and did, then legally decree him. No, people can call you a cuck. Sorry. Did he I mean, go ahead. Did he earn a lot of money with that record? You know, um, it I charted think, on billboard. People were buying it. It's like, you don't, it's like, you don't have to sell that many to chart in comedy. Like it's a couple okay. thousand. Oh, I mean, look, I'm not going to sneeze at like $5,000 or $9,000 or however much you made on that. Um, but it's not, it's not as much as as I thought it would have been. I thought like, in two nights he tripped into life changing money. Just yeah, all, not that. 
It's not like that. It's like when you publish a book, everybody thinks you're just rolling in dough all of a sudden, but you're lu- you're lucky to get a couple grand, which is great because, you know, now in uh, until the United States uh, is destroyed from within by liberals, uh, the <laughs> the album Cuxmas Carols will live in the Library of Congress forever because it's a Billboard charting album. Oh, that's wonderful. You know, there are some <laughs> things that are, that are better than money. You know what I mean? Like, he'll have that... He'll have that forever in a court document in the New York commercial court. There's a conversation between a lawyer that charges $400 an hour and a judge that decides on multi-billion dollar cases on like spelling out cuck and explaining what a cuck is and then reading through the lyrics. You weren't Uh, able to hit him up for your attorney's fees, were you? So this, this case has been going on since November. Um, and, I've learned a lot about the legal process in that time. Like as you would, you know, think somebody might getting sued for four hundred million dollars. Yeah. One of those things is that in order to countersue somebody, um, well, first of all, New York is does not have strict protections at, at, uh, uh, for for speech. California, where I live, has very strict protections over speech because we've got. Hollywood, we get the entertainment industry. Um, if you sue somebody in California in an attempt to shut them up, they can counter you with a, what's called an anti-slap lawsuit. So in California, if something like this were to happen, if Maddox sues me in California, which, I mean, if he had balls, he would, hmm. uh, I could hit him <laughs> back with an anti-slap suit that would cost him nine times my attorney's fees. Like, that's <laughs> California. New York, nothing. Uh, New York, you're, it's your privilege to pay $30,000 to defend yourself against a jilted ex-lover uh, and his DUI, his multiple DUI having incompetent attorney. Is, is that a it's, pretty good estimate on what it cost you, thirty grand? Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, I would, it's 30 to 40, I think, Asterios. Oh, you, you know what's the worst part, though? Asterios, the guy who wrote the... Cuxmas Carol's album, uh, he's no longer working at the company he was working for at Weber, uh, Weber Shandwick, the company he was working at when he got sued, who also who Maddox also sued. Uh, he's no longer working there. I think he got fired. He's not saying, but everything points to lawsuit gets lawsuit gets decided, it gets dismissed, and the poor guy loses his job, uh, just as was Maddox's intent the entire time. Does he have any repercussions? Asterios? Like, so, hey, this was a... a- you know, frivolous lawsuit, and I ended up losing my job. Countersuit you know, for four hundred million. Here's the thing, Maddox, in a a uh, boldly stupid move in his lawsuit, signed an affidavit saying that he pretended to be a woman. This is Maddox we're talking about, the internet pirate, alphabet of manliness, the internet badass from the nineties. He pretended to be a woman named Heather S., a reporter from Condé Nast. And he wrote, he wrote Asterios' company, like he wrote an email to Asterios' company basically saying that Asterios is a misogynist. Like he, he attributed everything I say to Asterios and then said, this guy's a huge misogynist. Uh, I'm writing a report for Condé Nast. Do you have anything to say about you employing such a huge woman-hating misogynist? Uh, I can't wait to like publish this article and put what you have to say in it. Like obviously trying to get them to fire the guy. Yeah. Maddox admits to this 
in his lawsuit. Like he signs it for no for no reason. Like nobody can figure out why he would admit to doing this. But in my opinion, like in my why would he bring that up? It's why would he bring up that he's been pretending to be a woman online? First of all, that's 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 weird. Uh, Number two, I mean, it's not that weird, right? I mean, people do it. (laughs) Yeah, usually for like just, sexual thrills or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, there are lots of great reasons taken. to pretend to be your woman online. I'm just saying. Look, I don't know that Maddox <laughs> didn't have his pants around his ankles with a bottle of lotion in one hand while he was pretending to be Heather S. Which is also not weird. None of us also. can know that. We can only speculate. <laughs> <laughs> um, didn't uh, didn't what's his name that uh, uh, Mad Cucks. So there's a character on the Dick Show as well whose entire purpose was to make fun of Maddox, Mad Cucks, and he's an overweight gentleman who pretends to be retarded and speaks in the same cadence as Maddox. He was in the lawsuit too, right? Just some fan yeah. who started the character. He doesn't pretend to be retarded. That was in the lawsuit, but he doesn't. He doesn't. He uses the same dumb fan voice that Maddox always uses when he's when he's mocking his fans. Uh, he was in the lawsuit, but he didn't get served properly. So in order to like get somebody in the lawsuit, you got to show up at the front door knock on the door and say, here, you're served. Uh, mm-hmm. Maddox, idiot, and his idiot DUI-having uh, lawyer, idiot whiskey-soaked lawyer, couldn't find the guy's address. So he just he got out by default. Like, if you don't serve somebody in 120 days, uh, you lose. Which is out for him. Yeah. At any it. point throughout all this, were you like, oh, man, this could go sour? Or the whole time were you like, God, I just hope these legal bills don't add up too much because this is bullshit. Nothing's well, going to happen. Like... There's uh, at no point that I think Maddox would win this stupid lawsuit. Like, mm-hmm. I think that this this lawyer Kevin Landau uh, saw Maddox for a gigantic sucker and said, "I'm gonna write a lawsuit that this guy thinks he deserves." Like, people come from the Midwest to L.A. and they get suckered in like with their passion projects. Like, oh yeah, they they're, they're delusional. You know, yeah. they show up, they get off the bus, and then somebody fills their head with all these grand ideas and then takes all their money and gives them whatever they want. Like, so in this case, and, and I, I think that's true in this case because this guy Kevin Landau has done it with multiple people. Um, he, gets, he gets people who are a little bit off in the head, like touched in the head, not quite in reality, and then sues based on their feelings. Because mm-hmm. this lawsuit was it was entirely feelings based. Uh, shit like don't say I have herpes. Like that's not that's not a you can't sue somebody because they they said you had herpes somewhere. Um, yeah. Which apparently so, they didn't even say. They just threw that in as yeah. a as a thing. So at no point was I worried that I would lose. But when you get like Maddox sued me, he sued my the comp the marketing company that I founded with two of my friends. And when that lawsuit dropped, like he named clients of ours in the suit. When that lawsuit dropped, everyone's asshole tightened. It's like you we're in a business of perception yeah. and comfort. And when something like that drops, like people can drop you, people can fire you. Like, you know, look what happened with the stereos. He got fired. He did nothing. The guy did nothing. And he won the lawsuit. It was dismissed. He's still out of a job. Um he still yeah, has a job. It strains, like it strains relationships. People kind of just, even if it's not your fault, people around you just kind of don't like you because you brought this upon them, in a way, if that makes sense. When you were doing a uh, biggest problem in the universe with Maddox, which was a great show, uh, 
was there like a tipping point in there? Like, I'm sure at the beginning of that show, you're like, oh, this is the kind of behavior that Maddox would never engage in. No fucking way. Was there like a tipping point throughout your relationship with him there where you're like, oh, this, this guy seems a little like, kind of like a loose cannon. It's it's weird, man. If you go back and listen to the old show, you can tell the difference in your relationship as that show goes on. Yeah. Like more combative. Yeah. If you listen to Maddox's stories and even if you go on his website, um, he, there's there's countless examples of him sicking mobs on people like he'll get he'll get a hold of somebody's email address and he'll tell everybody to contact their work and try to get them fired. Like that's that's mm-hmm. the only he loves doing it. Um, he's he's threatened some some listeners of my show. They'll like they'll email him and bust his balls. They hey, I used to be a fan. And I think you're kind of a despicable prick for what you're doing to Dick. Uh, he'll respond immediately with a picture of their family and their kids and say, I'm going to call Child Protective Services on you. Or like a link to Child Protective Services. That Ser- happened? Yeah. Jesus. Oh, yeah. That happened two weeks ago. Um, and it For a seemed- troll comment? Dude. He'll- Maddox goes through and photoshops pictures of people's families that he finds on Facebook and like makes their kids say, "I didn't know my mommy was such a foul mouth bitch." Like this is <laughs> <laughs> all right. The end part of that's funny. <laughs> it's, 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 it's funny. It's funny. Um, but it's like, it's like a weird. Um, it's a weird obsession the guy has. I I honestly think that, I think that his life got entirely fucked up by this psycho that he's dating, uh, Jessica Blum, Mental Jess, the, his co. His co-plaintiff. Mm-hmm. Uh, his girlfriend is the one who called my girlfriend's uh, school trying to get her fired. She's like, she's really big on activism. She's a trade show model. So she's got nothing to do all day, but think about think about how to get outraged and like wonder why the world doesn't give her a living. Like she's the worst kind of entitled L.A. trade show model bitch. Trash. Just, trash. <laughs> just garbage. Trash. Just a garbage human being that... I mean, she just she, at this point she should just be put up against a wall, right? Yeah, is that a direct <laughs> quote from you, right? Yeah, <laughs> put, her, <laughs> put her against a wall. Whoa, whoa, that might be me. I think so. I put her against sad. a wall and do what, Kyle? Give her a a, a scolding. Paint her like one of your French girls. Don't you do that anymore? Is what Kyle meant. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, the Medicare line. Like these people should be put up against a wall. <laughs> but you all know what that means. But I'm I yeah, ha- that, actually have two options in my head and I'm not sure which one we're all talking about. You know the one people talking. mean is shooting. Like oh. firing squad, like in like Reb- rebellious, rebellious, you know. You know, oh shit, are we getting feedback? Sorry about that. Sorry okay. about that. For a yeah. second. I heard it too, but it's better okay. now, I guess. Yeah, better it seems now. to be to be gone. We started my setup over here. Uh, yeah, put her up against the wall and, um, you know, ex- explain Dick, to her the difference between right and wrong. I, I feel you, Dick. You can't get audio perfect 100% of the time, right? <laughs> Just yeah. hypothetically? You don't know. What's, we, uh, well, go ahead. What's with the emergency? I, I understand the emergency shotgun behind you. We all have that. But the emergency dildo underneath. <laughs> what uh, well, what problem that? did you come across that made you say, I need another dildo Well, this is, my, this is my Maddox Defense Squad. Actually, a, a, um, a listener made this gun custom for me um it's pretty cool kyle you probably know way more about it than me let's see but he's some kind of a gunsmith this dude caleb zlotnick oh cool uh, i yeah, only know a nice little uh, yes. nice little grip on there for you yeah right 
Ostended magazine. I think it's an 870, huh? Yeah. That's hard to tell. Oh, it's awesome. Have you taken it out and shot it yet? No, I have not. Um, it's uh, this is my emergency defense. Either either I blast them away with this one, or you know I kind of taunt them away with the wiggle <laughs> dildo in the world. See, uh, you're missing the middle ground where you have an underbarrel dildo launcher. Oh yeah, one of these. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the underbarrel dildo launcher, or just use it like a, a bayonet. bayonet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Give that, it a nice cock slapping. That's a lot of dildo. That's that's excessive. I've. I mean, I have a bigger one, but I mean, that's that's that, that's a big dildo you got but, there. That's but you dildo fun. on an Olympic level. Yeah, and, and it's you know it's it's meant to be that long. It's it's a double dildo. That is not a double dildo though. Dick has no. That's just one. I, no, that's yeah, one same. lady. That has why a scrotum. Would you share a dildo with that? I mean, why would a lady? Oh, never mind. There could be <laughs> there could be more than one lady, Dick. There could be, and hopefully there are. I mean, if the internet's it's, taught me anything, there's really no limit. It's embarrassingly fun to wiggle around. Like you wouldn't think it, but for some reason you get it in your hand. You're like, oh, I can't stop doing this. It's like it's like doing the pencil. Like when you wiggle, a oh pencil yeah, down, <laughs> looks rubbery. Yeah, but it's like you know, also a penis. Yeah, it's like that, uh, but you couldn't do it in public, or yeah. you'd be frowned upon. Yeah, yeah. Your fans do the coolest fan art and contribution shit, like high effort stuff all the time. Like who knows if. You know, that, that dildo, that was probably like 50 bucks. How much are dildos, Kyle? Like Pretty expensive. Yeah. Um, probably yeah. something you don't want to cheap out on. Depends what it's made of and where it's made, but uh, that, could be, that could be like a $75, $75 dildo you got there. I really feel like the margins are too high in the dildo industry. Am I the only one? No, no, know. they are. Yeah, I, I feel like that's a $15 item that they're selling for 75 with $5 in materials could be. tops. But we don't know how much mass there is there. What if it's very heavy and very dense? <coughs> I mean, that, that's, that's what you're looking for in a dildo. You want some weight to it, especially a self-defense dildo. <laughs> yep. You don't want to be hitting people with like a, a wet noodle over there, some spongy cock. No, you want uh, some mass behind those blows. That explains... What about those dildos uh, that we oh, look... at the self-defense store that's just guns, and then it kind of is a gradient into sex toys. And Lock and cock. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Haven Busters, but uh, Cock and Lock might be a little better. But yeah, that would be a great, that'd be a great store. Let's invest in that and lose a lot of money <laughs> because people won't feel comfortable going in. I like the both of the Target dildos. markets. There, I don't think would want to interact with the other Target market. You know, you'd have a bunch of rednecks on one side and then a bunch of, you know, deviants on the other. I, I really like the idea of a dildo bayonet, though. That people would buy that. Like if you if you made a dildo bayonet for AR-15s, like, like everybody likes buying those weird attachments for the for the for AR-15s. Oh, I've seen like brass knuckle grips yeah. and all kinds of shit. They'll there were a it. bunch of photoshops of dildo bayonets. I remember when CNN tweeted that ridiculous gun image where they're like, "This is a custom AR," and it had a fucking chainsaw. Underneath <laughs> that. And like people photoshopped that out to put like other guns under there and like a dildo. <laughs> And then, like, just an infinite regression of more and more smaller AR-15s. Godzilla's <laughs> down there. <laughs> Is there actually an, a chainsaw like a, a attachment? Like, yeah. Gears of War? Yeah. Yeah, that was their example of, like, the AR-15 is horrifying, and it can be modified in many ways. Look at this chainsaw gun. <laughs> it's like, even in movies, they're like, let's put a chainsaw. That's unrealistic. No. Uh, it's not. Uh, you never How could know. that be helpful? never know what you might need to do. 
Um, so I have an interesting video here. I was unaware of this guy's YouTube channel before this video was brought to my attention today by the good people over at Reddit. Um, apparently his channel is called Fagatron, his music channel, which oh. uh, I suppose is pretty popular. And, uh, and he does this little 2 minute and 42 second video here, the, uh, the guy who runs the, uh, the channel, explaining why his channel is named Fagatron. And I don't know if he has like an inoperable tumor and he just thought he'd troll everyone real hard, like like a week before he dies, or if he actually thought this was a good idea. But uh, let's let, let's let's sync up at zero on this link I sent up here at seven thirty six. Right. And uh, for those of you out there, the name of the video is "Why I Called My Channel Fagatron." It only has one G: F A G O T T R O N. Yeah. Three. I'm ready. Two, one, play. So I thought I'd jump on really quickly and just answer a question that I get all the time. Um, why did you call your YouTube channel Fagatron, as in faggot and then Tron? Well, we <laughs> I was in, I've never actually told anybody this story. I've always tried to avoid telling people the truth and just kind of give them something a bit more PC. But no, I'm, I'm going to be totally straight up and down with you guys this time. Because, you know, you come on my channel, you deserve my honesty. Honesty. Um, I came up with Fagatron because I've always had a very thorough dislike of homosexuals. I, I've never liked a grown man acting like a 12-year-old girl. I've always found that to be quite uh, disgusting. And so uh, I thought to myself, how best can I express to the world that gays are just an abomination? Is he joking? Um, no. Well, I guess can't tell yet. PC about it. how can I express to the world that I view gays as an abomination. So um, I thought, well, um, here in Australia, we, we will like to call, well, I think in America as well, you guys like to call gays fags or faggots. I think nothing encapsulates really the, 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 the sissiness of a gay guy quite like the word faggot, you know? <laughs> so I thought to myself, well, I'm going to call myself uh, faggotron. And hopefully uh, people get it. Hopefully, well, I, I, I want it to be subtle with the whole thing. No, <laughs> See, he's fucking around. Fag, Fargo in German is actually bassoon. So what you've got there is actually bassoonatron on my YouTube channel. But it doesn't really make much sense because I don't play the bassoon. But what I do is, um, is I have a fairly robust resentment of, of, of the gay community. Um, I, I don't want to really get into this, but when there was the Orlando shooting and the guy was shouting Allahu Akbar or something, I was like, oh, Jesus. But yeah, I've got to be a bit careful with that because, well, you know, I, I don't like gays, um, but I don't want to see people getting killed in nightclubs either. But still, I mean, you know, it's just fantastic. It amazes me to see the West. Um, actually welcoming in a culture through the floodgates that once gay is dead. <laughs> I think that's fantastic. So there you go, guys. A quick story behind my user, username, Fagatron. I like his real toss-up, can't-decide attitude of like, I hate gays so much, but people shouldn't be getting murdered at nightclubs. <laughs> it's like, fuck. That, that, uh, that, see, I, I cannot believe that's true. Yeah, I'm still like, stuck that, on that, it. I don't it know. It seems like high level, you know, uh, you know, deadpan trolling. 
Yeah. When, when he says, you know, I hate gays. I hate them so much. Well, uh, or uh, no, gays are degenerate. They're the worst. I hate them. Well, let me be a little more PC. I hate gays. <laughs> you know, I wish they weren't around. It's like it, it's too well structured to to be genuine. I, I don't know. I, if, if that was not genuine, then that was a bit of a public relations error, wouldn't you say? Oh, totally. Like, he doesn't seem that well... There's no way to upload that video and make it come out well for your fan base. It has, actually, it has 13,000 likes and 13,000 dislikes. So I guess it was pretty 50-50, you know. <laughs> but a lot of people like shit like that just because it's hilarious, you know. And it's like, wow, I'm really watching a real-time crash and burn of uh, Fagatron's career. Yeah, that was, uh, it, it, it started bad, and then it got real got bad, real bad, and then somehow it got worse. Somehow it got worse. And he never, and he uh, never uh, Dick, I think, you're, I think you're there. reverbing. Reverbing. Hello. He, Hello. <laughs> yeah, a little, little feedback. But uh, <laughs> I like how he's like, I'm going to give you a, a little bit of a background in my name, Fagatron. And then he spends the entire three-minute video talking about how much he hates gays. <laughs> and, he, and he likes the, the faggot part of the name. And then no, no, no mention of Tron. He could have <laughs> at, least at the end been like, and I, I like robots. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, I don't know where the Tron. I was wondering the same thing. Where are we getting Tron? What can you explain it? And then you know, he's like, and then Fargo in German means bassoon, so it would be bassoon Tron. And I'm still wondering, like, where does the Tron come from in this? The bassoon well, robots Tron don't. Robots don't have same sex relationships, so I like them. Well, that, that may be. He, he probably the real reason is like, well, I typed in 50 variations of the word I wanted to use, and it wouldn't work until I added Tron to the end when he said he hated gay people i thought he was self-hating for a good portion of the video he you know i don't he just seems to really not care for him yeah definitely not. To make i'd like to get him as a guest techno music could, career could we get him on and just lead him down a rabbit hole of hatred because <laughs> oh, he would seems like he would be brain. very impressionable <laughs> like like you could just you'd start off with the gays right and then you'd that would naturally flow into Muslims, clearly. That's where he wanted to take it. And then you could just hit every racial group along the way, right? Like, imagine how he feels about abos. Oh, my God, he's probably killed a few of them himself. I bet he would surprise us with some of his views. Because, like, he didn't even say anything, unless I missed that part. He didn't say anything anti-Muslim in there. He, like, made a joke about, like, and I think it's hilarious how Americans are welcoming in, you know, uh, people of a religion that really don't like gays. That's very funny to me. And it's like, it almost seemed like his potential dislike of Muslims was offset by how much they dislike they gays. gays. Yeah, yeah because was. he's on that it same was. page. Yeah, This is the kind of guy who poisons his gasoline so the abos will die. This is, <laughs> this is an interesting fella. Do you need I, to poison gasoline? I was going to say, gasoline comes pre-poisoned, I think. <laughs> ah, they, they make it all safe for, safe you, for now. you now. It's, it's, it's unleaded. unleaded. They took the, they benzene, took the out. benzene out. Yeah, yeah. Little feedback, little feedback again. again. It was gone for a, a while there. It's gone now. I wonder, so should be hopefully good. I wonder what Dick is doing. He's, he's turning knobs, pulling levers. About. Give it a nice cock slap <laughs> <laughs> with that giant dildo. Yeah, that's a. You're, you're right, Kyle. That's a very interesting, interesting video. I, I feel like I'm usually pretty good at discerning whether someone is a troll or if they're not, and this is a really hard one because he tell. seems so genuine. At times, but that could just be playing it up. But he also, he, uh, he does have a successful uh, techno career, or no? Yes, yeah, see, that's the thing. That's why I think that's legit. 
and maybe in Australia it's much more acceptable to quote unquote hate faggots. Um, but uh, and he didn't quite see the uh, the backlash coming. Um, I don't know, but uh, but but definitely he's gonna he, he's seeing some negative uh, side effects now. I, I saw a couple websites did stories about him, and I uh, saw him all over Reddit. They've got the thread locked. You can't comment on it anymore. Chiz says he has 110 plus million views on his music videos, so that's pretty successful. Like that's successful enough that you can go around and tour and shit. I guess that's where the Tron comes from. If he's an electric musician, I don't think that's ah, a thing. It all but comes. Yeah, okay. yeah. He's an electric musician, as the kids call them, and uh, maybe that's just where they are all Tron, like like rappers or MC something sometimes. Sometimes, <laughs> way way in the long long ago, they used to call themselves MC something. Yeah, they were just MC one thing or another, and uh, maybe techno is just something Tron. Now he's Fagatron. Is, uh, is because you know how in Australia, cunt isn't like an offensive word. They'll be like, oi, cunt. Yeah, he's a good cunt. Like that kind yeah. of shit. Yeah, yeah. Is I, the way he's talking about faggot, I don't think that that extends. It seems like that's also one of the <laughs> no-no words in Australia. Because he knew enough to know how offensive There was. was a part where he's like, yeah, you know, like when we hate gay people, we call them faggots. Americans do too. And I'm like, no, I don't say that. If, if, if I were to use the word faggot all, it'd probably be a, a friend of mine. You know, like in a in a fun way. Yeah, you're you're not gonna go to a, a gay club and start screaming at people. You know, like, of, of course not. He would. It seems he like might. maybe he works it into his uh, his electronic music. Maybe like faggot, 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 faggot. Everybody's like, you know, it's it's hateful, but catchy. I can't stop tapping my foot, and I'm gay as the there we go. Perfect. Camera? When he burned that gay man in effigy, I was I was ready to walk right out the door, but then the beat dropped. <laughs> I was watching that South African video from the 80s where they put the tire around the gentleman and lit it aflame. And then I found out afterward why they did it. And now it's up in the air. And it's yeah. like, <laughs> Jesus, dude. Well, his career's over. Yeah, well, I mean, maybe. You never know. It's not like he pulled a Roseanne or something like that. You know, Roseanne says that she was on a mixture of ambient uh, alcohol and, uh, and and very little sleep. Also, she had bronchitis. Um, and, uh, and and we all know that's a, that mixture always produces a, extreme racism. Um, <coughs> Planet of the Apes! <laughs> yeah, and she also said that she didn't know that that lady was black. So Do you think either, that's unbelievable? Yes. I, I, I kind of, well, yeah. I don't know. I looked at a picture of the lady, and she doesn't look black necessarily. Like, that would be my first guess. I would probably yeah. guess Hispanic I, over I black. She thought the name of the company that makes Ambien, but they tweeted her and said that racism is not a side effect of Ambien. Yeah, yeah they would. And, like, pretty I funny. I don't give a shit about the Rose. Yeah. Like, I've never seen an episode of Rose in my life. I don't give a fuck. But that response, that snarky response from a pharmaceutical company, it's like, fuck you. Like, yeah. you're acting like, huh, we don't think racism is caused by Ambien. And it's like, like oh, really? Well, how Ambien? about you go to the huge page of Ambien side effects? And it, it doesn't, it, it makes you, it's not like yeah. having a couple of years. It will make you do weird, insane things. A friend of mine who was uh, a Marine in Iraq, you know, in Afghanistan, came back and, like, was having trouble sleeping. He got on those, 
Ambien's to help him sleep, and he got a little dependent on him. And there was one night at like 2.45 in the morning, you know, in our group chat with me and my friends. And none of us saw it because we were sleeping. But from like 2.45 to like 5 in the morning, he was texting nonstop. Just insane, weird, tangential shit about like maybe a dog he saw once and it made him want a dog. It may be a kid. And then the end of it was like an hour-long series of 100 texts where he planned out every detail of a potential Vegas trip with all of us. We've never spoken about this, but he had all the hotels picked. He had every activity picked. He had all the restaurants we could go to. He had the kind of gambling. He had gambling tip links up there. It was an insane person's rant. And the next morning I woke up and I texted him. And like all of us did, we're like, dude, what the hell was that? Like, why would you send that to us? And he goes, oh, I was on Ambien last night. I have no memory of any of that. So I just watched all the Planet of the Apes in a row. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, maybe. So I hear where you're coming from, Taylor. And I do believe that Ambien could have been related in making her lose her filter. But I feel like a non-racist person doesn't drink alcohol and become racist. Instead... they just See, stop filtering what they're going to say. It's not at all about uh, Roseanne's comment. I'm just talking like, yeah, she was. She said a racist thing, but the 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 way the pharmaceutical company responded to it, I hate it because it's I like, oh, it. so now you're you're lessening the entire issue of enormous side effects being associated with the drugs you manufacture. You're just, oh, let's let's take this whole issue and you know. Yeah, you guys kill people. It's like yeah, like it's a line item in your production of drugs that you you kill people. Like we we get it, we all take them, but you actively lobby to make it easier or less stringent for you guys to get away with doing it. Like get the hell out of here with your yeah. It it just takes a really serious issue of side effects of medication and it trivializes it. Ask myself if. Ambien had a clever clap back at Colin Kaepernick, if I pronounce his name right, if you guys would like it more. No, no, I wouldn't no. like them talking about how, oh, our drug with huge numbers of listed side effects that can change the way you think and behave. Well, it doesn't cause racism. Everyone high fives all around. It's like, no, like this, you're, you're taking a serious thing and you're making it, you know, uh, trivial. Like, mm. I thought it was funny. Yeah, I liked it. You liked it. Yeah. I get what you're saying, though, because I'm... Uh, I like I have a real hard time holding Roseanne to anything in this case. Huh? And I don't know if that's just because of her Trump support or if I'm kidding myself. Like I don't remember the last time I've been offended by a joke. Can and... I ask you this? Sure. How did you feel when um who's the red Kathy Gifford held Trump's head? Did you think that she I, sh- should have been given a pass? Griffin, Griffin? Uh, thank you. I didn't care about... I thought that was a very weird art piece. Like, it seemed like it seemed like a movie star trying to be a rock star, but it was like a comedian trying to do a serious art piece. That made me embarrassed, but I thought the message was so stupid... And childish that, like, she'd already done as much damage to herself as she could possibly do. You know what I mean? If like, that's the case, then you're coming off pretty unbiased to me, right? Which I commend. The but, worst part about it is it was prop comedy. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's unforgivable. That was the, <laughs> that was the, that was the most offensive thing. I mean, that <laughs> was full carrot top. Well, she's got yeah. the red hair. What can she do? I, uh, I, I think top, I would have been paying more for <laughs> fighting my act. Maybe. Okay, I didn't know that, that she never hair anymore. But, um,. Like, I see a lot of people protecting on my Facebook. I have, uh, I have like, a thousand Facebook friends. We're real tight. And um, (laughs) there are a lot of them protecting Roseanne's uh, freedom of speech. 
they really were not protecting Kaepernick's freedom of speech. And I thought what he did was much um, more tasteful than the kneeling. If, you, if people don't know the story behind the kneeling, in 10 yeah. seconds, he used to just like sit on the bench or something. And, uh, and that was sort because of, he wasn't playing, though. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but uh, he actually, a, um, a military guy, a soldier who didn't agree with what he was doing at all, said, you know what? I want to talk to this guy. I want to understand why he's doing what he, that he does. And he explained to him this is a protest. He didn't feel like black people were being treated fairly by policemen, and he just wanted to sort of get the word out. And he says, you know what? Maybe kneel. Like, if you kneel during the, the anthem, then that's a respectful thing. And he mentioned a bunch of other times people kneel, like in church and some other places, where yeah. uh, he's like, you know, so if, if you did this, then you wouldn't look like you're just slouching on a chair. You'd be yeah. actively yeah, engaged. Yeah, but there's a difference, right? Yeah. Like, um, Roseanne was on Twitter, drunk. This guy's at work getting paid. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're and right. And but, then, like, Roseanne didn't talk about Planet of the Apes on the Roseanne show. That yeah. shit didn't air. Like, she yeah, didn't write like, it into a I bit. Mean, that, I, I just true, wanted people to view issue, like, Kaepernick through the lens of respectful like about- protests. Because that's what he's going for, anyway. You might not like it. A lot of people don't like it. But what he's aspiring for is respectful protests. That's why he changed from just sitting to kneeling. If I were, like... Neither one is like a pure free speech issue, but it seems like people only frame it that way when it's on their side. Like, for both Roseanne and Kaepernick, it's like... No, if you work, if you're an employee of a company, the NFL, and you do something that is going to damage the reputation and the income, you know, the NFL's ratings have been tanking. They're not like doing well at all. Like your murder somebody? Yeah, and so, yeah, if you do that and it really hurts them, then they That's free speech, they're, they're Dick. Gonna, Back off. They're going to nix you. They're going to get rid of you. <laughs> Same thing with Roseanne. <laughs> We're in an Islamic caliphate, right? Yeah. Like, ABC oh. has every right to terminate Roseanne if they're like, all right, well, this is not a personality we like being associated with us, even if it's done on Twitter on our own time. Like both the same totally thing would have happened, I think. I think that half of her audience, I'm assuming this half Democrat, half Republican, would have gotten much more turned off by her show. It could have hurt their ratings. I know she was killing it, but when it got that divided, it, it, it might have hurt the show in the same way that Kaepernick hurts the NFL. I think yeah, they're like making that, uh, a rule. Like the Samantha Bee thing today, where she called uh, Ivanka Trump a, a feckless cunt, and now everybody, I mean, she's not going to lose her show. But uh, if they wanted to fire her, they would have every right to. Like she's a woman. It's you okay. know, I hate that we've turned into such toadies for these corporations. Roseanne's like a I woman. Get, but but Roseanne said something about blacks. She didn't say something about women. Oh. Yeah, nobody cares about women. No, no, no. Nobody cares about women <laughs> if you're a woman. So a man could not have called her. What did you say? A, a feckless, a feckless cunt. A feckless yeah. cunt. A man couldn't have said that, but a woman can. She, just like just like a black person could have made the joke that Roseanne made, and that would have been okay. And that's yeah, racist. It, it, yeah, I it mean, is. It, it is. It's, uh, I think for me, the, the Kaepernick stuff got annoying for me when everybody was doing all, all the NFL guys were doing it. Everybody was listening, but then they seemed to just be doing it for the, like, it turned from doing it to raise awareness to doing it, like, as an F.U., and that might be wrong, but it felt like there was a chance. There was a chance for them to say something. Like, what do you guys? What do you guys want then? And they're like, also doing you- it to support Black Lives Matter, which I view as a terrorist organization. There you go. Um, the Roseanne thing is different for me because it was done in the name of comedy, even if it was like terrible insult comedy, even if it was to hurt, it was still to make a joke. And I, for like just me personally, I will give. 
anybody as much length as they as much uh, leeway as they want, like as much ability to screw up and say something racist because it's so hard to make comedy that's funny to me. Like to me as a person, I would rather eat glass than watch the Big Bang Theory. Like I yeah. need comedy with an edge. And in order to get that, we just we need to have an environment where people are going to accidentally make a race a racist joke or accidentally like Kathy Griffin was making a joke too though or well, at least I think she was going for that. Oh, and I don't what? care about that. Like I thought I was like yeah, oh, what, I thought I mean, was, whatever. That's dumb. I, I don't give a shit about that anyway. Like it's more just that I don't like it because it's dumb. Like yeah. that uh, that head thing. Like that was just kind of shitty. Be punished for it. Yeah, um, I, I didn't want her to. It's also, do you think anyone could have held Obama's bloody head and that the media would have been like, it's performance Oh, art. my God. It's funny you mentioned that. Like, he was like, hung up. There's a video where I had this yeah, black mannequin. Yeah, and it was not mannequin. called performance art or defended. True. There was a video where I had a black mannequin, and I was going to cut its head off with a samurai sword. And look, when I took the mannequin out of the box and it was black, we were shocked. We were like, <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. It's a, oh, no. It's a black mannequin. Did you know it was black? And everybody was like, "No, we we didn't know. It's it's in the white box. It's in the white box." I, I, there's a reason we don't use black mannequins. God damn it! We've been through this before. We shoot clowns, vampires, <laughs> zombies, ghouls, and like white ghouls. people. <laughs> I told those you to get it from Nordstrom, not dicks. <laughs> <laughs> like those those are who we. Sh- and, and I was like, well. We gotta do it. Like that's the end of the video. We've been planning this whole thing. Right? Now I'm gonna huzzah and cut its head off with the, and then hold the head up, and it looked a little like Obama, like only in the most general ways, right? Just a short cropped, skinned black man, and 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 I I, I thought you had the link to me holding the head, but but thankfully you don't. Um, <laughs> but, but, but yeah, I get where you're coming from. I wasn't necessarily offended by what Kathy Griffin did. It did seem a little over the line. It honestly, it seemed like such an overreaction by her. She's, yeah. she's, she's like, oh, let's cut his head off. Like, 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 I, I, I don't, she, I remember the climate a little differently. Like when Trump first became president, my little universe of, you know, vision and influence, everyone seemed to be running so anti Trump, right? All the late night hosts were talking about ramping it up every single day. Stephen Colbert said something that he had to back off. I I forget exactly what it was. Kathy Griffin held his dead head up and that everyone was like, whoa, whoa, we're not on your team anymore. Suddenly she's the only one misbehaving. Everyone else stepped back and left her out there on her own holding this decapitated head. That's how I remember the environment That, that she was just like, what? I thought we were all going. I thought we were all running this direction. And then she's by herself. That, that's how it I recall funny, it. It was funny, like, how much they, they amped that up where they, they'd be like, he's a, he's a Nazi. Yeah, yeah. He, he, uh, he, he wants to genocide whole groups of people. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah, racist. He's, he we wants to fuck him. his daughter. Yeah, I'm going to hold his head. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, suddenly. Just keep saying he's a genocidal maniac who wants to fuck his children. Yeah. Stop with the, the, the grotesque humor. <laughs> that's exactly right. Yeah, that, that's how I remember it. Yeah. And the it's funny, I, I almost forgot about something. Because he, he said something about Ivanka. Is that the daughter's name? Yeah. Or I, yeah. Okay. Uh, and being like. I, like he would date her in a, in a different universe where he wasn't her father. And everyone just went bonkers over that. But he meant it why, as a compliment. Because if 
we can all <laughs> see it, right? Like, like, wouldn't you be thinking the same thing if you were her father? Like, well, you're lucky I'm your dad, because I, I, I'd, I'd fuck you. I'd like to hope so. Right? Yeah. And some of us, <clears throat> Woody, would, we would be like, eh, you know, hey, just don't tell anybody, right? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, no, no. Not, uh, you're on your own on that one. Yeah. You know, uh, that, uh, that feckless cunt comment that uh, Sam B. made, uh, Sally Field responded to it and said, I like Samantha B. a lot, but she is flat wrong to call Ivanka a cunt. Cunts are powerful, beautiful, nurturing, and honest. And I need... Hmm. I am so tired of the the blowing that women do to themselves of the power of their vagina. How is your pussy honest? <laughs> what, what the fuck are you on? You're a chick, so you can just list any number of words. Uh, it's industrious. It's hardworking. It's intelligent. And everyone will... Unlike your testicles, Taylor, they can take a pounding. No, they're they're evil. No, testicles are evil. Testicles are are weak, just like men. Like, you know, name name. They are weak. Buildings not built by, by women. comparison, like, like which one is more durable? Which one can take a pounding? Which one? The testicles and cunts. Like, I would I would want a cunt by my side my if I was point. in some sort of street fight. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it is. It's so stupid. It's embarrassing for me to though? read that. What? Aren't the testicles more analogous to ovaries and the penis more analogous to the vagina? Even the penis, uh, I don't know. I, I still don't like it getting banged around. It needs to be treated. Would you would you kindly. describe your penis as dishonest? <laughs> it has dishonest like, thoughts it's sometimes. Always, it's always <laughs> telling me to tell lies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. If you're, I think you're on your own with this one, Taylor. My my penis is a dirty liar. T- tell me if you're on the same page with this a little bit. You know exactly what I'm talking about. With this, you know, gynocentric, like, pussies are powerful and honest and strong. And it's like, it's just funny to watch so many undoubtedly women and men who are trying to sneak their way into having sex with women retweeting this. Because they because they know it's good optics for them. It's like it's a meaningless, mush mouth, bullshit statement that 27,000 retweets now. That's how easy it is for the answer. Every one of those adjectives is cheaper than dinner or, you know, a, a card. <laughs> <laughs> Less effort. That's true. Oh, that's... I had no opinion on Sally Field. Now I, now it's like, ah, oh, why, would, why would you put yourself out there like that? Oh, I just you like look like it. a retard. Hmm. Yeah, I, 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 I try to... I, I, so Dick might not know very well. I'm not a big Trump fan, but I do try to hold my criticisms of him to actual real issues. and not, That's tough. I... I, I have a few, but uh, <laughs> but I mean it's just tough to get like actually what he said sometimes. Like I'll read it and and have to track track it down through two articles and say, oh, that was what he said. Yeah, that's not uh, that's that's not at all how they phrased it in the headline. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. But uh, anyway, yes, yeah, so I could go down my list. I, I think the budget bill that he signed is quite large. I think the tax cut was not that helpful. I think that he's overly concerned about 70,000 Chinese jobs. And, uh, you know, but you don't hear me talking about, I don't know, bullshit. Mango ish. Mussolini. Oh, he's, just, he's just evil. He's like that Italian fascist who murdered <laughs> like hundreds of thousands of people. Yeah, he's not like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's so many real things to dislike Trump on that it's silly to watch the complete hysterics that people get in where it's yeah, like you, you can just know. go down the list 
You know what we need, man? Like, to fight all of this uh, pussy power, vagina hat, women are, uh, vaginas are strong. It's not even women anymore. It's the vaginas themselves. <laughs> we need, like, a rebirth of Big Johnson t-shirts. Do you remember those? <laughs> oh, like, yeah. We need, we need an extremely pro-obnoxious answer to uh, the pussy hat stuff. That we can, that a guy with torn off sleeves and a worn pocket of skull in the back of his jeans can rock unashamedly in public <laughs> at, at all hours. Like we, we need to have, we need to have that mob out. It can't be like our mob right now is just guys who are remembering the fallen. That's not, that's not funny. Like we don't need, yeah. we don't need guys with MIA patches out there. We need. Big Johnson T-shirts, uh, liquor in the liquor in the front, poker in the rear. I, I, dude, there's a whole <laughs> series of T-shirts. I like the way you're going. The, the whole like electricians do it in the dark, fishermen <laughs> get you wet. I don't know. Like the, the there used to be a ton of these for sale on my boardwalk as a kid. Yeah, they need to bring those back. Yeah, you're right. Those those hyper masculine, semi obnoxious yeah. shirts really disappeared. Unexpectedly, I, I because I think guys got too they got too pussy whipped they got too sensitive and all of this like collective crying out for pussy power is just like please guys will you man up and talk about your dicks a little bit everybody just throw trade your beards for a for a a, a big Johnson shirt and come over here and pound us for uh, God's sake homo showing up to what work in a, a Hollister for crying out loud what was that <laughs> Bill Burr quote from one of his earlier specials when he was way more over the line where he's like uh i think it was women are constantly patting themselves on the back about how difficult their lives are and no one corrects them because we want to fuck them yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it the like, world's God, hardest so job come on bitch the world's <laughs> you can't do the world's hardest job in your pajamas dvds into dvd players <laughs> how do you do it here i was thinking roofing is a redhead in July was a hard job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Some coal miner covered in dust. Yeah. Target, your job is rough. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, in a weird way, I would rather dig ditches and mine coal than listen to an endless stream of guys try to get me to suck their cock. You know what I mean? Tell me that they're the greatest thing that's uh, that's ever going to be in my life. Like I don't know, I don't know why I just thought of that or how weird it is, but like the interactions with somebody where they're they're so clumsily trying to get me to sleep with them. Maybe that, maybe maybe it is harder that way. Um, I'm gonna regret saying that or thinking about it, but God, it's the social interactions would be so friggin' weird as women every day. Yeah, because like it'd be hard to take shit honestly. Because when they said, like, oh, man, your art's really, really good, it'd be like, oh, well, thank, wait, hold on. Are you just trying to get me to blow you? Like, yeah, that's a good point. It would be tougher to be a woman in that I think way. I could get used to it, right? Imagine you have to be a fairly good-looking woman, right? At least better than average. And the whole world gives you the benefit of the doubt for everything. The whole world is just like, you know what? Let, I'll hold the door. Why would you hold your own door? You know, do you need... <laughs> Are, are you crossing the street? Let me give you a hand with that. I don't know. Every fucking bullshit. Oh, are you carrying nine paper towels? I can't allow that. Let me grab them for you. That would be a wonderful existence. No one does that shit for me. Oh, did you try to make a joke? I'm going to laugh anyway. Don't worry about it. Yeah, mm -hmm. You did your best. You tried, and that's all you're here for. There's the, the whole... Um, what it, I, there's a rule for it. 4chan defined why women on the on the internet have to have tits or get the fuck out because they no one's gonna fuck them. 
right? Nobody fucks yeah. women on the internet. So they're, they lose all – their only value is that of their charisma, which is weak, like mine, I suppose. And therefore, to get that value back, to get their female advantage, they have to show their tits, at yeah, which point was, they're uh, welcome. This is from like six years ago on yeah. 4chan, but I, I found the, the pasta already. Oh, uh, can you read it? Yeah, yeah, I'll read it. And it's the image they chose to link was a guy in a suit with a glass of wine. It says, you know, smiling and it says, eat shit. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But it says, uh, if I can pontificate a bit for your edification, one of the rules of the Internet is there are no girls on the Internet. This rule does not mean what you think it means. In real life, people like you for being a girl. They want to fuck you. So they pay attention to you and pretend that you have uh, interesting things to say or that you're smart or clever. On the Internet, we don't have the chance to fuck you. This means the advantage of being a girl does not exist. You don't get a bonus to conversation just because I'd like to put my cock in you. So when you make a post like, her, der, I'm a girl, you're begging for attention. The only reason to post it is because you want your girl advantage back. Because you're too vapid and too stupid to say anything interesting without it. You are forgetting the rules. There are no girls on the internet. The only exception to this rule, the only way you can get your girlness back on the internet, is to post your tits. This is, and should be, degrading for you. An admission that the only interesting thing about you is your naked body. How amazing is that? Now take a moment. <laughs> Kyle, that was perfect response. Yeah. Now take a moment. You're like, oh my god, is he onto something? It seems like I mean, Pogo write that. Pogo, I don't know who wrote that. Some anon, but that—that that is, I mean, he is kind of onto something a little bit. It seems right. I, I, yeah, oh, he yeah. nailed it. He 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 yeah. nailed it oh. like a Roman soldier. Just just got it real good. <laughs> That's, Right through the right through the. I wrist. temporarily <laughs> forgot the word misogynistic. Right, it's so misogynistic, but not so. I didn't say it was so wrong. Just misogynistic. That, that's where if I stand. If it's not wrong, can it be misogynistic? No, uh, no, it can't. There you go. And I'm a man, so I get to decide. I'd like to ask both of our female listeners what they think about <laughs> this. <laughs> we have two, and one of them has a penis. <laughs> Uh, oh, we have to have at least a couple out there. <laughs> Probably not. I, this show does not cater well to women. <laughs> it is weird when you like you guys probably have a very active subreddit or community. When sure. you find out after a while that one of them has been a woman the whole time, you're like, yeah. "What the hell have I been?" Oh, okay. Yeah. I gotta go back and look at our conversations here. <laughs> yeah. There's there's a very small group of them. Um, I they they make themselves known occasionally. Um, but but there aren't many. There are very few of them. They very, are the one percent. They but are the all really point cool zero two percent joke. <laughs> or they wouldn't be here. Yeah, yeah, that, like, that guy pretty much nailed it. Yeah, t- t- two of them are, are into like internet porn, making it, and uh, and one of them literally has a penis. So, the, and, yeah, I don't know if they're both quite famous, but the one is uh, kicking ass in the amateur porn genre. Yeah, man. Yeah, good for her. That seems like the way to do porn nowadays. If you're going to be a porn starlet, is just go do amateur like with your boyfriend. Yep. And it's like you don't you control when you fuck and when you do your scenes or whatever. You you probably make a way more like you obviously make a higher percentage of the income I would think unless Pornhub or whatever is taking a cut. Now I thought that, but Tank Top Andy from the the Hangout was saying that we the elite, the top is Sugar Daddy. That's where the most money is made. Well, that's a whole different thing, though. Yeah, but that's more like getting into a re- an individual relationship. You're just fucking that one yeah. guy. You're not like putting content out there for people to masturbate to. But so yeah, I thought Chatterbait was was the the new porn that that's where you want to be now. That that old school recorded porn 
was old school. You don't do that. There's, like no one pays for porn, so you got to do it live. But I guess I'm interactive. Wrong. It's too much work. I, w- I went into the my free cams game, blew twenty bucks, tipping Eastern European broads ten cents <laughs> a pop to see their tits. It's just you got to learn their schedules. <laughs> oh, and, you like, got to step your game up. You got to learn Eastern Europe, so you're like <laughs> up at two with- in the morning. <laughs> Yeah, there's always some other guy in there who's gonna outbid you by a by a penny. Like the Price Is Right, it's just it's too much. Th- you just get a girlfriend already if you're gonna what learn. Year were you doing oh, that? oh wait, your theory for less work is to get a real life girl. Have you tried yeah. it? Have you put that into practice? Because it's a ton of work. Uh, you just need a little spend a little bit more money. Like, all right, here's three hundred dollars. You're gonna need a head of cabbage, a goat skin, a puppy, and a rolling pin. Get, go ahead and get started. Can well, you pay those though, people to like eat like those things? Like, oh, that'd be fun. Your, you trade in your chips at the beginning, and you know she's not shaking you down for a hand job at night like the my free cams girls are. So you forget about that. You know, it's like a mm-hmm. it's like a gambler fallacy, I guess. I don't know what it is. How long ago were you doing this? Was this like early two thousands when that was the big, big thing? Um, two thousands, I guess. Probably twenty twelve, somewhere around there. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I, it definitely hasn't taken over. I, I think uh, I think you know something that's pretty big now is is you know people who are kind have have social media, uh, um, in, in other ways. Like like you get to like see who the person is and then see them get fucked. Like I, I think the thing is like like an Instagram girl who's also making porn and stuff like that. People are into that and obvi- but but the, the whole chatterbait thing is more like a a different genre of porn. If anything, it's like yeah. it's like enjoying live streams. You know, right? Like like. We've talked about ice before, and how like Chiz and I like to watch the long format. That'd be like the chatterbait kind of person, but Woody is more of a highlight reel kind of guy. It turns out, <laughs> you know what? You're right. Yeah, me too. The thing about there is no fast forward button on the chatterbait. No, there's <laughs> no, no. See? So you just you're look totally at your right. selection of like 112 live cams, where you're like, all right, which one of these is about to get to something good? You okay. know, and, and and there's usually a few. Like I'd only like tried Chatterbait like very recently. I think it was because we were speaking about it actually, and that was something I figured out immediately. It's like you go on their homepage or whatever, and whatever the biggest stream is, you like click on that, and it'll just be like some dude and chick sitting on a couch naked, speaking to each other in Croatian or something, (laughs) and then like, and then you see like a little thing at the bottom where it's like three hundred of four thousand. Uh, bucks or tokens or whatever needed, and I'm like, so I'm supposed to sit here and wait till someone else pays for porn? <laughs> but you, I'm gonna go over to off. one of the many free sites and get in. I'll be doing, I'll be cleaning my kitchen in 20 minutes instead of I'll seriously frustrating. Yeah, we'll yeah. be ready to rock. I may have more experience in this than you, Taylor. The, the other thing these girls do, and I, it seems intentional is they do something for the thumbnail, right? You click and you're like, "Whoa, she's about to blow that guy or he's about to insert." Or, like this is about to hit its zenith. And then you click on it and for the next 11 minutes they're in that same position. You know, they they're about to do something cool. And you're like, "Oh yeah. fuck, they know this game. They're they're manipulating the thumbnail." Yeah. He's just you know sitting there <laughs> they're doing their own freeze frame yeah pretty much yeah yeah and you know (laughs) 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 yeah he'll just sit there like in doggy style with his limp but you can't tell dick laying on her rump and you're like oh he's about to fuck her but no no he's posing 
He's posing there, and in the thumbnail, you don't know what's going on. 11 minutes later, no progress. None. That's what I look up when I'm looking at porn. Rump stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Show me stuff involving the rump. I, I don't know why I try to talk about Chatterbait without using you know bad words, but here I am. Well, you're right. Like your your description was perfect. Like like there was one I was clicking on, and it was like, oh, this looks like something's about to go down. Let's see. I, I'm not waiting for you know uh, Nat- Natashlika to get her an extra six hundred tokens, and so you click on it, and it's just like the the intermission between fucking and so it's just some dude standing there like kind of out of breath like drinking a uh you know a propel kiwi strawberry water with his dick hanging out and it's like this isn't even porn this i'm just watching a naked man rehydrate dude i saw one that was less porn than that the girl so there's a there's a guy and a girl on bed in the bed together right and if there's one charming thing about chatterbait it's that they're very comfortable naked they just lay there naked on camera I don't know. It's it's charming. And she has a guitar. And she starts jamming. And she's playing the guitar. And she's singing at the same time. If you've ever tried it, it's, it's pretty hard, I think. And she's good. She's not great, but she's good. So I watch her jam on the guitar, thinking, like, like Kyle said, I'm going to get to know her for a little bit. And then I'll watch her fuck. But no. The show ended. And I'm like, it was just naked guitar? What a bunch of horseshit. I didn't come here for naked concerts. But that's what I got. And the comments in the side of Chatterbait are some, it's some, it's sad to see them of like, it's just some dude fucking some other girl. And then a bunch of thirsty guys in the comments being like, oh, you're so sexy, baby. Oh, I would love to take you out to dinner or like just shit like that. And it's like, do you not see? She just had three men come on her face for 60 tokens. Whatever the fuck that converts <laughs> I don't to. Even I don't know what that is. <laughs> no, I really this doubt they're going to be putting you through college. I, dude, like, I, is this is beer money. The comments are some of my favorites. So the stuff you see, like, "Oh, you're so beautiful." Oh, I wish I was with her. Eh, that, that I can, you know, like I, I can get. I can understand. They're just being complimentary. But what's great for me, I, where I get my joy, is when they're like, "Um, can you take your socks off?" And I'm like, "Ah, that guy." <laughs> I just learned something about, like, you know, not my name. One, two, three. <laughs> they play video games like is there any twitch competitor where it's just all the girls are naked all no, the time should be right i like, would watch that the problem is they're not even good at the video games like like why even have them play the games if they're gonna be that bad at them <laughs> maybe their boyfriend could play them I don't know. yeah there was a youtuber who did that she was a um they 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 had like a hot chick like headlining the band but, but but she was just lip syncing to some gamer dude's gameplay, if you know what I mean. Like, like everybody was like, "Wow, she's amazing! Look at her snipe! Oh, and like, look no. at and look at her titties! How's she playing and, with both hands on her nipples?" <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, it was her boyfriend's gameplay. Yeah, that was funny. Was what was her name? Do you remember? She was a sniper, right? Sniper wolf wolf sniper. I, I don't care. It's something right? like that. It, okay, it, I'm glad that I've forgotten. Uh, I have a couple of advertisements, advertisements to get to here, so let me do that. Facebook, is, everybody disappears. <laughs> Facebook has been in the news a lot lately, getting uh, thrashed for letting third parties get your user data. But do they really think that they're the only ones doing it? Internet, internet providers like Verizon and Time Warner can record a list of every website you visit, and they can legally give it to anyone. The internet has been the wild, wild west, and it's time to stop trusting has become the Wild Wild West, and it's time to stop trusting big corporations with your data. Start protecting it with ExpressVPN. With ExpressVPN, you can privately and securely surf the Internet without being tracked by anyone. 
to regain internet privacy for myself and my entire family, I started using ExpressVPN. Uh, set up on all my devices, and it only took a few minutes. Uh, ExpressVPN app runs seamlessly in the background of my desktop, laptop, smartphone, or tablet, and protects me while I'm browsing, streaming, downloading files, or emailing. Uh, the difference is that now I uh, know that my network data is encrypted, my IP address is masked, keeping my activity and identity completely private. Using ExpressVPN, I can safely surf public Wi-Fi hotspots and Starbucks hotels or airports without, any, without having to worry about being snooped on or having my personal data stolen. For less than $7 a month, you can get the, the same ExpressVPN protection that I have, and every ExpressVPN plan is covered by a risk-free 30-day money-back guarantee. Uh, after you've experienced the freedom and privacy and safety that ExpressVPN gives, you're never going to want to use the Internet without it again. To take back your Internet privacy today and uh, find out how to get three months for free, go to expressvpn.com slash pka. That's expressvpn.com slash pka for three months free. Don't put this stuff off, guys. Protect your internet and data with ExpressVPN today. It's how you need to use the internet now. Advertising companies tracking you, hackers trying to get at you. Disguise yourself. Sending you poop in the mail. Mm. Well, they can't protect against the, the, the poop in the mail, but, but everything else. But, hey, can, can we segue to Wings? Well, I was going to do another ad, ad read real quick because I've got... I need to. Uh, this episode of PK is sponsored by our friends over at Squarespace. Whether you need a domain, website, or online store, make the next make, make your next move with Squarespace. With easy-to-use tools, you can create a beautiful website with Squarespace. It's all in one platform. There's nothing to install, patch, or upgrade ever. You can create a beautiful website or online store with an award-winning template. Squarespace's award-winning templates are the most beautiful way to present your ideas online. Squarespace also offers a unique domain experience. It's fully transparent and simple to set up. They're trusted by millions of people and some of the most respected brands in the world. Squarespace is used by a wide range of creatives and people, including musicians, designers, artists, restaurants, and more. Everybody needs their own corner of the internet today, so get started and start your free trial today at squarespace.com pka to get 10% off your first purchase at squarespace.com pka. Begin the next move in your career today with Squarespace. Check them out. You should do that instead of doing what someone who Dick knows did and they pay thirty thousand dollars to get their <laughs> website made when you can do it yeah. at squarespace very reasonably priced very easy all the modules easy to click around and move you won't regret it yes yeah, so you wanted to go to wings talk woody i did he has he says he has his skirt surgery is scheduled he doesn't want to give... catch a dick up for who wings is oh, or who we're talking about because I, I don't you. think is that the dick... guy you had a beef with kyle mm. um I don't know. I guess we all do in a little bit, but oh. he's, he's a he's a lovable <laughs> slug of a man that we that we like to marvel over. He's, well, he's okay. the, the the once over. He's suing us for half a bill. <laughs> <laughs> so get on our level. <laughs> no, go ahead, Kyle. And, um, you know, he's a guy we used to work with, and uh, he does these. Uh, he does Twitch streaming now, gaming stuff, and he rages a lot. Yeah. And there's a huge movement now that follows his rage. Um, you know, um, I don't know if you know who Mr. Mediker is, but he recently. Yeah. He made a video on Wings. It's got like uh, last time I checked, it was like it was over three hundred thousand views or something like that. Oh, isn't uh, that great? Isn't that a wonderful. great feeling? That mocking video. That's so you think I think of them in terms of like football stadiums. Like two <laughs> do, two Dodger stadiums have seen this video <laughs> shitting all over this guy. <sighs> Fuck you. That's like three hundred fifty thousand views. That's a yeah. Wow. Oh, that's like yeah. That's like four Dodger stadiums. That's a yeah. It's it's crazy. Three Five. World Cup stadiums <laughs> have seen this guy. Yes. He's he's so 14, interesting. Thousand people who liked it. Yeah. We're very interested in him in him here. And one of the in, one of the niche things about him is that he weighs about four hundred and sixty five pounds, 
and he's been on this weight loss journey for the last 30 years or so. And, uh, and so recently, for the last, let's call it four months, he's been raising money for uh, bariatric surgery. But, okay. he's, but he's had the money for so long. At this point, he's got like five times as much money as, as is required to get the surgery. He's been planning to get it in so Mexico. So he's just milking it? We think so. Yeah. Can I interrupt on that? So he, he, he might be milking it. That's definitely a possibility. But he, he might be just scared. And, and that might be one of the reasons that it took much longer than you'd guess. Because he, he doesn't leave his town very much. He doesn't leave his house very much. And I guess he's going to Mexico because they have lower standards. Like he, he doesn't have to lose weight in advance and stuff like that. So to ask a guy who's not very worldly to just pack up and go to Tijuana for some surgery is a big ask. And I think that is part of what slowed down the process. Well, he's just lying. There's no he way he has he's enough got to it. get it in the U.S. now. Right? He's had enough to get it in the U.S. now, but they want him to lose like 60 pounds before they'll do it safely. And he didn't look for a second opinion. He stopped at the first doctor who told him that rather than doing what Boogie did and like be like, oh, yeah, well, I'll find someone who will do it. Let me go to Dr. Two. Oh, you say no to let me find Dr. Three. Oh, I got to travel three states over. No big deal. I'm changing my life. Wings was like, oh, is an excuse to, ha to be had here. All right. See you later. And, and just said fine and, and walked away. So he's getting the surgery in Mexico, supposedly, but I still don't believe it's scheduled. I'll believe it when I see like some legit documentation that he'd never show that. I'll believe it when I see him in fucking Mexico, surrounded by Mexicans speaking Mexican. <laughs> so let me help people catch up for this. It, he says the surgery is scheduled between three and six weeks from now. Now, the reason he's not giving us the date is that people fuck with him. And they do. If he said, look, I'm going to be at the airport on you know, June 17th, then they might fuck with him, right? They might find a way yeah. to cause him trouble. So I, there's some logic in saying three to six weeks, but it's okay. also far enough out that, and, and broad enough, like he, he didn't say mid-June, you know, where it's kind of hard to fuck with him. He, he gave himself such a big period of time. It could be that it's not actually scheduled because I mean, he has a history of lying about that it being scheduled, right? He, he's told us, oh, well, I already have the plane ticket. Ah, airlines don't care. You could just change the date willy-nilly all you want. They're cool with that. Don't you know? If, I, I don't if, know if he doesn't want to be fucked with, couldn't he just make up the wrong date? Like that seems if you don't want to be people showing up at the airport, you mm. say, "Oh, I'm going to be there." Uh, uh, if you're flying out on the 12th, you say, I'm going to be there on the 13th. See you guys, like suckers. I'm out of here. He that seems is like the a, worst liar uh, on the planet. <laughs> he's like, bad. Like, like he lies a lot and really poorly, like like continuously, like like all kinds of things, like like. That's the combo. Like, I'm also a pretty bad liar, I don't, but I don't lie very much. Uh, there's no long history of me getting busted on lies on PKA, and none, I think. But Wings lies a lot, and he's, there's a long history of him getting caught. Why the hell do people watch this guy? Who are He's his, fascinating! Who are oh my god, you okay. have no... Yeah, you don't know anyone like him, I'm sure of it. I, he's the only guy... He rages at video games. He... he I don't... He... There's no telling how many controllers he's broken. 18, right? <laughs> right? And he does it on stream all the time. Okay. His back wall behind him is damaged permanently. There's holes all over it. It's dented <sighs> from just wicked controllers. Just rah, raging. The picture falls off the wall now and then. One time he got up and he threw the picture off his wall. I don't know why he's so mad at the picture, but, but he was. 
And and he yells at his, his uh, subscribers and fans. You know, he tells them to kill themselves. Says he wishes that her parents <laughs> would die in a fire and a wreck, and that you live the rest of your life knowing that they died a horrible death. And and like the uh, oh, and then you know how you have to treat your fans with some respect. They are the lifeblood of your channel, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah. yeah. Well, he's just like, if you're not gonna donate, you're worthless to me. Get the fuck out. <laughs> it's great. He's like, you don't mean anything to me. And, uh, and he'll do that thing where like. You know, obviously, Twitch streaming, you're relying on donations and shit, and you can also run commercials. Is he'll, like, spitefully be like, <laughs> God, I haven't got, I've, only, I've been doing this for four hours, I've only got 50 bucks, enjoy three minutes of ads. And then just play <laughs> three minutes of ads for him, and then do it again. And like, and it's like, <laughs> yes. And a lot of times when he's like, when he complains about money, they start giving it to him. So it's been really yeah. lucrative. Like, he's doing great. Yeah. Uh, the, my, the thing that, that, that I think is interesting, and Mr. Medicare, like, we had to explain it to him because Medicare thought that, like, Wings was doing poorly. And I was like, oh, no. Wings makes five or $6,000 a month in donations every Jesus. fucking month. He makes, he makes – every time you check over there, he's, he's, he's already got $100 in the bank and he's still going. Yeah. Like, he's doing very well. He's just being miserable as fuck every step of the way. But it's a great show. Like he makes good content, I think. You know, like mm. I, I, I know he doesn't enjoy it, right? He, he doesn't want to be on Twitch. He doesn't want to be in the public eye. There are so many people enjoying his misery that it makes him more miserable. And there are a, a bunch of channels, I don't know, six, ten channels that have spout, sprouted up, and they just take clips of his worst moments and string them together as a montage. And there's new content, like, 15 times a week. Well, they and, just, and, and Woody's not saying it, like, these aren't highlight streams of stuff. Well, I mean, I guess they're low-light streams. But, like, it's not like, you know, once a month a new one comes out. It's yeah. every day. They'll take, uh, like, there will be whole sections of every stream that they re-upload of him, you know, be, being upset at someone. Or, yeah, like, Medicare was a guest on the, our show just because he was so, or a, a big reason being he was so fascinated and wanted to get all the, the deets before he made his 40-minute long yeah. Wings video. That's me, a Medicare video. Man, it is so hard to get good freaks these days. <laughs> <laughs> Ice Poseidon is good at it. We had a guy, we had a guy on my show call in, like, he was a... He was a huge Maddox detractor, and then it turned like it turned out he was one of these like he was one of these weird. I mean, this is gonna go in an uncomfortable direction, but he was like the, one of these weird guys that like obsessed about anime characters that looked like little like young girls, but were like nine thousand year old vampires, and that was cool with him. Like he was endlessly fascinating. Uh, somebody he 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 challenged somebody to a boxing match. Like he, that's he got reasonable in, behavior. Right. He made a limited time <laughs> podcast with a guy on the show, and he got so upset about a joke somebody made that he threw his phone and smashed his computer during the show. It was like this: you could entertain <laughs> us forever, but then he disappeared, and it was it was like he vanished into the sunset and left so many people just wanting his insanity it was it was like the opposite of one of those old movies where somebody's like the greatest hockey player who ever lived and they just they need him to come back to play one game but it was like man you're the greatest freak you could be the greatest like psycho rageaholic freak on twitter but you've just got to do this son you've got to play this game for us. you've got to get back on the webcam so people can endlessly mock you dude is, uh, so his fetish was that he wanted to be with uh anime characters who are like 10,000 years old in a fantasy I world, mean, but they look like children. 
I mean, I don't want to. I don't want to do his argument. I don't want to do the "I'm not a pedophile" argument. But it's very. Everything he was into made me very uncomfortable. <laughs> well, the, <laughs> they, that way, they were right? nine thousand year old children. That's not pedophile. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> you found a loophole, Terry. <laughs> but wings. So, uh, what was I gonna? The, the mocking, the the ang. Oh. He took Lexapro, and he's on Lexapro now. And, and on some levels, that kind of lowers the rage and the anxiety. But he also kind of beats Lexapro and still manages to get very upset over things. And, and for me, like, I'm starting to get it like, wow. Like, like, ever see one of those big guys that wears the I beat anorexia t-shirts? Like, oh, yeah. the, that's him and Lexapro at this point. Like, he's all <laughs> pissed off. And, and, like, he's not supposed to have any anxiety now. But he still won't play certain games, uh, God of War, in, in front of people. Yeah, he hasn't cried. but it... He hasn't cried in a while. And I'm going to be honest, like when he cries, <laughs> that gets my juices flowing. When, I, when, when, he, when he breaks down and tears start flowing and stuff, like, like, I feel like that is, that's real. Because there's no way he can fake that. When Kyle like, says like, it gets his juices going, don't mistake that for meaning that he's empathizing with his own tears. He's laughing <laughs> joyously as, tears come as out. this man yeah. is crying. Yeah. 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 yeah, tears of joy for me. Just, I don't anguish for him, I suppose. But but like I know it's real. Then that's the it thing. It's the blood in his black heart going. That's it, the juices he's talking about. It, ab- yeah. Absolutely. It, it's like when a girl cries in a porno. You know it's real. You know it's you know she's <laughs> really not enjoying it. And then you can get off. So and so when I see wings crying, real I know he's not just fake. Both of you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <man. laughs> I I know he's not just faking it. I know he's not just raging because he thinks it'll get viewers. He's really upset if he's crying because he's not an actor, you know. He's not he's not over there with some onion, fucking chopping it up on his desk out of uh, out of frame. No, and he's you know he whimpers and stuff. It's great. The one right. where he the, whimpered, the, whimpering, the way they edit it, like it is like, like so these edits are not low quality. Like one, of the, Mr. Big Guy is the name of the song. Uh-huh. I don't know if we can listen to that on the on the I show. I don't think so. But it has like a hundred thousand views now, and it's a guy who put a lot of effort into this, and Wings' crying was on there, and you know, there's different pitches in crying, like <laughs> like that kind of shit. That guy yeah. isolated all those little so- sounds and used those as like beat points yeah. in at the, the song, at the and it's like, song, like it's as like, you're like, listening to it, you're like, do, what is that? Do, 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 do. But they took Wings whimpering, and they made... <laughs> yeah, like, like, like I, I guess he put it into a synthesizer like so he could play the tune yeah. on his keyboard. It's pretty amazing. I, I, the whole scene is amazing, and and I, it's good content. It's good content, and and part of what this is why I'm watching YouTube more and more. It's so real. It's real. I, I tried to watch Terror the other night, which is actually a pretty good show. And it's losing me. These are all actors in costumes. I'd rather watch some guy bump his head while repairing a diesel engine and get angry because it's real. I enjoy it. He's all dirty. I guess he rubs his nose a lot off camera because it's constantly all (laughs) dirty. And it's it's hilarious to see him like talk to the camera and not know how disgusting his face looks. I love it. I love all of it. DeBoss, I'm talking about you. And uh, Wings of Redemption is real, I think. If he's playing this as a long con, he's a genius because I'm falling for it. Well, he deserves speaking, it. I mean, that's the next level is just the most the most gifted of our actors dedicating themselves to pretending to be complete uh, psychopaths online. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of live streamers who are real and there's no fakery involved, 
Uh, Ice Beside is, of course, on his second RV trip. Uh, they were in St. Louis last night. I was shocked that our boy Taylor didn't uh, didn't go over there and hang out with him. A lot of I people know, did. right? A lot of people were I just I got a like, lot of tweets about that. You're going to go hang out with Ice at the RV live stream? You'd have pro- you'd have gotten nah. late for sure. He had uh, he had a couple <laughs> of hot chicks over there. Um, they they were were they, they were of apparently... age? Yeah, not those chicks. Those <laughs> chicks weren't hot. <laughs> what do you and, come and, on? Yeah, they what were. Come on, mess up a party. There here. was so, I saw a conversation about <laughs> their age, questions. and they're like, "You're 20. 16 and you're 17," and then they're like, "You're 21, right? 22?" And they're like, "Yeah, yeah." And I'm just such a little sketch. Yeah, the, the one chick was 22. The other was like uh, oh, 20. He, she's just saying they ID'd him. I'm, yeah, I'm, I might did. be mixed up. I don't know. Yeah. They, the girls in the car were... Uh, those weren't the cute chicks anyway. Like, like he, he got a hot chick later on. But uh, the interesting thing about this little clip we're about to watch here is <laughs> something that I've had a hard time getting Woody to believe in the past, and that is that Ice's poor hygiene is not an act or a joke. When he says he shits blood, he shits blood because he's unhealthy. When he says he bathes once every 10 days or so, he's not kidding. He only bathes every 10 days or so. When he says he might brush his teeth every three or four days, he means it. And so here is Ice after, let's just say, 10 days of not bathing, uh, (laughs) maybe a week of being in the same clothes, in traveling across the country and the Southwest in an RV. uh, A girl's giving him a massage. So so let's, uh, I'm cute at zero here. Three. Is this from last night? Yes. Three, two, one, play. She's she's massaging him. This is funny. She's behind. She's <laughs> her hand. Look at her face. Look she's her not face. happy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> she's cautious about touching him again. Yeah. Oh, she wants help. She needs an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Look at these she's ugly bitches. Like, these are not the cute chicks, by the way. These chicks are rough. Look at that redhead. Jesus Christ. Yeah, she's... Ah! Ah! She's horrible! I'm watching it, like, on on repeat. She laughs. She was texting me about their decisions last night. Because people who aren't from St. Louis will come into the city often and be like, Oh, I'm going to go poke around East St. Louis. And people who are from here are like, Don't do that. This isn't a joke. You don't go fiddle fuck around over there because it looks like a torn down paintball course. You know, it, it's, it's ruined in every sense of the word. And like Ice and them are apparently like, yeah, we're going to go over there and we're going to see what's going on. And, you know, just just poke around, see if we can get some interviews on the street in East St. Louis at night. It's the only like when you look at the most murder ravaged cities, it's like in it's Honduras levels over there. It's terrible. And yeah, they, they also didn't seem to understand that East St. Louis is in Illinois not Missouri, and so they were going to drive over there with guns in the car. And Illinois, you know, for our non-American listeners, they're very anti-gun. You'll go straight to jail. Do not pass go. They, so uh, what, what ended up happening? What, what they were in a truck. They, get- they were in a truck, and uh, I, I don't know all of the characters because they, they, they mix and match, but the Ice and Bjorn were in the backseat of the truck. That's all that really matters. Oh, it was a truck. Yeah, and I think it was a fan's truck. And uh, they're driving around this looking for scary parts of uh, St. Louis and they ended up on this pulled into this like gas station type thing. And there's a one-armed black man there. And uh, he's like, what y'all looking for? What y'all looking for? Y'all want some weed? And they're like, yeah, we want some weed. Yeah, sure. You, you got, where's it at? It's right around the corner. I hook you up. My boy will hook you up. <laughs> and, and they're like, all right, let's do this. And then the guy like gets on his phone. He's got a flip phone. <laughs> he's like, 
Yeah, burn. I need it. A pound. I need a pound for my people. And, and they're like, how much is a pound? He's like, 1300 It'd be cool. <laughs> you got it? You got it? And, and they're like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to go to the bank and get that money. We'll be right back. And then they drive away and never come back. And it didn't, honestly, it seemed a little like maybe they were thinking about robbing eyes. But maybe they were just selling some really cheap weed. But Bjorn, the guy from, um, where's Bjorn from? Finland? Denmark or something? Denmark. Bjorn's from Denmark. The whole time, he's sitting over there refusing to make eye contact with the black guy. And when they drive away, he was like, that is the most afraid I have ever been in my life. (laughs) (laughs) It was nearly one-armed robbery. (laughs) (laughs) I have never been been so afraid in my life. I was so scared. If they Poor. saw someone with a hammer, that would have been the best content ever. You may not know, Dick, we've had a spat of hammer-related murders in the St. Louis area <laughs> in the past few months. Uh, a homeless man broke into an abandoned hospital and beat four other homeless men, uh, a couple of them to death with a hammer. And then there was another hammer-related murder. And, and so there's a hammer out there. No, no, he wasn't oh, a live streamer. Shit. Yeah, no, he, he was just a homeless man with a, ha- with a claw hammer. Is, is all get his message out there without getting it out to the people. That's terrible. You're right. You could at least get like an iPad, stream yeah. the hammering. Yeah, that, yeah I, an Android. You know, not an, I'm not an iPad. Oh, I don't know. Whatever. Oh yeah, you, uh, you're not the one who's super passionate about that. That was mad. No, just because they're your... cheaper. Oh, well, that, I have an Android too. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Just it seems like it does the same shit. I was gonna go iPhone this time because all my friends always bitch at me with my. Uh, they call me poor person green text. <laughs> You can't be when texting they, girls with no green bubbles, man. That you're wading into, uh, you're wading into no man's land. Oh, it's Girl gets a out. green bubble on that thing. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> it's worked out. You don't know, Taylor. Uh, he overcomes the green bubble. You, you know, you, you have to be more confident when you have a green bubble. I didn't realize that everybody saw a green bubble. Uh, yeah, I thought that was can, just in the group text. You're okay. blue if oh. you're iPhone. You're green if you're nobody. This is some kind of caste system they're trying to implement here, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? You got to come up with an excuse, like, "Oh, baby, I don't, I don't text at all. It, I only <laughs> talk on the phone." For 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 people who want, it, it made sense at one point because not everyone had unlimited texts. So when yeah. it first came out, it'd be like, "Oh, this is another iPhone person. I'm sending like Wi-Fi data messages, and I'm not burning through my texts." Whereas yeah. if it's an Android person, you're using those like hundred texts a month. But now everyone has unlimited, so it's just a cast system. I was in line at Subway maybe like a week ago, and I heard someone in front of me complaining on their phone as they were talking about, first of all, you're ordering a sandwich, got off your fucking phone, asshole, we're all waiting too. And second, he was complaining about his minutes. He's like, <laughs> I gotta go, I don't have, I'm running out of minutes. And I'm like, what fucking year is your phone plan from? Who has minutes anymore? Have you even heard of, like, it's gotta be like Boost Mobile or something <laughs> that's still charging by the minute. I don't even know how many minutes we have. It might be unlimited, but we never hit it. I do hit my data limit all the time, though. I got grandfathered into a unlimited data one because I've been on the same phone plan for a long time, so I can, I can use as much as I want. Man, so I, I just got back from the Middle East, and it was like the they figured out exactly how much to charge you to make you hate everything you're doing on your phone and everyone you're talking to for talking to them on your phone. It was... 10 bucks a day, like 50 cents to send a text and, and two cents to get one. Uh, it was brutal. It was just terrible. What were you in the Middle East for? Um, for Burning Man. For Burning Man Israel. 
Wait, a friend of mine. Being serious? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A friend of mine lives in Abu Dhabi. He works at NYU in Abu Dhabi. So Abu Dhabi is this desert country that <laughs> has that is swimming in money because of I, I think because of oil. I don't. I can't imagine what else it would be. Uh, so they're like, they know that the oil's going to run out and the money's going to run out. So now they're trying to build a history, a rich history for themselves. So Abu Dhabi. Uh, gave NYU an ass load of money to franchise their campus there. Like it's it's things that you don't think could be purchased. Mm-hmm. The Abu Dhabi government has purchased and put in their country like a supervillain. Like they've got a Louvre, the museum too, in Abu really? Dhabi. Is yeah. this one of those countries where like it's ran by like a prince or a king or something who's just oh, got yeah. like a million racing horses and he's worth twenty billion? A shake, and every racing horse has a harem and a Ferrari. Um, it's a, it's it's such a it's such a weird country. There's everyone speaks English. Uh, there's only American stores. Like there's a Church's Chicken and a Popeyes Chicken on the same block where my buddy they have lives. Church's in Chicken in the United Arab Emirates. Yeah, um, and they have calls to prayer five six five times a day, starting at like four in the morning. Like the whole city is hooked up on bomb sirens that all go off at the same time reading uh, scripture from the Quran, where I assume everybody gets up and like and does does the hokey pokey or something. It's the I don't call know what they're prayer. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah. Can you imagine if five times a day you just heard blaring, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be, and everybody had to stand up and like, you know, and then kneel again no. and stand and kneel and then do the... Like, I can't be bananas. I if I hear one alarm a day, I want to kill myself. Like five, I don't know what I would do. Like there's no snooze on uh, uh, the p- call to prayer. You know what I mean? God's getting all those prayers at once, though. He's not going to notice if one person doesn't file out. You know, if if I were God, I'd want them to just do it spread out throughout the day. Maybe well, I'd do they, it by like last name letter alphabetically. They do have a weird on your honor system where you can skip it and then pray twice. Like it's it's the end of the day, um, <laughs> but as far as as everything else about the country led me to believe that they were they were very serious about it. You can't drink or smoke there, right? If you're a Christian, you can get a drinking license, which lets huh. you drink at hotel bars. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, which is hotel nice. bars. <sighs> you got yeah. your drinking license, bruv. Yeah, they have that. <laughs> And you can you can cohabitate with somebody. So here's the thing, you can cohabitate with somebody you're married with, and that's it. Um, oh. You can't be gay. You can't be gay at all. Um, oh, unless you're unless you're the same sex, you can be a roommate. Well, that's how that works. Oh, yeah, oh, I see. We're back to cohabitating. Yeah, you can be <laughs> roommates with somebody of the same sex. Uh, you have to be married to someone of the opposite sex to live with them. But if you're gay. You can live together because everyone assumes you're roommates. Yeah. Mm. Well, that's uh, how it's always been, right? Yeah. Like, like, so it, like, there's so many historical figures. Like, like that is just it, Muhammad and Muhammad, good friends. <laughs> <laughs> like Burton Ernie, very innocent. <laughs> yeah. And then you can't hold hands if you're a man and a woman. You can't hold hands in public. Period. Uh, however, if you're an Indian man. You can hold hands with another Indian man because that's what they do. Everybody yeah. knows like Indian men walk around holding each other's hands when they're friends. Only yeah. when they're friends. So if you're a gay Indian man, you can walk around holding hands when a uh, heterosexual married couple cannot. 
man, that's what interesting. A, it's what a weird. weird place to live. Yeah. We uh, all know Bert and Ernie's gay, though, right? Like, that's a known thing. Everybody's aware of that, that Bert and Ernie are, are gay. Hey, Bert, can I be top tonight? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's, they're, they seem a little gay. Did you watch Sesame? They are gay. They're, real, uh, they're, I want to ask another question or two about the, the Middle East that you were over there. Like, you've done Burning Man for years in the U.S. Over yeah. there, was it like people were way more paranoid about getting caught, in, getting caught with drugs or anything like well, that? Well, I was, like, in, I was in Israel. Caught? I was in Israel oh. for the Burning Man over there. A uh, very different vibe than the United Arab Emirates in Israel. Uh, Israel is like a little America. Like, I'd never been there before, and like everything I know about it, I kind of learned from the news. So, uh, all I knew is that I'm not supposed to have an opinion about it in public, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> but they are, they're exactly like America in every possible way. They love their flag. As much as we do, like you can't, you no matter where you look, you open a toilet lid in Israel, there will be a flag on it. Um, <laughs> I don't know if we do that. <laughs> <laughs> Speak for yourself, Woody. Okay. Uh, um, and they they are preemptively mad at people who don't like them. That which really? is a very which I didn't realize was an American thing until somebody, this lady in Israel, I was talking to, was very annoyed that I was going to the Arab Emirates because they don't recognize Israel as a country. She's like, well, they won't, they don't like, they don't, if you get your passport stamped, they won't let you in. They don't like us. They won't let us travel there. So I said, well, do you ever, have you ever wanted to go there? Like, why do you, why do you want to go there? And she was, I wouldn't, ca- I wouldn't be caught dead going there. Like, okay, so <laughs> why are you mad? Why are you so angry about this? That, but I get it. I totally get it. I would be pissed off too. If they don't want me there, fuck them. Yeah, like I mean, you're in California, right? Like, yeah. if if Montana out of nowhere made a rule where it's like, yeah, Californians, you're not allowed here anymore. Even if you That's... never wanted to go to Montana, you'd be like, or... motherfuckers, how do I get into Montana? <laughs> what do I gotta do to sneak in? I have a friend who really wants to go to North Korea. That's like a thing. He keep, he's rooting for Trump and this peace stuff because he's there's great hiking in North Korea apparently, and it's like I just have to wonder if they don't have boats. Right, yeah. Well, he would love that. It'd be his cup of tea. But I feel like there's great hiking everywhere. The, the, all you need yeah. is a space between trees. Like, I, I can't imagine North Korea is that amazing. Go to Colorado. Go to the whole Pacific Northwest. Yosemite like, how much does, is outstanding. But, like, there's the Swiss Alps. There's there's all kinds of great places to walk around. Well, why would? What about South Korea? Is that too? Is the uh, outside so no, that's out of control shit. in North Korea? <laughs> I don't know. I... I, I you could make an argument that North Korea is not the same. I mean, when you see the satellite photos with the lights, South Korea is all industrialized. I, I bet I you bet. feel like a giant when you walk around among North Koreans because they're all like three inches shorter than South Koreans. Oh, yeah. Like they're, they're teeny little people because they don't oh. get any nutrition. So I My told this. My girlfriend's 5'10". Uh, she taught in Japan for a year, and she said that mothers would pull their children away Sometimes as she approached, because she's just so freakishly tall. <laughs> These are one of those that they call transgender. Get away! <laughs> <laughs> I told the story before. There's a documentary where the guy's girlfriend and fiance actually broke up with him, and she said it was because he had a small penis. So he made an hour and a half long documentary on 
does he actually have a small penis? Where is he on this? <laughs> and like what he can do to solve his small penis issues. Then he went to these experts and they measured him and it's great video. Cause like, you know, he, he, it's on Netflix somewhere. I forget the name of Wait, it. Is this, is this like oh, a mockumentary? Yeah. No, no, no. This is a real thing with it. Like it, it's not a mockumentary. It's a documentary where this guy goes through his penis journey. And at one point he goes to like a female urologist and, and she measures him to see like, you know, and she's like, look, you are on the small side of normal. And he's like, ah. Oh. And one of the solutions was to go to South Korea where he wouldn't be small anymore. In South nice. Korea, he would be normal. And I can only imagine, extrapolating from that, that in North Korea, he'd be large. Oh, I bet they just Who would have... spend an hour and a half making a documentary about getting broken up with? Oh, it this, took months see, to make it. I took an hour and a half to watch it. off on this. There's no way that he would do this otherwise. He gets off on the on the small penis humiliation. That's got to be what this is about. That's a that's smart his point. That, that's, that's his probably kink. it. He's, he he's was like, like I'm gonna make excuse. I'm gonna make eighty thousand dollars making this documentary, and I'm gonna be coming continuously. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, like every time we're taking a break, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be jerking out. Uh, uh, so that's his porn. Peter, you know, every click of the edit mouse. You know, it <laughs> and he's got to make his parents look at it too. Like he's got all. Oh. Oh. You know, oh, they were it, live webcams on his family watching it while he's at home jacking off. I want to oh, say that his parents are in it. I for, I'm not positive, but I want to say they talk about his father. Uh, it it's a great documentary. It's really the one you should be watching. It sounds that, on that Netflix. Does sound, dude, that sounds like let me see. Like, if I, I hate when people it. use the word cringe, but like you know that feeling you get where like your stomach hurts in the pit of your stomach because it's so uncomfortable. Like when you watch something, like someone singing badly in public. Yeah. <laughs> I was about uh, to say yeah. that. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. what I get. Like something like this seems so uncomfortable. I don't know. Okay. If I would be able to get through much. Uh, first of all, uh, uh, two things I want to say. One, that never happens to me. I don't even relate to it. Like someone oh, can I, sing terribly, and uh, you don't ever feel embarrassed. Or, so no. you know yeah, what? You, you feel embarrassed. For I'll I'll, I'll try to translate that. Like like. Have you ever been publicly humiliated and felt uncomfortable even standing there anymore? And you and you're and like almost like your chest feels tight, and you're a bit short of breath, and you're like, I would feel so much better if I were away from this crowd of people who seem to be staring at me with judgment in their hearts. If I could just get in my car and drive away, I'd feel so much better. It's that feeling, but force but while watching someone else. So exactly. when I watch Be the Slayer, when I watch you singing that that song terribly, I get it. When I watch Forty Year Old Virgin, and he's he's try he's like they're all swapping like sex stories, and, and they're yeah. like, yeah, tell us a sex story, Andy. Tell us about your freakiest sexual experience. He's like, ah, oh, yeah, there was this girl, and and she liked me to to give it to her, and you know, uh, I did. And they're like, what'd you tell us about your titties? She has some nice titties. Yeah, and you know, you you touch them, and they feel like a like a bag of sand. And yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> so there's a slow realization that he's yeah. a 40 year old virgin. That, like, I, get I have out. been embarrassed. I have been in the situation I wish I wasn't in. But when someone else is in that spot, really, I just, I'm on their side. I feel for them. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not cringing. I'm just, I'm supporting. See, but like, imagine but the other thing movie, I wanted I to say. I thought that was the, the same. I thought that was part of it. Like, you cringe for them because it's so embarrassing. Yeah. Like, oh, God, I'm glad that's not me. No. Are you oh. naked? Here's my jacket. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't. I don't feel any kind of like stomach tinge or whatever. But I want to tell everyone this. The documentary is called Unhung Hero. So See, like, you can the, watch the it The way yourself. I'm picturing getting that feeling is like watching this guy go up to someone who's just out and about for the day and getting interviewed about his dick. 
And it's like like that would be uncomfortable yeah. to watch some oh, no. poor person get accosted, thinking, "Oh, they're probably filming about the culture in our country." So I want to talk to you about my cock. It's like uh, <laughs> Unhung oh. Hero charts a humiliated man's fact-finding journey as he consults porn stars, doctors, and anthrop- anthropologists to learn whether the size of one's manhood matters. Of course, it. Matters. I've never wanted of to see something more than this. <laughs> I'm going to have to watch this to discuss it, but this is ridiculous. Hey, Kyle, I you hit the nail on the fucking head. This guy likes this. He's getting yeah. off to it. You're a million percent right, I'm convinced. Yeah, absolutely. You wouldn't do it otherwise. It's not like, like, did he make three other failed documentaries about butterfly collecting, like stamp aficionados, and, and like, like, like the, the oak trees of, of northern Michigan? I don't think so. Like, like no, I bet... I bet he's got a long history of, of like self degradation and humiliating acts, and this is just the coup de gras. This 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 is this is this is what he loves to do. It's probably uh, a fake penis. It's probably his penis is probably normal size. He's although, just like the idea of moving all to a, ruse. <laughs> the idea of moving to a country where where they have smaller penises is ingenious and fucking hilarious if you ask me that that's the part i like that's 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 my favorite part about the whole story is that he moved to like did you say south korea i think it was south korea i might have my okay. facts wrong I, no, I, that I, makes sense i'm playing sure. the trailer with no sound while we're talking and uh i, I just remembered they, they talked to a couple of his ex-girlfriends and get their opinion on the size <laughs> of his cock <laughs> what did the ex-girlfriends say were they so he's like, handed yeah. out numbers here are a couple <laughs> wait a minute who would not want that like i would want to hire this documentary just for my own personal information you know don't share this if you share it i'll kill you if you get hacked I will. <laughs> no way could this ever get out to anybody but i would like some kind of honest feedback like Enough time has to pass before they don't want to stick it to me anymore. They need to be on a polygraph. Number one, they need to be on a polygraph. But I would like, I would like some feedback of something that I cannot fix and that I'm stuck with for the rest of my life. <laughs> that sounds like a recipe. Dude, th- th- you're telling me this guy is so insecure about his dick that he's going to learn Korean? <laughs> he just... Can you imagine how hard that would be? They don't even use letters. He, he went to a Korean spa with a bunch of naked men and started filming. And, <laughs> and, what? And, yeah. And they started beating him up. And he, they, they're all like covered soapy faces and everything and they're hitting him and he's trying to play it off like it's not on. It's This is quality entertainment. Oh, uh, see, Chiz just linked something called UCLA Basketball Proposal and I, I assume the last part has gone wrong or something. This is the perfect feeling in the pit of your stomach when you watch somebody proposing at like a baseball game or some shit and they get turned down. Wait, like, is this him? Uh, I think he's just trying to find an example of, uh, oh, you know, uncomfortable. Like stomach dropping. Oh, no, no it's him. Okay, let's let's uh, queue up at zero. And watch. is it worth? I guess it's worth watching. He linked oh. it. Oh, my God! Well, this is why he made the documentary then. Yeah, That's I'm at right. zero. All right, uh, three, two, one, play. Yeah, I almost forgot the. He gets turned down publicly. I hate these cams. Yeah, oh. I like it when they. I guess it's all fake. You hate that? Have you ever been on one? Yes. Yeah. I've never yeah. been on one. Yeah. My friend Did got put on one with his sister once the Cardinals came. <laughs> Did they kiss? You just gotta commit. Oh, 
Oh, man. Oof. He's not getting blowjobs for the rest of his life. Watch her face. Oh, she already looks worried. I love her. She's a little camera shy. Oh, man. Oh, he's trying to force that. Not even asking her friend. Like, he had no no idea that she's going to say no to that. Come on. That's a little... Salvage that situation even oh, a little man. bit is, is if you immediately stand up and turn to the woman next to you, Ooh. aside from her, and do it again. <laughs> <laughs> that way, it's hey, like, well, oh, he's a prankster. He's making people uncomfortable. He's not a total loser who made a genius, TikTok Taylor. And if I'm the next girl, I'd be, I'd say yes. I wouldn't mean it, but I'd say it. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. I feel like most women are going to be nice enough that they wouldn't actually get up and walk away or say no. They would say yes and then in the parking lot get an Uber. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know though, but like, which is, that's terrible. But you, it's it'd be really bad if you said yes, and then as soon as the kiss cam lady left, you she was like, you know, I, I didn't mean that. I was just sparing you the humiliation of, the three hundred people that have attended this sporting event <laughs> seeing, me turn you down. Like Kyle, is that no. right? Do you think that's worse? I would prefer the what I just suggested, honestly. Oh, than okay, the, yeah, than yeah. This, because, I mean, we just watched that shit on YouTube. I don't, how many... I, I turned it off, but let me see how many uh, views that Just has. shy of a million. Jesus! <laughs> it, the, the name of the channel is Proposal Fail. <laughs> they made the channel just for this video. <laughs> like, oh, that's rough. That's fucking rough. I, that's, that's a life-changing kind of moment. That's the kind of, like, moment that movies are made about. So I guess it makes sense he made the documentary. That's, I, it's great wow. that the reason she said no is his dick was too small. Uh, it's got to be more than that. Like if he was a if he was a the perfect guy and he and everything like like she'd put like a sheath on that thing, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. She'd be like, she'd be like, well, well, we'll 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 put this mega cock over over yours. You can wear she'd a figure strap. it out. Right. Figure something. Your boner out, right? is I the mean, bone in this uh, situation. We'll put a little. Asking, he's asking her to marry him, and he doesn't know she's going to say no. I would say he's not in tune with her emotional needs Absolutely just right. from that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, he couldn't even tell that. He's yeah, got no idea what's retard. going on in this girl's heart. Yeah, Why? this guy's an emotional retard. Because, like, like I've, I've never proposed to anyone, but I know how proposals work. I know that, like, there's generally, it's generally been discussed long yeah. before the actual proposal happens. And, and the actual proposal, the getting down on one knee and offering a ring is, it isn't, there, there's no question in your heart whether she's going to say yes or no, it's more about making it a special moment. You know, yeah. it's it, it's like that's he should have slipped her a roofie first. I think is what you're saying. Um, if this was his plan to yeah. trick her into a marriage, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I, yeah, it, it just for fun. I'll talk about my own proposal. I had proposed. Uh, we knew everything. We had a good idea on how many kids we wanted. Uh, whether she would work as an adult. Whether. Uh, 
I don't, we would leave the state or go to a sunnier climate. Like we had all these things sort of worked out. There was no question. She used to ask me when I was going to marry her so many times, hundreds of thousands of times that it was just kind of, a, it wasn't like a heavy. It annoying. Yeah. But it, it maybe for you, but for me, she was in touch with that. I just, it removed any doubt. It was uh, yeah. it was a goof. It was fun, but it also knew that that door was open. Hey, let's do this. Did you do anything fancy or special for your proposal? Not really. It, it, it's in hindsight, it's almost I was disappointing. Here's how it went. Um, <laughs> yeah, you almost said <laughs> no. Don't set the bar fact. too high, though. <laughs> so uh, she wouldn't live with me prior to marriage. That was like yeah. one of her things because she accurately knew that. If she did, I was I would have drugged my feet on the proposal. You know, the whole why buy the milk when you could get the why buy the cow when you're getting the milk for free thing. That would have fit my my, my mindset at the time. So she would come and visit me on weekends though, and I'm really fond of her. So when she left, I didn't like that, you know? And, and I think I was sorry for interrupting. Twenty I think we got engaged at twenty two and married at twenty three. Okay, that's prime that's Prime, uh, prime sex hostage time for a man. <laughs> yeah, you're right. But it wasn't just sex. It was a lot. Like, I really liked having her around. I still do. And, um... <laughs> Good! <laughs> yeah, right? So... Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, I bet that would warm her heart if she heard that you still liked having her around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm quite the charmer. <laughs> so, I, sometimes, like, she'd go home on Sunday night because she had a job. And I'd be like, call in sick tomorrow. Call in sick. Just do it. Just do it. Come on. One more day with you. And uh, she had done it like two weeks earlier, and I was doing the same thing. Like, you don't like this job. It did, your job's not that important. Just ditch it. <laughs> Spend it. Be here on Monday. And, yeah, I'm quite the charmer. So uh, uh, she said no. She's like, I can't not go to work. I, I, I just called in sick like two Mondays ago. They're, they're, they're on to me. I can't call in sick tomorrow. And I said, I'll tell you what. If you call in sick tomorrow, we'll go to Jewelers Row and we'll buy an engagement ring. And she was like, I accept your terms. So, so that's what we did. We both took on that Monday off. We went to the Jewelers Row. We, we looked at engagement rings together. We picked one out. I went by a lake near where I grew up, got on one knee, and I proposed. That's how it went down. So not that romantic, almost spontaneous and unplanned, but that's, that's how it went down. It's a romantic negotiation. See, if you just yeah, masturbated, right? it would have never happened. <laughs> <laughs> but it worked it out. Be a lesson, kids. Yeah. Always throw really out before you make life-changing purchases and decisions. Yeah. But that was 23 years ago. It went, it, we're good. So, uh, exactly. <laughs> yeah, right. But, uh, that, yeah, I don't know. I just had this notion that life was better with her than without her, so I locked it in. That's good. Yeah. Are you? Are you? I know Kyle said on never getting married. Dick, are you also on the never, never marriage train? I mean, I like to think I'm a pretty good negotiator, uh, and I'm I'm definitely um, older, thirty seven. Who boy, I've seen all the tricks at this <laughs> point. I've seen the not take. I'm not taking off work on Monday. Oh, that's fine. Okay. Well, I I can keep myself busy on a Monday. Um, there's chatterbait I, now. There wasn't chatterbait back then. Yeah, there's chatterbait now. There's <laughs> Twitch now. You could be replaced by an Eastern European with loose morals. 
I, I don't know. I don't like to make predictions like that because it's every time I hear a guy like the harder I hear guys say they're not getting married, the more I think it's bullshit. It's like the lady doth protest too much. You mm. know what I mean? I think you're right. I mean, I was of the opinion even like a few years ago. I mean, I'm only 27. I was like, yeah. I'm never getting married. Never, ever, ever. And then now even, you know, getting closer to 30, I'm like, eh, it seems like a pretty, it seems like it's the kind of deal where it is what you make it, you know? And of course, all the people who get into shitty marriages and then get out of it are preaching against it because it's like, oh, that bitch took all my money and this and that and she was terrible when we were together and the sex stopped and she got fat. And it's like, well, yeah, but there are a lot of happy people out there too who you know kind of like, spend their life together what, so i, w- I yeah. want that one thing my parents are fine they've been married for 40 years i think if kids were if kids were on the table then it's a guarantee and if not then i don't i wouldn't see the point of it mm-hmm. what the, what about a yeah. mail order bride? the kids thing is interesting <laughs> to me well it, so like taylor's 27 right and what's changing is people are taking longer and longer to get married uh or they'll date for a longer period of time and not find marriage to be uh, like almost a mandatory next step. They're like, yeah, we can stay yeah. together, but we don't have to get married. Um, but what hasn't changed is when women can have babies, right? Women get less yeah. fertile around yeah. 30, and uh, and then things get tricky around 32. I want to say that is 35 the, the year they use for Down syndrome being a much more uh, yeah. likely problem? I think, it, it's, I think it's like after 30, it starts increasing a little bit, and then once Welcome you get to like to 35, it, it, it's, it's pretty big. And like after 40... Like, more women are having babies after 40 now than ever before. But that requires more medical intervention. And so a lot of those women are probably yeah. on fertility. I, 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 um, when I see people, there's a lot more twins than there used to be, it, it seems to yeah. me. And I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, do, do you have, are you triplets and none of them are identical? Yeah, yeah that's because the woman was making eight eggs at a time, and that's how she got pregnant. So, uh, like, one thing that could happen in Taylor's future is the road from – like marriage to babies could be accelerated compared to mine. Yeah. What do you mean? The road to we, babies could be accelerated. Because we got engaged at 22, and I think we had a baby at 26. Like you know. Yeah. It, there was no bio to- bio clock really ticking, like there yeah. would be if you got married at 29. Yep. So like if I married a girl who was only a couple years younger, I'd only have, you know, six years until she was also 30. You know. Get a get a puffy, kids. Get a puppy. <laughs> that bitch will be dead in 13 years, and you're free and clear. You know how much a puppy costs? Very, very little. Especially, you don't even have to feed them. I don't think, I think you even, do have to feed cheaper. them. Yeah. <laughs> Who's going to make me? Who's going to make me? <laughs> yeah, like, no one. There's no puppy services. I feel like there is. Uh, right? No. No. If I call and say, hey, my neighbor Kyle hasn't fed his dog in weeks and now he's eating my my chickens i keep in my yard like they'll, they'll send somebody out are you wings of redemption you have chickens in your yard now i'm just imagining <laughs> i live next to where you were no the puppy will <laughs> stay in a cage all starved and malnourished malnourished <laughs> if you don't feed a puppy it eventually becomes food i think that's how it works mm-hmm Hey, get a puppy. Get a that puppy. That was God's plan. And make <laughs> whatever <laughs> mail order. Whatever they know. The ones that don't eat their food. It's great. I like the idea of these mail order brides that I'm looking at here because because then you know like like after three or four years when she's like like got legal status she can just you can you can leave her and she's happy to leave and you get to get a new one right. She's happy to leave with half your shit. It's like instead of uh, buying a car, you get a prenuptial agreement with your mail order bride, of course. Dude, but you have to put half your belongings in the trunk of that leased sedan and then send it back to the dealership. 
<laughs> like you, you might not like it as much. No, it's it's like leasing a car instead of buying a car. And for some people, that doesn't that doesn't work for them. They want to keep a car for a long time. But with women, it makes a lot of sense because their depreciating value is extreme, much more so than a car. They they depreciate like video games. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to leak yourself maybe a, a nice Korean girl, then a Ukrainian, and you know you can you can mix and match. You don't want to be playing Gears of War one in 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 2025, do you? No, yeah. no. You want to play yeah. Gears six? Because I mean, you're Phoenix you're a, a man. Or something. Kyle, you're a man. You're going to be worth more back at to the 50. store for four. That's a game. You're going to be worth more at fifty, Kyle, than you are now. Like, and as long as you don't get fat or disgusting, your value will increase, you know? More chicks are going to be like, man, look at this sexy guy. Women tend to age more like, like, you're like a fine whiskey. Like that Grand Gala you sip. Mm. But women are more like a, like a banana. You know? <laughs> There's that brief window when you can make banana bread out of them, but then they just get disgusting. <laughs> then you have to chop them up and put them in the freezer. And then have you guys <laughs> seen the, the thing you need banana bread. about depreciating women, the, the back and forth? No, is it like a debate oh. or a funny video or what? The it, Wall Street guy? Yeah. On Craigslist? Yeah. Yeah. Can I, it's a little longish, but let me read it and see how yes. it goes. Um, a woman asks this. I'm looking to get married to a guy who makes at least half a million a year. I know how that sounds, but keep in mind that a million a year is middle class in New York City. I don't see that I'm overreaching at all. I'm looking for marriage only, all caps. I wouldn't be searching for guys if I wasn't able to match them in looks, culture, sophistication, keeping a nice home and hearth. What am I doing wrong? And uh, a businessman replies, I read your posting with great interest and have thought meaningfully about your dilemma. I offer the following analysis of your predicament. Firstly, I'm not wasting your time. I qualify as a guy who fits your bill. That is, I make more than 500000 a year. That said, this is how I see it. Your offer, from the perspective of a guy like me, is plain and simple a crappy business deal. Here's why. Cutting through all the BS, you suggest a simple trade. You bring your looks to the party, and I bring my money. Fine, simple, but here's the rub. Your looks will fade, and my money will likely continue into perpetuity. In fact, it's very likely that my income increases, but it is an absolute certainty that you won't be getting any more beautiful. So in economic terms, you are a depreciating asset, and I am an earning asset. Asset. Not only are you depreciating asset, but your depreciation accelerates. Let me explain. You're 25 now, and you'll likely stay hot for the next five years, but less so each year. Then the then the fade begins in earnest. By 35, stick a fork in you. So in Wall Street terms, we would call you a trading position, not a buy and hold. Hence the rub, marriage. It doesn't make sense. To, it doesn't make good business sense to buy you, which is what you're asking. So I'd rather lease. In case you think I'm being cruel. I would say the following. If my money were to go away, so would you. So when your beauty fades, I need an out. It's as simple as that. So the deal I say makes sense is dating, not marriage. Separately, I was taught early in my career about efficient markets. So I wonder why a girl as articulate, classy, and spectacularly beautiful as you has been unable to find a sugar daddy. I find it hard to believe that you're as gorgeous as you say and that the 500,000 K hasn't found you, if not only for a tryout. By the way, we could always find a way to make money, and then we wouldn't have this difficult conversation. With that all said, I must say you're going about it the right way. Classic pump and dump. That's how psychopaths flirt. That was what we just watched, the mating ritual of two psychopaths. Hopefully they will find each other and not bother anyone else. I, That's what you want. I, I, 
I don't know. It was eye opening for me. You know, this depreciating oh, yeah. asset, the classic trade, how you wouldn't do that, and and she's going for a pump and dump. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It was pretty great. Well, it's, it's true. Like, but hopefully you'd be enough in love with the person that you wouldn't mind their looks fading a little bit, as long as they don't go bananas with it and like get super fat or like let their teeth rot. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, what he didn't cooking every night. <laughs> what he didn't accept or seem to value is that women have value outside of just their looks right there's a companionship a partnership a a trust that goes there that gets more valued every year um there's that but kyle doesn't seem to value that (laughs) i mean like i said i mean she's got nowhere to go she's going back to the ukraine (laughs) i don't (laughs) think so i don't think so yeah you can find a nice pretty ukrainian girl who's not going to have a you need to make half a million she's gonna be like i would prefer if you have a house or a home of somewhere to meet for stay yeah, the box is getting waterlogged. How like, many potatoes <laughs> do you own? <laughs> I got a five-pound bag right here. How many kilos is this? How many <laughs> kilos? You're gonna fit in well, <laughs> Marishka. My man, he shop at store. He do not gro- buy his grow his own food. <laughs> he never steal potato. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like the. I really do like the idea of the mail order bride. I think that would be fucking hilarious. You what should do story? it. That's I, like that's one thing that I really regret. If there's if I have a bucket list, it's having a fake marriage for the purpose of a green card. That is right at the top of the list. I was sure I would get involved into some kind of hijinks like that when I was a kid. Why not? Yeah. Why not? Yeah. What do you get to lose? Yeah, it yeah, seems like you can send them back in ninety days if you don't like it. Do you feel yeah. like your mail order days have passed you by, Dick? I don't think so. I think you're in your mail order prime. I think I got too much to lose now. Oh. I don't know if that, like, I don't, if that's prenup. like, a, that's a young man's. Yeah, that's a young man's. Your, prenup for your Oh, prenup in California. All right. I'll just yeah. shoot myself in the head. <laughs> oh, I don't know anything about that. Uh, well, California hates men and America, if that helps <laughs> you. <laughs> Whenever it comes to anything po- politically related, you want to know where California stands? First, hate men and hate America. There you go. Hmm. Well, go. that's going to be a problem for you. You're going to want to identify as a uh, as a woman, and uh, and then you're going to be all clear. Preferably <laughs> a, a black woman. wedding. That's thinking in the box. <laughs> Why don't you like see the box you vagina? Just, like, bounce yeah. to Utah. <laughs> go start up a show in Salt Lake City. You know, I'll where see it's, like, how many male brides I can bring in in Utah. Click, oh, click, there's going to be no click, limit. Click, click. Yeah. <laughs> you just Amazon Prime those bitches showing up every two days. Return the and then I tell them it was a shipping error. I don't know. It said don't press the button again if you already press it. I pressed it. I couldn't help <laughs> So we've got a clip here. Apparently, uh, Arab Andy, we all know Arab Andy, um, well, he, he's using text-to-speech on his, uh, on his mobile device, and someone sent him an interesting clip while he was in public, and as the name might suggest, Arab Andy is Arab, and uh, he's in Portland here in this uh, this little this little link right here. I've got it. I've got it queued at zero. Where where is uh, he? Is he in a store? Is he, yeah, he's in like a. It looks like a bookstore or something. It's really hard to tell, honestly. But he's surrounded by a crowd of people, and his text to speech goes off, and some something very interesting happens. All right, I'm ready. Ready, set, play. <laughs> Look at him run! Oh no, he's still, <laughs> he's still running! I can't believe that happened. They're all doing old white people run. Yeah, like when you're when you're like hustling across. This like, 
<laughs> we gotta go, guys. <laughs> oh, you black. I want to start it over again. Oh, wow, he's he's <laughs> really Arab. Yeah. Is that? He looks like a caricature of an of Arab man. For those who don't have video right now, he looks like Arab ice. Dude, he, look <laughs> he looks. Like I think I'd be running a little faster if I'd seen that. Not playing, guys. Oh, I can't wait for it to start over. I want to hear it better. Well, successfully <laughs> started. This is hilarious. Like. Do they did if they believed it enough to sprint away or to jog slowly, carefully away, you'd think they'd be like at a dead sprint if they really believed it, right? I'm pushing women, children down if I genuinely think the guy behind me is gonna blow up. Uh, yeah. I keep watching it. There's like three girls who buy it, and then when they buy it, the crowd buys it. It's one of those times where you got away like being embarrassed that you thought you were gonna die with dying yeah <laughs> and that your mind will actually do that math for you so <laughs> if you turn around and you see that's the gentleman and he, you're right Woody. he looks a lot like ice that's the guy with the the backpack sounding alarms do you jog it up like maybe not a full sprint because you don't want to look racist what if, you tackle, what if what if you what if you're like time for me to be an american hero and you just pulled out your pistol and gunned him down right there and then you realize it's text to speech and you got pranked bro Man, what a prank. This is a, one of those <laughs> that know, is 15 a, to 30 pranks. <laughs> that's a first-class prank, though. I, like, whoever played that off created a magic moment on stream. Well, that, they weren't playing it off. Someone pulled it someone, off. Somebody, like, a, a viewer made that happen. Yeah, unfortunately for this guy. So, in this next oh. clip, you, you'll see what happened when the police oh. inevitably caught up with him. A few minutes later. I didn't right, know that was going to happen. I thought that... Oh, my a God. A few moments later. I'm at uh, 53 minutes at this yeah. Same. Uh, video. All right, I need a, a little minute to format it. This is yeah. a pretty funny prank. Again, for those of you who can't see, he looks like one of the 9-11 hijackers. <laughs> Ready, set, play. Oh, great. Music. I'm happy about that. <laughs> Wait, what's going on? Recording, bro. If you're gonna shoot me. <laughs> what are you doing, bro? Put the gun down. Put the gun down. What are you doing, bro? Oh no. Why isn't he complying better? Oh my god. Woody, have you ever been arrested at gunpoint? Uh, they didn't have guns. I, I thought that too, but man, is it hard to follow instructions when you got three cops with guns screaming at you, and they're all screaming different things. Tell me more. Uh, In a moment, I want to get to that story. I didn't do anything wrong, bro. Hey, your hand back here. Put your hand back there, sir. You're going to Guantanamo. Guantanamo, boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucked, bro. You're going to arrest me for nothing, bro. Come on, stop, bro. Stop, bro. Bro. <laughs> I like the bro argument. Bro, Officer, bro, please. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, bro. 
Like any moment now, the cop is going to go, well, since we're brothers, I guess I'll let this slide. <laughs> All right, get out of here. <laughs> yes, you scamp. <laughs> my dad used to call me bro. <laughs> you touched my cold cop heart. <laughs> it, was, it was a donation. Someone donated to media. Someone donated two bucks. Nothing oh he's God. saying is helping him. <laughs> <laughs> I wish someone would send another one. Oh, that would be hilarious. I wish uh, someone would send one right now that was that, that was like self-destruct parameters. <laughs> Even don't tase me, bro, would work for me. Yeah. Oh, another one's incoming? Oh, well, let's listen up. Oh, the cop put it in profile mode. That's terrorism. <laughs> Do we take a break here? I don't think so. Okay. Uh, I'm trying to scroll ahead and see. Looks like it's another minute and a half till the next donation thing. Or Eric. By the way, the name of this YouTube channel is Isis Poseidon. Isis Poseidon. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second to get that. Uh, the the primary guy's name is Ice I C E Poseidon, so Isis Poseidon uh, is a play on. Let's that. go to fifty eight minutes, twenty four seconds, uh, fifteen seconds, twenty four seconds. Right? Oh, I know. So we would get the background of it just in case okay. something happened. So I'm at fifty eight fifteen. Set. Same. Yep. Same. Ready. Set. Play. Oh no! More music. Stop it. Ah. Fuck this! I'm hoping if I talk over all the music, it won't get picked up by a bot. Dropkick. Bomb! Countdown started! Doesn't even seem like they heard it. That's a shame. Right. Well, that's enough of that. That's very entertaining, though. That well, if this video gets privated, we'll all know why. It was those fucking ten seconds. This is four seconds of yeah. audio. Yeah. Well, man, it, it must be hard being a an Arabic streamer. <laughs> <laughs> what a niche group of individuals. Yeah, uh, that's fine. That would be a great a channel name, like a Muslim extremer. Oh, oh, I see what you did there. That's yeah. good. Yeah, and nobody would rip on them because they're also Muslim. As far as like YouTube and shit. Like, they'd let them do it. You said you got arrested with three guns pointed at you once. Dead. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Like, every time I see... It was the last time in Vegas, that guy who was, who's like, just hanging out in his room, drinking, and then he got arrested. Um, he wasn't doing anything. He got arrested, and he's in the hallway trying to pull up his shorts when the cops unloaded on him. Do you guys remember that? Yes. Yeah. I remember... Oh, yeah. That happened. Everybody was laying in. Well, a couple people, I guess. I don't know how many were were criticizing the guy for not conforming properly to what the cops were telling him to do. But um, it is it is very difficult because for for one specific reason, um, I was in high school, and it the cops were called because I had a fake. I had a couple fake guns in my car. For a like a, a rally at school, you know, a pep rally. We were doing. There mm -hmm. were. This is the this is the lamest ever reason. 
The lamest reason to be pulled Your over. Your pep rallies at school had guns. Is this fake? Guns? Well, we were doing a uh, <laughs> we were doing little skits, you know, little stupid skits where our rivals, the Cowboys, were coming out and walking in, talking trash to our football team, telling us that we don't play as good a football as them. And You're right, this is pretty lame. Yeah, very, <laughs> very lame. Anyway, I had all this crap in my truck. Um, somebody saw it, called the cops, and as I'm pulling out of a uh, like a rent, an equipment rental place in the middle of the day, I check my left, I check to turn left, and I see a cop with a gun pointed straight at my head. And I learn, lean over and check to the right, and I see a bunch of cops screaming to a stop, and I think, okay, that, that was definitely a cop with a gun pointed at you that you saw on the left. Why don't you give that another check? Turn over, and it's like, like, I'm a kid. I'm 16 or 17, and this guy is screaming, uh, screaming at me to put my hands on my head, stop, get out of the car. Like It's just this cacophony of um, various versions of, Stop! Like stop! Get out of the car. Put put uh, Take your hands off the wheel. Put your hands where we can see them. Put your hands where we can see them. Uh, and I'm sitting there realizing, okay, I'm nervous. I'm nervous. I'm looking at this guy. I'm I'm nervous because I don't know. At this point, I don't know what the hell the problem is. I think like maybe there's a terrorist or a spy loose in America who looks like me with like a mustache, and this yeah. is like a case of mistaken identity. Uh, but I had the very real. I had the very specific realization that this guy is way more afraid than I am, way more nervous than I am. And if I don't, if I do a thing that he has already in his mind that is wrong, I'm probably going to get shot. So as much as I know how to turn my own, put my own car in park and turn it off, I'm sure he doesn't. Uh, Like, I'm I'm sure that me turning my car off will look probably very much like whatever bad thing he thinks I'm going to do is. So I'm looking at him like kind of through a plate of glass that is my car window. I didn't have, I had my, all the windows were rolled up in my truck and I'm mouthing to him and kind of pleading with my eyes, uh, dude, I, I just, I need to put the car in park. Like I can't follow. I, I know that you have a very specific set of orders and things you want me to do, but if I do them, my car is going to roll into the street. I gotta put it in park, and by that time I've got him, who's a couple inches away from the driver's side. I've got another cop. Over oh, this is in Valencia, California, too. So it's like Pleasantville. Like mm-hmm. nothing, nothing ever happens up up there. But a bunch of bored cops um, who th- think they're who think they're living in the Wild West. Uh, I've got him right here. Another one, another one in front of me. There's it's just swarm swarm time, like they like to do. Uh, so I, I do, the other ones are screaming t- different instructions. Put it in park. I get the car out. Or I get out of my car. Uh, they put me in handcuffs. You know, you do you brace for the brace for the extremely uh, um, uh, excessive tackle that you're about to receive, which is fine. Because, you know, uh, I, for all they know, I'm Jackie Chan. I'm going to start busting, doing flip judo moves. Uh, and then they spent like the next hour because I guess they were embarrassed by what they did. They spent the next hour going through all of my stuff and making fun of my high school books. Like, <laughs> oh, look at this book, guys! It's called Sons and Lovers by uh, like James Joyce. I wonder what's what's that about? And I'm like, motherfucker, I don't want to read that. <laughs> <laughs> 
What are you? That's not. You're not going through my diary. The fucking government. You guys told me that I had to read that for some reason. You're the gay ones, not me. You fucking pricks. Um. They found like a bottle. Of, they found a little bottle of Tylenol where the label had worn away. Like, what's this? Like, uh, I, I don't know. Is it related to the fake gun call that you got and all got your uh, testosterone pumping through your system? You fucking bullies. I, uh, I had cops with too much awful. testosterone give me heart. I, we were driving home from roller skating. Right, I'm a freshman in high school. Very cool thing, by the way. And uh, we were we had a good time. Like we had a blast roller skating, and we were driving home in a truck. Uh, like it just had a front seat, and we were three wide in it, and we were like dancing. So I'm not driving. The guy was going a little too fast. Not a lot too fast. Call it like 58 and a 50 or something. Like you know, reasonable. But the cop sees us. And he turns his lights on, or, or no, he turns around. So my friend makes a right hand turn before the lights are on in hopes that the cop will like lose track of him or something like that. That doesn't happen. So the, yeah. the cop catches us on the side road. Uh, he turns his lights on, and my friend immediately pulls over. So it turns out my friend had like a, another speeding ticket and since he's a young driver in new jersey if you get two speeding tickets you can use lose your license and they just have they're much stricter with probationary licenses anyway the cops start treating us like we had done something super bad they're very upset keep your hands like in the air the whole time and and i guess they're on edge because my friend you know tried to pull a fast one a little bit and uh and that's they're why on edge just because he tried to escape I didn't <laughs> know any of this. I'm naive and I'm young. Yeah. And I literally thought they, that this was all about dancing in the car. I thought that was our offense. And, and like I, I loose. We were just like, I don't know. There was some <laughs> clapping involved. Like, I don't know why they're upset with us. So they're like frisking us. And, and they made me take my winter coat off. And it's uh. cold out. And then they're checking all the pockets. Get your ass out here, Kevin Bacon. <laughs> yeah. I, lit I thought dancing was our offense. And, and they find this uh, like little plastic container in my coat. And they're like, what goes in here, huh? And I'm embarrassed by it. So I'm instantly like, oh, no. Like, he's got the plastic container. Fuck. And they, <laughs> they're reading me on this. And, uh, um, and, and I'm like, I don't want to tell them at first. And they're like, and they get it out of me. That what it actually is, is it, it's for like an uh, orthodontic appliance. Like, I was going to get braces <laughs> soon. And, but I, I, I'm kind of embarrassed that I need yeah. braces. I don't know what I'm thinking. And if you smell it, it smells like bad breath. Like I, that, that was an unavoidable side effect of a thing that holds orthodontics. Smells and, like shit in here. Fertilizer? <laughs> <make it> <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> that's how the conversation went almost. They're like, you know, what goes in here? And I'm like, ah, oh, you know, I don't want to talk about it. And they, they, they beat it out of me. And I'm like, it's for an orthodontic. <laughs> <laughs> and and they're like, you know, they don't believe me. And I don't even know that they think it's for drugs. Like, that's not even on my head. I don't do <laughs> drugs or whatever. And I'm eventually like, if you smell it, it smells like bad breath. <laughs> you know, like that was my evidence. And, and the guy did, sure enough. And this is horrifying for me. And, uh, it, you know, they're like, they're checking. Jesus. The, all the, 
We're gonna need emergency services. <laughs> Boy's got a serious case of shit mouth. <laughs> nah, no, nah, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> <laughs> we've never seen. They're checking all the my coat pockets, and eventually they're like, you know, what happens if I find something other than like I don't know your keys in these pockets? Bad breath. And I was yes. like, I, I was like, if you find anything in there, then you can keep the jacket because I don't know what he's negotiating for, <laughs> but but I'm so confident that the pockets you are said in. That? Yeah. You said you can keep the jacket. Yeah. Hey Tony, this guy says I can have his jacket. <laughs> no, <laughs> if he finds something in the pockets, no, like no. you say. Yeah, you were like probably like sixteen at the time. Uh, fourteen, thirteen. You know, early in my freshman oh year. Oh my god. No. No wonder yeah. you were scared. Yeah. <laughs> so that's about where it wrapped up. He checked my coat, and somehow after he had finished checking every pocket and we had gone through the whole orthodontic appliance conversation, they got a more accurate read on who I was and, and let us go. This kid getting braces. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's not There's causing any trouble. Wrong with him. <laughs> well, we can't charge you for not getting laid. <laughs> 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 Which I would have been so guilty of, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, <laughs> a friend of mine got arrested because um, you're making a cop smell your stinking uh, orth- orthodontics. <laughs> Made me think of this. He well, he gets arrested a lot, so he's he knew what he was doing. Cops asked him if he had a weapon, and he said, "Well, he's got a he's had a knife um, in his. I, I don't know if remember if he said in his underwear." Or by his groin. So the cop frisks him and gets a big old handful of zding dong <laughs> and then looks up at him and he says, I don't feel a knife. And he goes, Yeah, but you did just touch my dick. <laughs> like, oh my God, man, you are. And he's like, Ah, it's fine. That's, you're, already, you're already getting arrested. So what's. They can't do anything more. I was like, Yeah, I mean, I guess that's true. Oh, does, I, he, does I, he think that's pulling one over on him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like, I'm not a complete loser in this. I already got a small hand I job. the man into grabbing my dick a little bit. It's like, wow, man, that's going to get you a lot of cred on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> I, I tricked a cop into licking my asshole. Whoa. Yeah. He's the king of the prison, man. All right. Since, since you mentioned that, I've got a perfect clip that goes along with that, with the, with the, the guy, cop grabbing his dick. And then I got to do an ad. I bit. know this one. Yeah, of course. It's perfect. Yeah, uh, right? His pants I, are so low, they're like below where his dick is. <laughs> yeah, I'm at zero. Uh, let's start at three. Okay. I'm at three. I'm at three. Ready, set, play. Cops frisking an African American gentleman. His pants are very low. That's my penis. That's your penis. It's enormous, by the way, for those of you who don't have video. And he's just like, what is this? (laughs) (laughs) The audio is so low, I couldn't hear it very well. Was it quiet for you guys? Yeah, it was a little quiet. Yeah. Um, Ad read time? It is, because when it comes to your health, Brushing your teeth is one of the most important parts of your day, and Quip knows that. 
They've combined dentistry and design to make a better electric toothbrush. Quip is the new electric toothbrush that packs just the right amount of vibrations into a slimmer design at a fraction of the cost of his bulkier traditional electric brushes. And guiding pulses alert you when it's time to switch sides, making brushing the right amount effortless. Quip also comes with a mount that suctions right to the mirror and unsticks to use as a cover for hygienic travel anywhere, whether it's going in your gym bag or your carry-on. And because the thing that cleans your mouth should also be clean, a subscription your subscription plan refreshes your brush on a dentist-recommended schedule, delivering new brush heads every three months for just $5, including free shipping worldwide. Uh, Quip is backed by a network of over 10,000 dental professionals, including dentists, hygienists, and dental students. Most toothbrushes don't get named one of Time Magazine's best inventions of the year, but Quip did. Find out for yourself why. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash PKA right now, you'll get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack free at getquip.com slash PKA, spelled G-E-T-Q-U-I-P dot com slash PKA. I'm a big fan of my Get Quip, uh, or my, my Quip, I guess I should say. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it has been my toothbrush of choice since they... Uh, Sent me one, I don't know, two or three months Ever ago. since it arrived. It's the yeah. only one I've been using. It's great. It's yeah, a very, like, very high-quality toothbrush. You guys should check them out. Yeah, I've had, uh, had girlfriends that had those really expensive electric toothbrushes. And I'm not exaggerating when I say really expensive. They're like 130 or 140 bucks or something like that. And I, mean, this, I like this thing better. It's, Are we still talking about toothbrushes? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about the dildos later. We'll get, I, I know you're... <laughs> You're getting antsy. I over just there. need help. I don't. It's we'll easy. Come back to dildos there. after the ads. Yeah. <laughs> it's easier to keep the hair you have than replace the hair that you've lost. Take it from 4hims.com, a one stop shop for hair loss, skin care, and sexual wellness for men. With medical grade solutions, real doctors, and well known generic equivalents to nam- name brand prescriptions that can help you keep your that can help you keep your hair. 4hims.com offers men easier, more affordable access to the prescriptions, products, and medical advice that they need. Uh, these are not herbal supplements. These are prescription solutions backed by science. There's no waiting room, no awkward doctor visits. You can save hours by going to 4hims.com and answering a few questions. Uh, then a doctor will review and can prescribe you, and everything will be sent directly to your door. Order now. Our listeners get a, a trial month of everything you need to keep your hair for just $5 today. Right now, while supplies last. See the website for full details. This would cost hundreds of dollars if you went to the doctor or to the pharmacy. Uh, go to 4hims.com slash PKA. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash PKA. 4hims.com slash PKA. I am sponsored by 4hims, and I have a lovely coat of hair. Coat Indeed. of hair. Uh, maybe that's oh, not what I'm hair. going for. I use it all over. Does you get more proud of that hair every year, Woody? Like when you when you go around guys your age, you like shove it right in their face, like talk to them like like that. So here's my take on it. I, I, I am happy with my hair. And I, I think that in general I, I look pretty good for forty five, but there's always a tell, right? Every time you hear like, Oh yeah, she's beautiful for fifty, it's like yeah, except for that transparent skin on the back of her hands, I can tell right there. I have my own tells, I have my own crow's feet and this and that. And I saw myself in someone else's video recently where I wasn't like I didn't have Isn't good. That the worst? I didn't have good <laughs> posture and stuff. I'm like, holy fuck, you're thick around the middle. Yeah, work harder on that diet, you fat fucking asshole. Like, uh, yeah, 
So uh, there's room for improvement. That's that's what Other I see. Other people's cameras, they do fuck yeah. you every time. Like, right? Man, I got my tits framed perfectly in my camera. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but meanwhile, some guy's getting like a pro. I'm like, holy shit, you fill out that shirt, you fat fucking whale. <laughs> oh, it's, it's so sad. Like, you see yourself in someone else's video or picture, and your first yeah. thought is like, Who's that fat? Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, oh, that's me. Is that what I look like walking around? Yeah. Oh, oh are my feet that big in real life? Do I look like I'm walking on a clown shoe? What I think I look like is my best me, right? You know, get camera straight. I don't even have a big nose. Straight on, here up. Everything is wonderful. When I see that side profile of me with bad posture, the, that's how people see me? I'm, I'm not the man I thought I was. Have you ever seen a picture of yourself? That someone took while you were chewing and eating. <laughs> I don't think so. It's it's a sad reality to be like this is what people are seeing when when they eat dinner with me. Mm. That's like your mid, <laughs> mid chew face. It's terrible. Uh, yeah. So hair good. Plenty of work to to do. You've got the man bun now, don't you? I, I think you do. Oh yeah. You know I got no shame about it. Um, I've committed to it a couple your years ago. Your camera's cutting and, uh, it off. Can you just, show us better? What's that? The camera cuts off the man bun. Oh, yeah. There you oh, go. there we are. Thank you. How long is your hair if you take it out? I think it goes down to about uh, my nipples. I could do a pretty good Venus de Milo or whatever that picture is in the clam with the lady and the nipple <laughs> cup. You don't I have could be to. Instagram safe <laughs> if I took my, ch- my top off and got my hair a little bit wet. Instagram needs to allow titties. What's their fucking hang up? What a bunch of Yeah, pussies. right? I, I heard you guys talking about this the other day. I don't know what radio show or podcast I was listening to, but they were pointing out the fact that that video of that woman shitting <laughs> in the floor at Tim Hortons and then and then hurling the feces at the man all over <laughs> Instagram. But as soon as you have a nip slip, they're banning accounts. On yeah. Instagram, you can't show nipples? Correct, Amundo. Yeah, I actually didn't know that. Hmm. Well, then a lot of people are skirting the line. <laughs> yeah, Twitter <laughs> is where you as- go. For the, as much for as the, everybody complains about like the Islamic control, the UAE, like you know, I was just in Dubai and they got all these. It was Ramadan, so you couldn't you couldn't even you couldn't drink water, you couldn't eat on the street, you couldn't even swallow your own spit. You had to keep it in a little uh, approved jar. That's a joke. That's not true. <laughs> but they're very strict about what you can do, and everybody's complaining about like, oh, how did you how did you ever live like that? I'm like, well, you know, we got a lot of stuff back home that is like weirdly religious too, like not being able to show nipples on television or the or Instagram like give me a break guys we're yeah. man i saw some like a nordic news article and it was the same image they used uh, of a woman who had like shown her tits and in the swedish version of the article it had the face of the woman blurred out and her tits still visible in the united oh. states article it had the tits blurred out and the face Still visible, and so I was I, like, "Oh, that's an interesting little little peak at the difference." I wish there. we could do that in real life, like on our eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I bet Pokemon Go is only a few steps away. In, some contact lenses. In in my personal universe, there are these like we'll call them redneck Americans. Is that like a PC term? I don't know, but they they haven't traveled anywhere, but they think this is the land of the free, right? They, they always talk about America and our freedom and our etc. Yeah. <laughs> Travel somewhere, right? Go, go to you know South America, and you'll find out what freedom is like. There are rules for everything here. If you see a mountain, are you allowed to climb that in America? There's probably a rule that, that designates which cliff sides you're allowed to go on and which you're not. You go to Dominican Republic, fucking stalactites, you're allowed to climb them. They don't give a fuck. Like, everything is open. They're, the police here, 
control so much. And and climb on those, it, it kills them. They don't give a. F it's there for tourists. That's the purpose. Nature has worked for twelve for million like a... years to build a stalactite big enough for Woody to climb, and God damn it, he did. <laughs> <laughs> I was watching this video of of Chinese tourists who were walking around some cave here in the U.S., and it showed. Like, you see all the Americans, you know, walking by looking at the stalactites and the stalagmites. Ooh, interesting. Wow, that one took 100 million years to drip down into existence. And then, like, the Chinese family, there's just, like, kids. And, like, even the mom, they're just, like, kicking these things over. <laughs> they're just walking through the cave, kicking this shit over. And it's like, what? where do you come from that that's okay? Yeah, they're yeah. terrible But then you people. realize they come from China. And if you've ever seen footage of a Chinese bus, apparently everyone spits all the time. They all spit nonstop. They'll just yeah, spit. They, spit. they go like and then spit. It's disgusting. Huh. Dude, the yeah. Chinese oh, what is it called? Chiz might know. They have that new social engineering program they have that monitors your online and real life world. It gamifies being a good citizen. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, it's yeah. apparently it's having a real impact that people who aren't good citizens are already having real life like like their credit score goes down and shit because they wow. spit on a bus and and, and then on the positive no, side <laughs> their social credit system is what it's called and, and on the positive side you know people who exhibit good behavior are getting advantages in places like job hunts and credit and scores and in only four credit away from being able to have second child <laughs> i i, I God, I just railed against American police and how author author authoritarian. I can't say the word right now. Authoritarian. The, the, the That's U.S. Like can a be. Would say yeah, I do my best. <laughs> I've been in North Carolina too long. But uh, then, on the other hand, I'm I'm promoting China's social credit system because I want people not to be assholes. I don't know. I'm a hypocrite. Is yeah, that I what it's is that what it's doing? Stopping them from being assholes over there? Yeah. Is like, that Let's look at the kinds of things they have. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to scan this. It's a collection of blacklists. There are more than a dozen. And let's see. Is that like just a bullet point list somewhere in here of uh, this... what they're rating? Chiz, can you find on it? possible? Like what the, like this one says for someone who doesn't pay money back. You know, that kind of makes sense. That's already just a credit score. Yeah. Uh... It has to be a list of like specific things. Yeah, what should be on there? If you were running your own country and you were running a social credit system, what activities or behaviors would you dock people for? I've got one that I want to pitch. I, I don't know it's going to go far in this crowd, but let's say you date a woman from like 20 to 28 and then drop mm -hmm. her. Should that not have some cost? I think in Russia, well, some countries it does. Maybe it's China. It's China. It is China. It, it is considered a negative thing to like date a woman's best years and then, and then leave, you know. drop her off. You know, women get real. They get their heads full of some extreme gobbledygook in this society. Like they should be getting told collectively. That you have got to, you have got to make a decision on the kids immediately. You've got the whole rest of your life to waste as a cog in a machine. But all this, this career shit, like the reason it's called work is because nobody likes it. Men don't like it. Your parents don't like it. Nobody in the goddamn world likes their work. Calling it a career doesn't make it not work. Figure out, re really seriously think, 
at a young age, if you want kids, and then very seriously think about locking that man in, like go whatever whatever it takes, have a threesome with your best friend and make sure you get a ring out of it. But you you need to get that taken care of by the time you're 28. This is I advice I'll be giving my daughter after the show. I think you're right. <laughs> I mean, because you're, you're a different person after 28. Like that's. That but is, I think that the I think that the premise of dating a woman uh, from twenty to twenty eight and then dumping her, at, 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 it, the premise that that is a bad thing is inherently sexist and prejudiced toward women. It's suggesting that all the woman has to offer is is her good looks and youthfulness. But it's also your but a lot of what they have to uh, offer is that like even sexist. To, Oh, well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What is it? Yeah, he literally wrote the book on it. Like, I, don't, I don't think it is discrimination in that way. It's more like a PSA. Like, of course men don't need that lesson because they, like, we can have kids in our 50s and 60s if we wanted to. Like, you probably wouldn't want to. You'd be that old dad. But, like, yeah. instead of, you know, girls being told, yeah, go do your career for 15 years, and then maybe if you feel like it, you can have a kid at 39. It's like... Yeah. Maybe a, a little more of a dose of reality where it's like, hey, you can do that if you want. It's free country, but a lot, of more, a lot more risks associated with it. Your prime fertile years are between, you know, 20 whatever and 30. And so really try and hammer it home then. I like think that's the when the baby's going to be the healthiest. That's when you'll have the energy to hang out with your kid. I think the move is that, like, like if I'm a lady, like, like, like I, think, I think my move is to freeze some eggs in my early 20s, right? Because those, those old egg babies are fucked are fucked even if they don't have some de developmental disorder that we have a name for those are some weird fucking kids we've got a whole generation coming up of weaponized autists <laughs> born from 46 year old women you know in test tubes. gonna need them yeah yeah, yeah. The, the dick show is gonna need them to, to yeah. do their, their autismo it, stuff i so think in with dramatic. what you're saying woody like it's it's uh yeah it is it's fucked and i don't think i don't think women are prepared for it like they've got a, they've got a, they have the power. It's like, it's like telling uh, somebody who's got a shot at the at professional sports. Well, just go to college. It's like, no, you fucking idiot. Go make them, yeah. go make a shitload of money. Take the money, dopey. You go to a, you idiot. Uh, I yeah. I feel like they're getting women, and that's I and I think that's why they're all on antidepressants. Like so many women are on antidepressants because they are just totally lost without like. Everybody is better when they're doing something that they feel is valuable, right? Like men yeah. feel when they're working on video content, projects, businesses, when they're building something, they feel better about themselves. And I think that for women, it is the same, but with children. Like they, that nurturing atmosphere, that home makes them sane, just like building something, an empire, whatever, yeah. makes men sane. And they don't. And they get sold a bunch of bullshit so that they go to college and then go sell pharmaceuticals until nobody wants to touch them anymore. And they spend their 30s drinking and posting on social media about how fun fucking drinking is. It's not drinking. It's not fun. I, we do it, I do it every day. It's not. It's, don't make it look fun. I know you're full of shit. It's not fun. Peep, friends are not that fun. Fuck friends. The liquor is not that fun. Like, you missed your chance. At least tell the women after you not to do the same thing. Yeah, but it's sour grapes. They don't want to yeah. give the women after them that advice because then, you know, they, misery loves company. And you know what? Your, your paradigm there of what's happening, you know what you get at the climax? You get people like Chelsea Handler who are like 50 years old 
They don't have kids, but they have yep. that maternal instinct telling them to tell a child, don't touch that, don't do that, go over there, don't look at that, that's bad. And so they go on Twitter and they tell the rest of us adults what we're allowed to do. And it's like, no, don't, don't uh, moralize to me like I'm a child who needs your guidance. You, you're just like misplacing that maternal instinct of wanting to protect and, and, and shield from outside influence. Like, no, you, you can't do that. Like, you're clearly not happy. I'm enjoying this show so far. I'm getting a big yeah, kick out of it. <laughs> <That's interesting. laughs> yeah. You gotta, gotta uh, drop that dick lesson on, on hope. I don't like the way you phrase that. <laughs> you gotta drop dick lesson on hope. There you go. <laughs> right, yeah, don't do the first thing he said. <laughs> or I'll call the police. <laughs> uh, yeah, I hear you. And it's a tough thing too, like uh, you know, um, because I, I could make the counter argument too, which is like, hey, why don't you have some value in this situation, right? I, instead of just finding a guy where you can be his support system, which is a fine, viable thing. That's the way my wife and I worked it. You could be your own tent pole holding up this structure, and uh, you know, how do you guide him through? What do you do? Yeah, there's a lot of formulas that work. Yeah. It just seems like a formula that doesn't is waiting until you're 40, not having kids, and then coming off as very, you know, kind of sad. It is a sad or thing. Or waiting until you're 40, to find some, realizing some you some really good examples of women who waited too long, and then their lives were just a disaster, and then they, like, slit their wrists in a bathtub. <laughs> I'll like, let find you like, storm that beach. Find, <laughs> like, oh, pussy. Buy like no, five no. of those, and you know, maybe make a little little diagram for for young a women. PowerPoint that's, that's, presentation. Yeah, that's how you. Day. That's how you get yeah. home to children. Yeah, throw a little PowerPoint together. <laughs> Do people still use PowerPoint, or has Google taken over? Oh no, PowerPoint is people, king. People, yeah, PowerPoint's king. Mm, okay. Because okay. everybody who's you know over forty knows how to use PowerPoint. Yeah, PowerPoint yeah. was the thing back when I worked in. Remember the overhead projector days? Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. when your retarded teachers couldn't, like, figure out, they'd, like, try and write while looking up there, and they're, like, writing <laughs> shit backwards. You're like, you, you dumb. That was, like, that was, like, the, our, us as kids' version of people who take their, their phone when they're getting driving directions, and they have to rotate the phone to, like, point it the way they're going. Like, you, so you I sit there and judge the fuck out of them. <laughs> like, you stupid mother. How could you do that in front of me? I you judge... I judge the phone. Here's what I don't like. Uh, like an asshole, in the first, like, 100 yards of the drive, I'll put in the address, and the phone doesn't know which way I'm going, so it tells me to make a right, and then I realize it wanted me to make a left because now it knows which way I'm going, and I have to make yeah. phone is an asshole. You've got a compass built into you. Why, why did it take you so long? Why did I have to move for you to know which way I was going? You have a compass in you. It's Ass. funny how mad you get, like... Like, how quickly, rather, you get angry at shit like that now, where it's like, I entered this information six seconds ago, <laughs> and it still has not arrived. And you perfectly told me where to go. Like, yeah. Well, we got to stay on top of these companies for stuff like that, or else they start thinking they need to shape society. Like, <laughs> it's, it's, every time I see a company, like, well, you know, what we need is more diversity. I'm like, ah, ah, okay, we got to find 20 things wrong with their system right away, and we've got to scream them as loud as possible. How important they got idle hands. is Google? Yeah. Google is the internet. Right? Google's the, the internet's index. 
I guess if Google disappeared, we'd all just flip over to Bing and it would be Ask okay. Ask Jeeves, motherfucker. <laughs> if Google disappeared, we would all be using Bing right away and it would be the same shit, I think. Yeah, yeah Like Bing has yeah. ripped off so much Google yeah. and like the, the results are a little different, but... Especially in the knows? porn world. Thank you, Wings of Redemption. Yeah, they're much better. Yeah. yeah. Boy, I, but, but I mean, tube galore is where you really want to go. Like, like, like the, wh- wh- that's fine if, if you don't mind some creepy Ukrainian Wait, virus on your computer. Back up. Tube galore, you say? Yeah, yeah. It's it, it's um um I'm, I'm spacing out. It's a an aggregate site. of uh, of many porn porn sites. And Tube galore. Yeah. Well, let's take a look. look oh my eyes. god! I've been I've been surfing the web like a noob. I know. I'm spending the rest of my night. Yeah, Pornhub has neither acrobatic or Indian big ass as subcategories. Oh, Indian big ass. <laughs> If yeah. you can find a subsection of that that involves face sitting, I'm on board. Yeah, long hair. I mean, like uh, some other lame site might have mature, but they don't have mature, mature and young, mature amateur, mature anal sex, mature BBW, ebony hand job, mature in gangbang, in solo, mature lesbian. There is mature gangbang. That is a, <laughs> those are some sad videos mature right there. <laughs> Do you ever like like on this site? There's a huge list of. Pizza uh, as a category? Go on, I'm sorry. No, there's oh, a huge a damn, list big fan. Of, of topics that you can pick from. And do you ever, like, like if you read through some of these, it's like we've gone too far with some of this. Armpits. Mm, <laughs> who wants an armpit? Not just mom. Arab mom. And not just Arab mom. They have a secret Arab hot mom. Maybe you're not into hot Arab moms. Maybe you want a homely <laughs> mom. So you go to Arab mom. Uh, let me see what else we got here. I don't even know what that word means. Burette. Uh, 3D, and this looks like an orc fucking uh, some sort of elf character in, yeah, man. in Lord of the Rings. Right. Uh, you know it's an elf. No it, no, it looks like that. It's not an elf. It's not a Lord of the Rings porn. It's like a, like a World of Warcraft, maybe? I never really played that game. Uh, Bulgarian. <laughs> Mormon. All right, I'm going to Mormon. I didn't know seduce porn was a category, but it has lactating. my attention. Oh, I love the lactating porn. Hmm, it's not for me. <laughs> oh, yeah. But seduce porn might be. Well, we'll have to check back on this after the show. Spread it on. <laughs> you can... Oh, this is great. She's just milking her. <laughs> I saw one the other day where the chick has like this... Um... Oh, she's just... Funeral? (laughs) (laughs) That's great. That's enough of this. I'm out. Uh, That's great. Yeah, I saw one the other day where like this chick is, um, she's like dressed as a cow, and by dressed as a cow, I mean like she's she's got like black and white spots and like a full like cow mask on, and uh, she's like bent over and and like restrained, like heavily restrained, like she can't get away. And they put one of those industrial milkers on her tits, <laughs> and and it's it's milking her with such ferocity. It's like yin 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 yin, and like the the pneumatic milking action is making it like bounce her tits, and she's like very uncomfortable. You can, she's like ah ah, and like Even there's better. a vessel. 
There's a Even vessel at the bottom that's slowly filling with milk, and it's just in <laughs> someone's backyard. Just in someone's backyard. Can you imagine out there, like, weed-eating the hedge and, like, looking over and seeing that freak show next door? Uh, hey, Marcy, are you okay? No! <laughs> <laughs> how, much, how much milk did they get? Ah, you know, enough to make a <laughs> nice bowl of cereal. Some Lucky Charms. Would you eat... A cereal yeah. with, made with breast milk? You didn't, yes. I didn't have to finish asking yeah, question. I, I, yes. I, I prefer to make ice cream with it. I think that's the honest, honestly, like, I, I like cooking, right? I like taking things, like, I like difficult cooking, like things that take hours to, to make and there's many, many steps involved. I'd love to make ice cream out of some titty milk. Like, take it two steps further. Don't just drink it warm. No, no, no. Make some, make some like, make some strawberry ice cream out of that titty milk. Titty milk is a little sweeter than regular milk, it seems ideal for ice cream. That'd be some premium ice cream. There you go. How many countries would we have to conquer and women enslave before we could have like a Ben and Jerry's size, <laughs> you know, business of, of human tip milk? We just got to set up a fake uh, milk donation thing. Those women who lactate too much and donate their, uh, their milk to women who can't do it, we set up a fake one and we take a little off the top. Yeah. You know? We give it out, but when then we 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 uh, we, we divert some of it yeah. to our. <laughs> That's a brilliant plan. See, I was prioritizing hot women. I was going to take over some Nordic I, I, country. It needs to be hot. Woody, women. they're all hot. You know, we take pictures that have nothing to do. With <laughs> we put it on. It's on the menu. It's on the menu like a Chinese menu. You get a, we get a bunch of models up there. Yeah, that's I, that's where it comes I'm from. I'm talking to a genius here. I want to subscribe to your <laughs> newsletter right now. <laughs> lady milk, lady, lady milkmaids. It could be like what was that uh, audio book you were promoting for a while? Milked on my uncle's farm. Oh yeah, we had Audible as a sponsor, so they said, "Well, pick pick books that you'd like to make the uh, sponsorship more genuine." So I went on there and went immediately to Erotica and <laughs> found Milked at Her Uncle's Farm, Volume One through Three, and I would read part of it. Uh, for every sh- for every time we had to do the ad, I'd read part of Milk at her <laughs> uncle's farm. But the, the weird part was the lactation stuff was what you'd expect, but that uh, Amazon put ads for their Kindle Fire in the erotica, like when they're describing the woman who would get captured and milked in the next couple chapters, going down driving down to Mexico for her spring break. They said she had her ba- purse with her, which held her Kindle Fire <laughs> HD. <laughs> What the hell? I love that it was the HD. (laughs) My breasts were swelling. Thank God I could distract myself with my Kindle Fire HD (laughs) on the way to Mexico. My milk was coming faster than Amazon Prime. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that that was an interesting... Yeah, that Mm. that was funny when you would read passages from it and enjoyed that. It was one of those books where it was like, yeah, I will never purchase this or or look further. I'll just wait till the next time he reads (laughs) it. Did you guys see that woman in uh, near my hometown, Wildwood, New Jersey? I'm from Ocean City, but it was a few towns over, get beat up by a cop. No. What did she do? Uh, So the way it went down is this. I, I saw the footage before she got beat up, and the cop was accusing her of drinking. Now, I believe that she wasn't drinking. The uh, The breathalyzer that she was taking kept coming up as negative, and the cop kept asking her to take it again. And after, like, the third time, she's like, I know that thing's negative. I haven't had a drop. And 
She was kind of snarky and with attitude, but innocent. So maybe mildly justified. And then from there, that's where the body cam footage that I saw ended. And it flipped over to like another tourist filming with the cell phone. And the cop has her like on the ground, face down, uh, knee in her back. And maybe she's not resisting right or doesn't know how to obey because the cop is punching her in the back of the head repeatedly. Mm. And uh, uh, I want to see her get get walloped. Um, that's not. She's. Can you help us with the wallop footage? Uh, it's Wildwood, New Jersey, and um, it's real recent. It's like in the last week. We've got. Uh, <laughs> he linked it. It's just. It's a nine-minute video, and so I'm trying to figure out exactly where mm. it starts to get going. That might be the cop's body cam. Then this is the body cam. Oh, yeah. is that not the footage you wanted? Uh, there's a. There's just the walloping footage that you're looking for, and it's somebody else's. It's like another tourist filming it. Uh, I'm hunting for it. Wildwood cop punches girl. This looks promising. Uh, ah, this is beautiful. It's 56 seconds. I'm linking it. And now I'm formatting it. Did you say Wildwood? This is a pretty nice area. No, I wouldn't say that. I would say no. Wildwood attracts a... Uh, you know, uh, a low-income tourist group. Okay. Are you guys ready? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm good yep. to go. At zero. Ready, set, play. Oh, my God. A couple hammer fists. Little little rear naked choke. She doesn't look like she's resisting. No. Looks like she's getting her ass kicked. She can't take a punch either. (laughs) You know why I'm so against this particular... So normally, if people watch the show a lot, I'm kind of pro-cop, right? Yeah. She's in a bikini top and, like, short shorts. Like, not only is she not concealing a gun or a knife, I would know if she had a pack of Tic Tacs on her in that outfit. There's no... And then she's in a beach, right? She's not in her car with access to that center console or glove box or, like... The cops know that they're not in any danger. And this girl, I can't tell how old she is, but if you're not seeing it well, between like 17 and 19 would be a good estimate. She might have said she was of age. She could be as old as 21. But um, uh, just pretty young thing wearing next to nothing. Not even able to conceal Tic Tacs, like I said. I I lean towards the cops a lot of time because... I've also seen footage where things go from zero to 100 in a heartbeat. You know, suddenly the cops are getting shot at during a traffic stop. Suddenly the, the cops yeah. are getting knifed. Or, like it, I, I can see why they're sensitive. They have to be on guard all the time because if you're only on guard 99% of the time, you could get burnt. And, uh, but with her, you knew it. You know, she's got, like, they knew what they were getting into and they didn't need to do that. There was no reason to do the, the hammer fist maneuver there. Like the, she was on the ground. They yeah. had her dead to rights. She That's was the best time to, to apply a hammer fist from what I've seen. <laughs> in the UFC. Strong, yeah. Like, like, I just I don't know, know how he you, knows would, what he's why talking would you about. do that as a cop, like knowing how many people are filming every second of your well, day. You want to get that judge's decision, you know? You gotta, it's about damage done in those yeah. early rounds. Like the, that. <laughs> the, the beach of Wildwood, yeah. like, they would, 
even if they didn't see someone with a cell phone, like actively recording, they should have assumed this is the kind of environment where that happens. You know, this of isn't a, a remote parking lot at Walmart, which probably is filmed too, but th- this is the beach. Oh, well, uh, Forest Town in New Jersey. Training, they would. <laughs> They would, they would know better than to do something like this. There's a thing. A lot of times people say, oh, these police need more training. And I wish that sometimes they said, this guy's an asshole. Shouldn't be a cop. Like, I, I don't think I need to train you not to beat up little girls in bikinis on the beach. Like that's- While people are looking. You take <laughs> them out back yeah. with the rest of us. Don't you know? <laughs> it... it like there's a fundamental inability to have solid judgment that's not trained into you. That, that that's yeah. you know they, they didn't they don't need better training. They needed better parenting, and it's too late now. This guy should be a waiter, right? That that that's my take on it. It, it shouldn't be a cop. He's the wrong guy to be a cop. So yeah, and I and mean, we need less interactions between the police and people. It's there's always going to be. Some amount of interactions are going to turn out like this, like some percentage. And to and the only way to reduce these is to just have less interactions. Like, I don't need cops pulling people over to tell them to put a seatbelt on. I don't need cops yeah. pulling people over to look for weed. Like, every time one... It's like going to get surgery. A certain percentage of people, when they get put under, are going to die. A certain percent of these police-on-civilian interactions are going to go bad. And there's, it's like the lawmakers, it seems like they, they, they fixed pretty much all the ones we needed, but then they just kept making more. They didn't want to stop. Like some, like they built the house and then they just kept building houses on top of it. Like, oh, let's throw a doll house in there. Let's throw a tree house in there. Let's just build another house on top of it. You know, we built someone out of houses. Let's just build a giant one to chain them all. Uh, mm-hmm. it's, I, I think that so much would be better if we got rid of all the drug laws and all the weird Fourth Amendment violating laws and all the friggin' gun laws and all the militarized police and all the federal police officers and just tried to cut down the amount that we, like, the shit work that we shovel onto the police. Something's wrong? Yeah. Ah, Make it illegal. Make the cops do it. You know, the guys that we don't, that that we screen for, like, the willingness to show up and maybe get shot. That's the requirement for the job. Let's make them handle it. Psychologists, our brightest minds can't handle it. Fuck it. Give it to the police. Let them figure it out. Uh, two things I, I want to say. One is I, I, there are advantages from going from the military to the police, right? Like, like let's say in the, I think in the, as a cop, you can often retire at 20 and 25 years. If you have like eight years in the military, then you just need 12 more as a cop and you're done. The problem is if you have eight years in the military, yeah, I I know it because I have family who went through that. Um, If if you have eight years in the military, you might not be well adjusted like to protect and serve, right? You've maybe hyper vigilant, like seeing things where it doesn't exist. You know, the, the way that you need to conduct yourself to be a great soldier in Iraq is different, or Iraq, I don't know, is different than the way that you need to conduct yourself to be a great policeman in Wildwood, right? Not everyone there is your enemy. So so that's, I think, a part of our problem. And Chiz asked if it was a man if I'd feel differently. There is maybe a little. He, he's suggesting that I'm giving her a pussy a pass. <clears throat> if it was like yeah. a 115-pound man wearing a Speedo, like, 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 no, <laughs> no, like difference. no fat on his body, right? Hot as fuck. 
fuck. Just a tight little ass, okay? And and he was like, no, you can't hit me this way. And they started dropping those Brock Lesnar hammer fists on him. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. That is not the kind of pounding that he enjoys. You know who would love that video, Kyle? Well played. Uh, uh, someone who would love that video would be Fagatron. Fagatron <laughs> would love that. He would love that. Yeah. He yeah, he'd, he'd sign up, uh, even on, if it was like even if it was a small well, guy. Let me wear gloves. I, have to admit, I don't want to touch him. I have to admit, I would be not as forgiving if it was any kind of man. Like, uh, no, see, I'm I not think, there. I, I, I really, I, I think in my heart, it like Kyle said, if it if it was a really small guy, right, whether it be young or just you know built slightly, then uh, then I would think the police were totally in the wrong. On the other hand. If the cops don't want to let some wide receiver from the NFL get out of hand, I give him a little bit of a break, you, you know? Get a little up. I, I think you made him black right there, but I was just trying to make him tall and strong. Uh, I, 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 that'd be the right position, right? Anyway, uh, if there was some big, strong guy, uh, Stipe Miocic or something, then, uh, or Miocic, I would say that the police could apply a little more force because he's dangerous. You know, I get yeah. it. There's just something about seeing a small girl in a bikini on the ground getting hammer fisted. Where I'm like, <laughs> this, I don't think this is appropriate. Not the kind of fisting that I like to see. Yeah. Yeah. Chiz, yeah. I think wanted us to go in harder on this girl because he's like, she assaulted him. She spit at him. She kicked him. I didn't, well, I didn't see, see that in the that footage. In the video, yeah. But I, we, only, we only saw 50 seconds of it to be fair. Yeah, the lead up I saw, like when, when they, I, I saw her taking the repeated breathalyzer tests. That's what I saw. And um, she was a little starky. I think my, my, I made this up in my head, so it could be wrong, but you can't drink on the beach. And my suspicion is someone reported her group. Is it that you can't be drunk on the beach or is it that you can't have an open container on the beach? Because in my experience, it's always about the open container more than anything. Yeah. Like, like yeah. as long as you're not like belligerent vomiting on yourself remember i think you were with me woody we were walking down the street in la near the chinese theater and there was a guy sitting up leaned against a wall vomiting on himself <laughs> um outside a nightclub and it wasn't like a like a vomit where you like lean forward clear yourself and like you know you make a little noise too he was going <laughs> he was he was you're watching him die <laughs> <laughs> It was just flowing uh, out of his mouth onto himself. And, and Woody says, oh, he's having a bad night. <laughs> <laughs> he was. I was right on that. <laughs> oh, that was at night. <laughs> <laughs> at least it was at night. Like, all you yeah, have to we do have those people those... during the day, too. I lived about five blocks from there. So every time you go out at night and you walk home, there's like a, it's like the Civil War. The guys throwing up on themselves. Women with their shoes in their hands, consoling yeah. each other. So he's just sob about the guy that wasn't texting them back that night. <laughs> nice town. Me <laughs> in the bushes. Yeah, Kyle, I There's think... There's a homeless guy around me who walks, I think, I would not be over the line to say, the largest pit bull in America. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he walks this thing down the street, and I know he's homeless. His shoes tell the whole tale. And so this dog is not being well kept. Like, it's the kind of dog that's going to snap and murder a baby it's any second. And he walks it down the street and just lets it uh, go up to people and investigate them. And it's like, well, I guess to this guy, if this dog attacks, he'll end up in prison. He'll get three square meals. He'll get a bed. But, yeah, I don't, I don't think you should be able to do yeah, that. What I, is this, I've, Chiz? I've known plenty of uh, – I, I knew a guy who was, uh, was in jail not too long ago. And, uh, and his reaction was um, when I was in jail, I saw him in jail. And I, I was like – what happened, man? What are you doing in here? He's like, I, 
It ain't no big deal, man. They gonna I get I got three meals. I get a bed. I get they gonna look they gonna look at my foot, see what's wrong with it. If I'm lucky, they don't turn me loose till next Wednesday. I kind of have the opposite thing in mind. I'm hoping to get out tomorrow. <laughs> like, he was hoping to extend his stay at the fucking jail if he could. Oh shit! Is this wings content? You got I, some. Uh, Chiz is gonna watch it and tell us if it's worthwhile or not. Okay, Chiz. I, I is like gonna... that idea. Yeah, yeah. Just, tell if it's just... a winner. Thank you, Chiz. Yeah, I appreciate I, it. I, I love that, Woody. Were you gonna say something back before I interrupted you with the vomiting on himself story? <laughs> All right, it wasn't good though. You were asking if it was being drunk or the open container, and I'm yeah. in Ocean City, not Wildwood, but Ocean City. The biggest offense was having the glass. Like, they took glass super seriously on the beach because mm-hmm. not only can people yeah. get hurt from broken glass, but if your town gets a reputation for having broken glass and that hurts the businesses, yeah. they're just really yeah. vigilant. I, and I, I, I would sign off on that if I saw someone with glass bottles, especially if they're not, like, putting them back in their own cooler or something like that. Like, I wouldn't like that either. That should be a that's – a, that's a no-no. But, like, yeah. we always had, like, you know, a beer and, a, and like, a – We'd go to um, the gas station and get one of those like plastic containers and put a mixed drink in there with you know a silly straw or something like that, or put your beer in there or whatever. Or you can just take a can of beer, put it in one of those, and then put the straw straight into the beer or whatever. Like yeah, all we've just, ever done is use koozies, and that seems to work fine. Oh, uh, those are cool cops. Like like if you've actually got to hide it from them though, like to to like you know pass the point of like I know what the top of a Bud Light can looks like, son. <laughs> like, like, you gotta beat that, but yeah, it just says this is a good video. I'm uh, I'm certainly down to watch two minutes of Wings of Redemption. Wings of Redemption comments on his backing out of the PKA survival trip in 2014. <laughs> this, is a, this is a Sean Rinklin video. The uh, Sean Rinklin makes the best Wings of Redemption content on the in- internet. Copyright Sean Rinklin 2018. Uh, it, <laughs> it's it's great. He has taken the helm over from Wings Tings. Everyone should know that the current Wings Tings. Well, he's doing the best he can. He is not the original Wings Tings, and hmm. hails in comparison. These are all Sean. channel names of people who scope out Wings Stream and and compile. We'll see. This. I don't know. Before I watch this, I haven't seen one second of it. I'm over the survival trip backing out. I can't speak for the rest of the group, but for me, like, it, it was never his biggest offense, and I. I don't know. I, I, well, I'm still livid. So. <laughs> Let's watch it together. Let's see where he goes on this. Ready, set. A 10 second. What do you mean by? Are we starting at 10? No, zero. I think he's saying even 10 seconds in, it was already worthwhile. We're starting oh, at zero. Oh, sorry. Okay. Ready, Ready, set, go. So quiet. Bullshit. Bullshit. Rainy period. Why it was unseasonably cold. <laughs> Bullshit. Really, you're a fucking idiot. And I wasn't going to go to trip. Nobody seems to remember me trying to talk them out of it and trying to fix Bullshit. it. Bullshit. Like, Dude, it's cold as fuck in April. In which that year it was. It was cold as shit in April. The time they picked, it was supposed to rain four of the five days we were there. Like on the forecast, right? It was also... It was also, a b- 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 I tried to push it back to summer. They wouldn't want to do that. <laughs> I mean, they, they, I was trying to get us to take like stuff like compasses. They didn't want to take compasses. Bullshit. <laughs> I didn't want to get lost in the fucking woods. You know, 
That was not a concern. Kyle left two days early. I I was vomiting. I think he means. I left like four days early. He means you left before the trip started. Oh, I see what you mean. Bullshit. That's a lie. Bullshit. 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 Wow. Oh, no, not oh. the blood sugar. <laughs> we were willing to bring taffy. I had glucose tablets in my bag. You did. <laughs> I am a compasses. <laughs> not those. He should have. <laughs> so we poured some water. We could have got him to lay on his back, poured some water in his belly button, magnetized a needle, and floated it on a leaf in the little puddle that it made. Just that as a compass. <laughs> what was he gonna edge? do with he, a compass? I, we didn't like. We didn't go far enough to get dude. lost. Uh, it, uh, we walked like a mile, maybe. Yeah, uh, dude. We two? we hiked in and, and like like look. We weren't in stellar shape, but I was in okay shape, and Woody was in okay shape. Like normal adult men, I guess, and like 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 probably. I mean, American men are pretty slovenly. I guess. I guess. Here's but, what I want to say: We would have absolutely modified what we did so that Wings could succeed. Thank you. That's what that gets past so many people, and especially Wings. What what Woody and I did was different than what we would have done with Wings there. Anything that got in the way of Wings would have been curtailed and altered. To not get in the way of wings, we crossed a somewhat raging river at one point. It I was struggled. A difficult, <laughs> it was a difficult crossing. It not was for very Kyle fast. for some. I don't know how Kyle was just a genius at walking across fast moving water. Anyway, carry on. I think he well, held my hand at one point. I, I held. I, 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 <laughs> a, I crossed the river, put my bags down, came back across, got Woody, got some of Woody's bags, crossed it again. He was came very back good. And held Woody's hand and walked uh, him across. Oh my god, dude. <laughs> Don't make memes of this. Anyway. <laughs> I think you could have done that riddle. Like, was, well, you have to bring the chicken across yeah. and <laughs> the fox back. I, I was filming Woody try to make it across, and I started feeling bad. Like, I was recording something I shouldn't. And I, I was like, I, I should go help. I this go is, help. I'm going to sound like an excuse maker. I, I think Kyle had like sandals or mandals or something and i was barefoot and i honestly think that made a big difference because the the rocks were not only slippery but they were moving and slippery and uh, for me it just seemed like every step i was about to go down river honestly that very well could have been it i had some uh what are they keens or something like that i had some like 130 dollar mandals that are like like very very fucking nice They're, they're hideous but they're excellent they're so good for like hiking and walking they don't rub blisters but yeah we wouldn't have crossed that fucking river if Wings had been there. We, if he got tired walking in, we'd have sat down, you know, rested every three minutes of walking, five minutes of walking, ten whatever minutes, it takes. whatever it took, right? Like, the idea that he would have to build a shelter is absurd. We'd have built him a shelter. <laughs> the idea that he would have had to do anything other than sit there and on be a wings. Uh, and be and wings. Be yeah, yeah I think he like, knows that, or do you think no, he's he like very paranoid, think... or he's just making up excuses because like he was weirdly like agoraphobic or something? Str- just Dude, a bizarre he, man. He makes these kind of excuses up about everything in life. When it comes to like the weight loss surgery, he like he starts like rattling off uh, okay. a list 
of possible side effects and, and illnesses that he might get. He's like, I'm, I'll have to take iron pills for the rest of my life. And I'll have to sip water all day so I don't dehydrate. <laughs> and I, I can never drink soda again because the carbonated beverages could make my little tummy explode. I want to remind <laughs> and people be three times a day. So Wing said in that video that the reason he wanted to delay the trip was that he wanted it to be warmer. That's not the reason he gave us. The reason he gave us was that he had a birthday coming up and he didn't want to die before his 28th birthday. Do you remember the percentages he gave? I asked him, what do you think the percentage odds are, the chances that you'll die on this trip? I'm pretty sure he said there was a 30% chance that he would <laughs> die. <laughs> dude, dude, we were, we're not Survivor Man. We're not Bear Grylls here. No. We didn't go off into the Yukon. We parked a truck and walked for 20 minutes into <laughs> That's a That's about right. Maybe like, more. Like maybe 30 minutes. Because I like, want to say 20 minutes on the river crossing because I was a little slow. Well, I'm not, I'm not factoring that in because you could literally throw a rock across that That's river. That's not true. Well, okay, it would take a pretty good arm. <laughs> maybe you're right. Uh, maybe you could and I couldn't. I don't know. Dick, this is all this man's tale. Is it all fascinating to you? You got to watch the Medicare video that details the entire oh. storyline. Let me okay. yeah. the PK, it, it, We're actually a pretty big part of it. You two are. So I'm, I'm just, not really. I'm just give you a little tasting of what you'd get in that Medicare video. He got fingered in the asshole by his grandmother, and that's mm. all I'm going to tell you. That's, that's great. I'm going to tell you. It's and, a true and, story. Yeah, it's a true story. It's a story that he told. That he told, and it's in the Medicare video, him telling the story and Medicare commenting on him getting fingered by his grandmother. I'm not going to give you any more details <laughs> other than that because I want to whet your appetite. <laughs> Medi- Medicare is like the Ripley's, believe it or not, of people who've done weird shit with their ass. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, Wings's uh, reasoning in that video, I think, was mostly untrue. And yeah, there were five bullshits. I give it yeah. five bullshits. Yeah, and I, and I, I, I wish maybe... I don't know what I could have said that would have better like translated that I was we were on his side, right? You know, he felt like one of the reasons he gave is he thought I was going to beat him up on the spot, right? Cuz we had that stupid rear naked choke thing, right? What? Oh yeah, they were gonna beat him up. Well, we had this bet. I, I think, that. yeah, he, he was. Beat him up. Wings was saying, that, uh, for, for Dick, if you don't know, I have a little uh, fight training, and uh, so Wings was saying that he could beat me, and I was like, eh, I find that really unlikely. And then he started like changing the starting positions. Well, now he wants the top. Now he wants full mount. It eventually gets to he wants my back with a rear naked choke sunk in as the starting position, and I was still <laughs> like, well, I accept your terms. And he listed like I was just gonna jump him or something is one of the reasons he didn't go on the trip and uh i was not gonna jump you wings i swear i wasn't gonna i wasn't gonna do anything like that you know what i was gonna do carry what, whatever gonna shit you needed carried yeah i, I w- we would have uh, my my our whole goal was to set him up for success because i really felt like he would have his presence would have added to the videos his charisma you might it was say about the, it was about does he ever go outside not much um, so you gotta bring all the fun to him yeah, yeah, absolutely. I've been to Kyle's visit. I've been to his him. house a couple times. Yeah, we, yeah. Uh, I've been in there twice. Woody's been there once. Um, you know, at we least, we hung yeah. out with the guy a bit. Yeah, I. I uh, yeah, I it's, and, and it's like not. I don't. In there, that breakdown would be fascinating and hilarious. I. Yeah. Yeah, man. His family is just as interesting as he is. I've uh-huh. long said that that I. I used to know a couple of like 
bullshit TV producers. And I mean, the, the ones who actually make like the shitty, shitty TV programs like Ultimate Warrior and crap like that. I, I should try to get in touch with some of those people and like be like, hey, there's this guy named Jordy Jordan. They call him J Squared. He lives up in uh, Conway, <laughs> South Carolina. And if you thought Honey Boo Boo was a train, oh, yeah. you got to get on this. There's there's cocaine. There's crack. There's there's Opioids. obesity. There's prostitution. There's guns. There's violence. There's there's fatty foods. There's retardation. There are trailers. There there there's there's intrigue, <laughs> drama, and there's a built-in fan base of a hundred thousand people minimum. Yeah, just to start it, just to plant the seed. I, man, it's got to happen. I, I but yeah, wings. I, I I think you drastically drastically underestimate how much we would have tried to set you up for success on that trip. And uh, we were on your team, man. We were on your team 100%. We were team wings. There would have been points where we're like, the cameras would have been off, and we'd be like, all right, well, we want to film. We'll st- let's do this thing, wings. How about we set up a joke where, like, uh, you, you know, we, we'd have like set things up and then turned the cameras on and like had fun with it. It wasn't about humiliating him or embarrassing him or pointing out that he was worthless or anything like that. And he had all those ideas in his head. We, we would cut trees and then have to knock them down, right? What if yeah. Wings was the tree knocker downer? Oh, that'd be great. You and I like get the, tr- get the tree sawed like 95% through and then he just comes in and like karate chops it or like he does barrels like a juggernaut into it. rush. Oh, yeah. my God. I'm the juggernaut, bitch. Oh. And just let him just run whole trees down. We put a lot of work into sawing those trees. <laughs> <laughs> it was so I difficult. Had, we, it, I had this thing. It's like a chainsaw blade, and it has handles on either end, like vinyl yeah. strap handles. And <laughs> oh, my God, what were we thinking? It wasn't like we had extra <laughs> calories to burn. Oh, <laughs> like, I so you basically had like a garrote. That you were trying to yeah. saw, a tree and down. we did. We sawed a tree down. I'm not exaggerating. It was this fucking big. It was huge for what we were using, and it was hardwood. It, 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 oh. We were trying to make shelters. It was. We we were not good at it. We, no, we were bad. We were bad yeah, there were we, ticks all over us. Yeah, <laughs> ticks all over you. A massacred chicken that didn't I, get the execution. That was oh, the that other was survival that's, trip. That's, yeah, that's a chiz trip. See, yeah. we've been it's on the, another survival trip since, and chiz came a, along. Yeah. Um, and a cameraman, Pat. Patrick. Oh, Pat. Yeah. That's I, the problem with all these like uh, crowdfunding, Patreon, uh, <laughs> uh, stream revenue sources is you can't, there's nothing to like, there needs to be like a Super Bowl of weirdos to draw these guys out where they can win something that they really care about. Like he's got the, he's got whatever, five grand a month. That's going to be really hard to draw them out for all these hilarious hijinks that you guys want to do. We need like a mysterious benefactor to set up a Nobel Prize of. You have uh, no idea. Uh, this is, see, this is the problem. Do you know who Keemstar is? Yes. Like, he's, yeah. he's a big internet guy. He offered yeah. Wings quite a bit of money to, to box him. Like 30K. Oh, yeah. Boxing? Jesus. And it, he, he's like, <laughs> Wings, so, you know, Wings is talking about the surgery, right? And, he, and there was yeah. this big up and down. Do I get into America where it's like $20, $25,000, or do I go yeah. to Mexico where it's seven, dollars $8,000? And Keemstar was like, dude. I'll pay for the whole fucking surgery, the rehab, everything that goes along with it if you box me one year from today. <laughs> and he's like, no, I'm not getting beat up. No, I, you just, you'll just kill me. You'll just, he literally thinks he would die again. He thinks he would die. It, it's because he doesn't want the surgery. I mean, it, he, it's, it's, all a, it's all a weird, like, this is a guy with, like, crazy paranoid delusions that are becoming real because of the internet on accident. There was a time, there was a time yeah. when he was kind of hard up on money. 
and uh, you know, we we talk about silly shit on this show, and and you know, we we were asking each other the question, oh, like, how much <laughs> how much would you have to get paid to fuck a porn star? And he was like, uh, to make, to a, make porno. a make a porno, excuse me, make a porno. And you know, they're like, well, what kind, what kind of porno? Like, oh no, it's a, it's a cute chick that you would want to fuck, and uh, you know, she's riding your cock. That's the porno wings, like like. Mm-hmm. But it's like, out oh. there, and everyone can see your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you dick. Like, He's like five thousand dollars, and we're like, <laughs> "All right, then." So somebody right, writes right. me on Reddit. Someone <laughs> writes me on Reddit and says, "Hey, is this real?" Because I know a guy who can make it real. It wasn't the guy, but he knew a guy. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, let's push this forward." So, so I ask Wings, and I think he even doubled down on the yes. So he circles back with his guy, and now it's on. Now for five thousand dollars, this guy's gonna make a real porn with Wings. Backed out. Backed out. Yeah, of course. Of course. It's, it's, yeah. There's got to be something he wants. Like Eric the Midget on Howard Stern just really loved that one American Idol contestant. Oh, oh, something Garena or something. What's her, what was her name? Oh, he fucking loved her. And they're, they're, and they, that was the carrot. There's got to be, Wings has got to have like a rosebud. You'll get to be, you get to meet her. You get to hang out with her. And then we get to make a real doll out of you. A real doll, sex doll that looks like you work. We want to take your measurements and we're going to make a fuckable version of you and we're all going to fuck it. Okay, I'll do it. Fucking Eric the Eric the the midget was probably yeah probably my favorite whack packer. Like 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 he got he got a banned from the show for a while and he called in. He's got a very distinctive voice. He's a midget with a club foot and he's got like a speech impediment. So so but he would call in as Derek. From Texas. Hey, it's Derek <laughs> from Texas. We, okay, Derek from Texas. You sound a lot of a lot like Eric the Midget. Ah, I don't think he likes being called a midget. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking gold. So you got to run, uh, Dick? Yeah, I do. I got a. Uh, I got to hop on another show. Sorry, no guys. No Sorry for the audio problems earlier. Nah, you got it sorted out pretty quickly early on. I've conditioned our audience to accept audio issues. <laughs> That's smart. Yeah, we, we don't have a show. <laughs> That's smart. We started bragging about the audio issues uh, from Jump Street, and that is that has been our undoing. We've deleted episodes, and they'll never let us forget. They'll never let us hear the end of it. It's terrible. <laughs> that sucks. Well, uh, tell everybody where they can go to get everything that is Dick Masterson. You can go to the Dick Show, thedickshow.com, dick.show. I guess whatever podcast app you're on to, punch it in there. And patreon.com slash thedickshow. Uh, if you want to read more about Maddox's lawsuit, it's at lolsuit.com. L-O-L-S-U-I-T.com. Uh, transcripts are up there somewhere as well as, um, as, well as like uh, $200,000 in legal briefings. Each one is as hilarious as the last, but it'll take you about three <laughs> weeks to read through it. So, Jesus. Yeah. That's hilarious, man. I'm definitely going to check out some of those transcripts. It's really funny. It's funny. I want to shoot it. Like, it's 55 pages, but I want to shoot it with, like, I don't know, maybe a porn star judge or... Animate <laughs> Animate it. That's the way to do that shit. Like, Is like, it? Like, yeah, yeah. I, I've seen those courtroom things animated using, yeah. like, uh, someone did one with Rick and Morty, um, <laughs> and, and, they, and it was, it was uh, Justin Roiland doing the voices, I guess, and they were animating this thing where... The defendant starts screaming at the judge and tells him he's gonna kill him. The judge, the judge is like, "All right, you're a contempt of court." He's like, "I'm gonna fucking kill you." All right, 
10 days, I'm gonna kill your fucking family. 20 days, I'm gonna kill your baby. I'm gonna hammer him with a head. I'm gonna kill it. I'm gonna kill him in the. I'm gonna hit him in the head with a hammer. I'm gonna fucking kill your baby. I'm gonna eat your asshole. Like, like, it's going crazy on the judge. Yeah. He just gives him more and more and more time. But it's, you know, it's freaking more. I'll look into that. Maybe there's a cheap way to do it. Because other, otherwise, I feel like I'm making a fucking Pixar movie um, <laughs> with this transcript. Anyway, thanks, guys. It's always yeah, man. Catch a you later. pleasure. Yeah, for sure. Talk to you later. All right, let me uh, let me do my last advertisement of the night and tell everyone about Man Crates. This episode of PKA is brought to you by our new friends over at Man Crates. You know what the biggest problem with Father's Day is? Dad isn't going to tell you what to get him. Truth is, he may not even know what he wants. So this Father's Day, give him a gift he is guaranteed to love with Man Crates, hand-picked and packaged gifts for every type of dad, like the knife-making kit for the hands-on dads or the whiskey appreciation crate. For the father who, <laughs> I wish it said something different here. For the fathers who like the finer things, most uh, most gifts ship in a sealed wooden crate with a crowbar, so he gets to pry his man crate open in front of everyone. Uh, when is the last time your dad gave you gave, excuse me? When is the last time you gave your dad a gift he needed a crowbar to open? With man crates, you're you're giving dad more than a gift. You're giving him a gift experience unlike any other. Plus, every man crate comes with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Get your Father's Day discount today at mancrates.com slash PKA. This is a limited time offer only for Father's Day, so go today. That's uh, mancrates.com slash PKA, mancrates.com slash PKA. I got the like chef's knife and and uh, cut and like cutting board. And uh, I, I it looks it really be... nice. Go grab it. Yeah, yeah, I think the cutting board's dirty, but I'm going to get it anyway. Yeah, he showed it on, I think, PKN. It's super, super nice. I ordered uh, the outdoor survival kit because I think I'm going to be going camping this summer. And it has, like, a knife with that cord around it that's useful. It's got a ton of shit. But uh, what did you get, Woody? What did you select? I'm trying to remember. Uh, I love the ammo can. But uh, oh, the speakers! Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not clear. Yeah, there's a speakers like built into an ammo can, but it turns out that while that's for sale, it's not for the hosts. I'm not sure why. So I, I picked a different one. It might have been a knife making kit. Something cool. Yeah, all of it's super neat. Like I was going through picking one to have sent, and there was there wasn't a single one that I would be you know uh, disappointed to get. They're all awesome. Uh, the crowbar thing seems pretty neat. I'm looking forward to that. So here is the knife. Uh, the knife is really fucking sharp. It comes and with I a like band-aid. A yeah, it came with it came with a box of band-aids, a knife sharpening kit. Um, I uh, I cut up some. Did it really come and, with band-aids? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was funny. And funny. Uh, this chopping block, like I want to stress, like the thickness of this thing, because this isn't like you put it know, like in front of your face. It's off camera. Yeah. Yeah. It smells good. What does it say on there? RSK. Oh, I, I couldn't see it. That's, <laughs> That's a very thick cutting board. And it's got that little, I don't know what you call it, like that moat around it to catch all the juices of whatever yep. you're cutting. I like that. That's high quality. So definitely check them out. Yeah. Man, uh, man crates, plural, dot com slash PKA. It's yeah. pretty cool. Uh, check it out. You maybe buy your friend, a, your father a gift or splurge for yourself because it's, it's really legit. Yeah, yeah, when you knife's... showed it in the hangout, I couldn't tell there was an RSK on the knife or the cutting board. That's oh yeah, it's very neat. Yeah, have fun explaining that to people. I do. <laughs> I always do. I, I'm not ashamed of our heritage. <laughs> our heritage.
no. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. a very cool new sponsor. I love having Dick on. He's great. He did a great yeah, job. You guys should he, definitely check his show out. Certain vibe about him that I enjoy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it, it was. It's disappointing to hear the whole Maddox thing and how it's gone down because I don't know about you guys, but I remember in like early 2000s when he was doing his site, like early mid 2000s, and like reading it and being like, "God, this is fucking hilarious." Like I've never read com- like comedy content like this before online. Uh, like his article from like 2006 or something where it's like making fun of vegetarians or vegans saying like for every animal you don't eat, I'll eat three and, and those kinds of things. Like it, it was really funny. And so to see him kind of slide down and become kind of the antithesis of what I used to imagine him as kind of sucked. Did you guys follow him at all before this or, or never? No, no, no I was introduced to Dick on the show. No, no, no Maddox. No. Uh, I've not been introduced to Maddox really <laughs> other than the oh, show. Okay. Uh, His shit was very funny in, uh, dude, in the early 2000s. Topic-wise, um, PUBG is suing Fortnite. Help me understand. It, like, PUBG seems to think they own the Battle Royale-style game. And wasn't there another game that had 64 players, like Magnum or something? It was even on the PS4, maybe. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? I'm not about? sure. So yeah. it, it's it's not just the battle royale thing. It's a okay. lot of the the it's it's the whole way the game works. And now, like I don't necessarily agree with it, but like I mean, the way you begin the game and like an aircraft flying over the map and being dropped and parachuting in, like they've they they they've changed it. It's more cartoony. Like you're not in a military parachute. You've got a number of customizable ways to parachute in. Like you're like Mary Poppins with an umbrella and shit like that. But it's very similar. The way the loot system works, the way that there are medical items of varying um, healing factors, and there's uh, there's boost items and uh, uh, shield items, and uh, the way the weapons and and all that stuff works, it's it's pretty similar. Also, so, the way that you've got an encroaching zone of danger mm-hmm. coming in. Now, of course, the original. Uh, thing to come up with this idea is, of course, the Japanese film Battle Royale. But, can- uh, before that, well, after that, H1Z1, is that the name of the game? What was the, That was a game. Didn't it have an enclosing area? Didn't you parachute into that? And I didn't I did, play that game. I didn't play it. I just watched it on Twitch a little bit. Uh, so it's H1Z1, and Chiz is saying I'm pretty much on target with my description. So it, it, it had an enclosing area, and I think you parachuted into that too. I don't know if the loot system and like med packs were the same or not. Mm-hmm. Chiz will probably know. Oh, it mm-hmm. didn't have the PUBG red oh, zone, but it's pretty similar. Joke. Yeah, I don't know um, what that means. Yeah, I, I don't know what the uh, what the uh, the basis of the lawsuit is. I don't think anyone does yet. I don't know how they're going to word it and and, and say, you know, what their exact complaint is. But um, I think. But yeah, it, it it's very similar. It's the, very similar. The community seems to be mad at PUBG. Because compared to Fortnite, they're not in reinvesting into the game very much. It almost seems like they took their money and ran instead of reinvesting and trying to improve the game by doing things with it, keeping it fresh. And uh, uh, so the community's already mad at them. So when they filed this suit, they seem to be like, oh my god, you're all wasting your time and energy on a suit, a lawsuit, instead of the game. Of course, they really should understand that they're not the same people, right? You can hire some outside counsel and not distract the developers. There's yeah, the developers aren't aren't writing uh, the lawsuit or anything. Uh, I don't feel that way about them. Um, PUBG has 
uh, two maps out, and they've got a third that's on the experimental test servers that we've all played. As far as I know, Fortnite only has one map. I could be wrong about that. Fortnite uh, has puts in a lot of like um, cosmetic items, like tons of cosmetic items, and they put in uh, a ton of um, uh, weapons that they've added in. But PUBG is continuously adding and tweaking the game. Like they just had a big patch that came out um, yesterday or the day before, maybe that's uh, currently on the test servers. Uh, it might be on the right. Might have, might have gone live by now, but it's just, you know they're they're revamping the game on a okay. continual basis. Um, I, I I get where where people are coming from that not wanting PUBG to sue Fortnite, but I don't really fucking care. I don't I don't care for Fortnite. It's not not really what I the kind of gameplay I enjoy. But I love PUBG. I don't care about a fucking lawsuit though. I don't think anything's gonna come of it. So um I'm not the guy that's an expert on this, but Chiz might be. And she says they're definitely not doing as much as they could. Fortnite updates shit weekly. They change the maps, continuously adding new things. Fortnite is way more on their shit than PUBG. I mean, for fuck's sake, this is not for fuck's sake. Six months and we still don't have a new map. They're slow. Although Kyle said they do have a new map. I don't know how to yeah, reconcile what do you, that. Yeah, they've been working on the third map for uh, for months now. They keeping it on the experimental test server and tweaking the map and uh, uh, working on loot and stuff like that. Um, Okay. He, I don't know. She's just saying the last map was in December, which would make it six or seven months. So, mm-hmm. so yeah. And then I guess Fortnite has new guns. I, the from what I read, I'm on the outside on this, this whole thing. Fortnite's been trying much harder. But you know what I found interesting because you mentioned all the cosmetics. Rocket League. I wonder how that game is doing financially. There is a game that just went cosmetic crazy, but the game mechanics <clears throat> kind of the same. I wonder how it is. Chiz plays a lot. Rocket League? Oh, yeah. Chiz plays Rocket League? Yeah. Chiz was hmm. the best That's of, the game with the, the cars, where you play soccer in a car? Yeah, yeah, yeah basically. But they've, they've added some other game modes. You can play basketball in a car. Um, I don't know what else. Volleyball. So they haven't branched out that much. You still play <laughs> sports in a car. <laughs> using a car. <laughs> uh, they can go curling in the car. They should have a straight-up demolition derby mode. See how that goes. I don't know. Maybe that would suck. I'd rather run people over. I'd, I'd like that mode. I just find Rocket League interesting because uh, one of the women that work for me at Woodycraft, her brother owns the company that is Rocket League. Like he's he's the main owner of the whole thing. His life changed financially in a really positive way. I would imagine so. Yeah. So huh. I to keep my. When's eye the last on time it. you played a game, Woody? Probably <sighs> oh, been a hot second. Yeah, it's been a while, and it, it I, I almost come off as someone who like doesn't like games or something but that's not really the case i i bet i'd pick one up and be like oh my god i forgot how much fun this was but um i just never seem to open it you know i I just don't like break that seal i haven't played a game in a while yeah i find since starting working out more often like when i'm done working out i have less desire to play the game (laughs) yeah like oh i'm just gonna fucking sit back and watch something or play you know well, I guess that's different. Like I've, I've been playing uh, a Pokemon Game Boy game some sometimes, and that's still pretty fun. But that's more of a nostalgic thing. Kyle, what were you tittering at? This. Is there something? Are you about to copy paste? I think he's about to. All my mocking of Kyle's copy paste skills is true. <laughs> it's true. <Absolutely> not. <laughs> the goose is loose. <laughs> at least they can hear me. Yeah, you got that on this me. Is, this is called the Goose is Loose. Goose takes nasty hit into scoreboard at Angels game. Is it? To, is it set to music? Uh, no. All right. I'm at 32 seconds. 
Ready, set, play. Oh, Jesus! <laughs> His feathers all over the place. Good. Yeah. Dude, what I was geese? driving down the road the other day, and there was a whole family of geese, like, in the in the median. I was like, try it. Fucking try it. I'm not going to break. I'm going to accelerate if I see an opportunity. I'll swerve into you as long as I stay in the road. Truck or Camaro? Was, uh, truck. Yeah. I was totally ready to crush a goose. I was down. I didn't care. I would crush a goose. I'm not swerving at all for those uh, hell, you know, hell rats that fly. They're the I, worst. I would fight a goose. But I wouldn't damage my car on a goose. Maybe the taco. It'd be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Just fucking hit it. Yeah. I mean... I don't know. Yeah, it would be so be satisfying. The <laughs> noise. You'd feel a little thump. And the, there'd be a loud... <laughs> and a, just a crack as you, as you hit the thing. Oh, I would so like satisfying. the goose to be the aggressor first, right? I'd happily um, take... If he's in my lane, he's aggressing. <laughs> if that goose puts you in a self-defense situation... <laughs> Where you have uh, to defend yourself legally. What are you going to do? Probably beat the shit out of it. Because it is a goose. Kill that goose. It don't even have teeth. Fuck you. I'm not afraid. <laughs> uh, no one's ever got a good... Uh, like, I feel like a sword. You, like that, that long neck they have. I feel like you could just... Yeah. Just lop its head off before it, it even knew what happened. It's begging for it. Yeah. Any kind of, you know, bat, stick, anything oh. would be fine to destroy it. Like, it, it's got bird bones. So, like, even, like, a joking karate chop is going to be enough to shatter it, you know? I think so. Yeah, I don't know. Oh. If they were I that mean, fragile, wouldn't they break all the time in nature? Don't ask real questions. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I don't know David Attenborough, give us the skinny. I don't actually know the, you know, brittle to hardness ratio of bird bones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're hollow. Like chocolate bunnies. Thanks for the comparison, Chiz, if that helps you. Oh. <laughs> Hollow things uh, like chocolate bunnies. I bought an enormous chocolate bunny one time at a store, and I was genuinely upset when I realized it was hollow because it was expensive. I don't remember what it was. Let's call it fifty dollars or something like that. And it was, I can't even put my arms out big enough to express how large this chocolate bunny was. Wow. And it was fucking hollow. I was of like, course. I thought I was buying an enormous. If it's chunk that of big, wouldn't you have been able to tell lifting it, was it up? Sitting on just the floor. like, man, I'm jacked. Yeah, it was it was sitting on the floor like a like a lar like a lawn gnome, and I was just like, ah, I'll take one of those. How much chocolate do you need? That yeah, sounds it was, like it's thirty pounds of chocolate. It's for fun. Uh, I'm not gonna eat it. You're just gonna have the chocolate? Yeah, like, I don't know. I was gonna crack every bug in Georgia. <laughs> I was on vacation. It was just for a joke. I wanted to like walk around with it and have it be my chocolate bunny friend. In that case, it seems more convenient that it was hollow. <laughs> right? And if my blood sugar were to drop and I started getting dizzy-headed, oh, I need that chocolate. Did you really bring a, a glucose tablet? Yeah. With yeah. It for they were the for wings. Of, of wings. Yeah. 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 Because like leading up to that That's thing, actually there, very there, were, <laughs> there were weeks of planning that went into that trip. So like, you know, my bag had been packed and then unpacked and then packed again. Like every item was meticulously laid out, like I was a serial killer or something. Like, all right, I got the, I got this here and that there, and here's the backup thingy. And there was so much shit. Like, like, like I, you know, it, but not there wasn't. Food. <laughs> there were weeks to plan ahead 
for like everything that needed to be brought, you know, like, like there was, there was no forgetting anything once we got out there. It wasn't like a spur of the moment thing. So I was like, ah, glucose tablets for wings. That and the, way he can't bitch out. The way wings remembered it. He's like, I kept telling these guys to reschedule it, that the weather was wrong, this and that. <laughs> like there, there's some truth to that, but it all felt to me like in the context of backing out, like, I don't want to die before my 28th birthday. I don't want this. I don't want that. It was all like, wimpy sissy shit that i didn't want to like impact my decision making Mm -hmm. there was also a ton of shit talking like what a man he was what a pussy lefty was you know that that he was going to hang his hat on this thing as one of his life accomplishments to tell people in his world initially right and was like no not for me no yeah he rolled right out the gate and was like i can't do this i don't have i don't have one of those outdoor chairs there's a wheelchair joke in there and i i I was like you can get on my back i will hodor you into the wilderness we'll take turns if we need to like we'll get you there and and he was like no no you'd have to drag me on a sledge and with all my nazi memorabilia i'd be weighing down i remember it just like that jingling in the woods Uh, he would he would hunt rabbits with his luger. Oh, oh that'd be hilarious. What is that for? For bravery. But yeah, I I thought the the the, the contrast between the way that Wings like insulted Lefty for two months and then backed out himself uh, would you know that I would that would have motivated me. That would have motivated me to make that not happen. But yeah, he he finds a way. I was upset about that. I'm not I'm not very upset about it anymore. I, it's and and it certainly wasn't like it's not one of the major things that I hold against him either. And you know, but but at the in that moment, I was enraged. I was I was fucking enraged. Like like, like that was like the it, it was it was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. It was ridiculous. because you know i called him he didn't call me even like like if he just if he had called us and said it like like like, but no at least shown more respect for your guys time and effort like we'd have called it off i think like like if he told us the day before that he wasn't coming we'd be like oh well let's hang on we need a third party here like like otherwise it's just me and woody's homosexual tryst into the wilderness right like it's just two guys in the woods is a little weird you need you need three or more in my opinion, I I, I, I I enjoyed the trip with Woody for, for as long as it lasted and everything. <laughs> no, you're right. You, you need three or more if it's a group of guys. It can't be like, so. hey, just me and me and Chiz are ha- heading out into the woods for a week. You two would rightly so be like, what the fuck? Yeah, I, I just, felt just like them. I felt oh, like yeah. when we told the waitress at the restaurant that, w- that 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 we were going out in the woods, she was like, oh, I s- see your friend. I saw that movie. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're together. <laughs> Uh, Refill his water. He gets angry when he's thirsty. <laughs> <laughs> Keep him hydrated, or shit's gonna hit the fan. Yeah, uh, that was uh, that was a fucking shit show, and it was all because of him. Like, like it, it, things would have gone completely different. They'd have been, I probably wouldn't have gotten into the water after that turtle. I wouldn't have gotten sick. Do you think that's what got you sick? Do you think you I, accidentally I drank do. some water? I, I yeah. think it was drinking that. I know I drank water. Okay. I know I swallowed that's the what, water. It has to be that, right? Like, he I didn't think, eat anything during the whole no. trip, and he didn't show up sick. No, I, the only thing, like, like I ate breakfast that morning, obviously, like, but I wasn't vomiting up food. I, was I think we had up, the same thing. Yeah, pretty much. I, I, I know I got gravy biscuits. Mm, probably but I was, that. Yeah, I had those sores in my mouth, too. That's right, Chiz. Yeah, that was bizarre. 
Did you ever like, go to the like, doctor for that? Nah, I just got better. <laughs> nah. What were the sores like in your mouth? Oh my god. So like, you gotta keep in mind, I, we, I, we were starving. Like, it had been all day, and we'd been working hard all day, sawing trees down and swimming, and, and wading across the river twice. We did it the second time in the middle of the night. And, uh, and I had been vomiting for, like, two hours before we left. And it was just, like, the point where I was vomiting up foam. Like, it was just, like, water and foam that was coming up. There wasn't any food in my stomach. So I was just starving. So fucking hungry when I got in my car. And when I got back to South Carolina to, like, a place that I knew, and I was, like, 40 minutes from home, I pulled into Jack in the Box. And I was so hungry. And I was like, oh, yeah, give me the, the double bacon cheeseburger and give me a large order of curly fries and a milkshake. And I took one bite of the curly fries, and my mouth was filled with pain. The whole mm. roof of my mouth burned like they were ants stinging it. And I was just like, ah, ah. And I like, took napkins and, and like, like, cupped them in my hand and like, started scrubbing the roof of my mouth because I thought the curly fries had done it. But it was just any food. It turned out that any food in my <laughs> mouth was excruciating. You might have so liked there, a milkshake. Burned. The milkshake burned. <sighs> the milkshakes don't typically burn. That sucks. It burned. Yeah, that sucks so bad. It burned. It uh. was awful. I was starving, but I couldn't eat. So I just went home and went to sleep hungry. And the next day they were gone. Um, it, it wasn't like sores as much as it was like 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 I don't know like eight tender spots on the roof of my mouth that just burned. I mean, I was I, like there were tears coming out of my eyes. Like was you know, it like you, a like, canker sore, like when you bite the side of your mouth and then you get that sore. I don't know the how to bite describe gets infected it. or something. No, it wasn't that either. I, it was they, they just it was excruciating pain on the roof of my mouth in and like five to eight little points, and uh, and it wasn't until in the next day there were I was a okay. I was good to eat again, but um, that that was awful. I was like, am I ever going to be able to eat again? <laughs> All it takes is one little thing to change in your mouth. For you to immediately notice, like, oh, I had no idea I was so used to the same feeling everywhere with my tongue. You know, like one tiny little... When I got my teeth fixed, that fucking sucked for like a week. Because your tongue's just confused. <laughs> and like your lips on the inside feel different on those teeth. And it's just like, God, is it ever going to feel normal? Like, and it eventually does, of course. But it's interesting. Like, you take that for, for granted. And then you'll get like a little bump or a, a, you'll bite your lip. And then that's... I'll yeah. let you do for like the next two weeks. They, they say, you know, you know, like, I know this like the back of my hand. No, you know nothing like the inside of your teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know this like the roof of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Where are you on the teeth thing? Is it done? Is it done for now? Is it? It's done for now. So basically they were like, all right, so what we can do, you can either get uh, braces for a couple years to get your teeth fixed, like your bite fixed, because it's not my teeth that had a problem. It was my bite. Uh and then you won't grind anymore. Or we can put this composite shit on there. Or no, or we can give you veneers for like 15 grand or 14 grand, whatever it was. And I was like, well, I don't know about that. I'm not getting braces, though. So what other options do we have? And I'm like, all right, well, you can go like, uh, no, nah, Invisalign wouldn't work. My, my bite was too shit, jizz. But um, my, they were like, all right, we can put this $5,000 composite shit on there. And then after like a year of that, if your bite is fixed, then we know that the veneers will in fact fix it because these are going to be the same size and shape as the veneers we eventually give you. And that way, you know, your over your teeth will lock in. And so I was like, all right, I'll do that. And so it's been like a couple months, six weeks maybe, since I had that done. And it's fine now. I've chipped the tooth once, which I said before was because we were doing our drinking episode on here. And then I walked to bed 
and forgot to put my retainer in. And I woke up the next morning, I was brushing my teeth, and I spit, and I was like, I saw just a big divot, and I'm like, fuck, you idiot. You, you, you went to bed without it because you got goddamn tanked on DK <laughs> last night, and you ground your teeth down again. But uh, since then, it's been, it's been fine. So uh, People yeah, want like a drinking more. episode every month, and I, I don't know how you feel about it. I think no. Kyle would be down. Uh, it, yeah, I think it's mostly a joke. Like One a month would be way too much. It would kill me. One every three months would brutal. I got... God, I thought 18 months was a little close. <laughs> that, that felt back-to-back in Woody's world. Uh, it, yeah, it, it's easy to have a few beers while you do the show, but that's not a drinking episode. The drinking episodes are like, the whole goal is to get shit-housed, And so it's it's just exhausting. Those are the worst Fridays. And, where you wake <laughs> up the next day and you're just like, oh! Like, you, you do that little test where you shake your head and you can feel your brain rattling around. You're like, oh, yep. Yep, way too much to drink on the show last night. Someone was writing that I wasn't a very good drinker. And uh, and he outlined, like, he really nailed it. He said that when I drink, I'm too worried about being drunk instead of just enjoying the being drunk. That, like, I, I, it's very hard for me to nail this getting drunk but not getting hung over thing. I don't know what other people are like, but for me, like, I either don't get drunk or I get too drunk. It, it seems like to, to, to get on that razor's edge and not fall off the other side is super hard for me. Well, and the level we're supposed to drink for a drinking episode, there is no, oh, maybe I won't get hung over. It's like, no, you're going to be hung over. Uh, like, the goal is to get, you know. There, there's hung over where the next day you're just a little less, and then there's thankful that yeah, the bathroom floor yeah, it is, is cold. And, uh, and I have a hard time not getting that, – that's probably why I don't have any – drinking issues at all I, I i have no desire to drink because it's never good for me it's either like not enough or way unpleasant i don't yeah. want to i never it's a sacrifice i make for the viewers i think like an actual good time frame for it you know the one a month joke but like once a season i think would be an appropriate amount like every, every three, three months. months or so like because then that's one you know every 12 13 shows ish I think that would be That's so much. Good. Next week. No. Drinking episode? Is that what we're talking about? We were talking about how they say one a month, and I was saying what I think an actual reasonable amount, because the one a month thing is every kind of a meme, episode a joke, would be a is like for me. once once a season. So like every three months. Well, spring has sprung, my friends. Yeah. Next week will be great for me. I'll get tanked, and then we'll drive up to New Jersey for my mother-in-law's memorial service. It's we'll start this next season. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, the last one was uh, April 14th. So, yeah, you're right, Chiz. We are due in two months, though. See, that's not that bad. No, 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 no. That spring doesn't happen until, like, April 21st, I think. I think might that's be spring. June 21st, maybe. I was just going, like, every three Oh, wait, wait. No, spring, you're saying. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm on summer. So we were in, like, fall or something. I don't know, I don't know what you call the, the pre-spring months, but... but yeah, if we're doing every season. Well, it's definitely not fall. <laughs> it's no, winter. But, yeah. <laughs> so here we are. Uh, yes. Spring was March 20th. Uh, summer is June 21st. Then September 22nd and December 21st. So there we are. March, June, September, December. Oh, that overlaps what Chiz is saying. Well, in any case, we should, <sighs> we should get good and tanked up and uh, whenever oh, you guys are ready. Whenever Kyle, you guys are I can't ready. hang with you. Next time we'll all do Grand Cal. Oh, it's tasty. Grand Gallop yeah. wasn't a bad choice for me, I think. I didn't really nail it, I think, on the drinking episode. But uh, people were giving me shit about the previous one. Like, the, 
uh, I forget, we had Kyle's best effort, and then I drank like most of a bottle of wine, and there might have been some Kahlua in there at some Warm point. white wine, and then just oh. a cup of Kahlua mixed with milk. Oh, yeah. No wonder you felt terrible. <laughs> but I, people were giving me shit like I wasn't really drinking, whereas they should have been kissing my ass because I drank at what I consider a, an irresponsible level. Yeah. Kyle, have you made any more additions to your uh, orange sugar crystal cup? Um, no, oh. I washed that thing about two or three days after we discussed it last. It had stopped growing. Mm. Uh, it had it had used up all of the sugar that was there, and uh, it, it just seemed gross. And I was washing dishes, so I threw it in the dishwasher, and it is no more. But uh, it got it was pretty. It was kind of cool. It was pretty. But uh, but yeah, it got it was washed. Very pretty. Yeah, yeah. It did a great job. Smelled good too. Probably smelled like orange. Smelled like it rock didn't candy. Smell like alcohol. Because no, all no, the alcohol not. goes away. It smelled like rock candy. There was no alcohol smell at all. It was kind of cool. But yeah, I, uh, I'm digging the Grand Gala. That's what I drink now. That's, that's all I drink, really. Um, really? You're not uh, branching out at all anymore? Because I know for a while you were trying quite a bit. I, I tried like three or four other things that are similar to that, and Grand Gala is the superior one. And I've mentioned it before, but you know, I, I was watching that channel that reviews liqueurs and liquors and whiskeys and vodkas and everything like that. And uh, Grand Gala like won their blind taste testing, uh, and it beat out a bunch of uh, liqueurs that were twice as expensive. Because Grand Marnier is like thirty-eight dollars per bottle, and Grand Gala is nineteen ninety-nine or something like that. And I prefer the Grand Gala. It's less of a burn and a better orangey taste, and I, li- I like it. It gets you drunk. It certainly does. Mm. It, it'll it'll get you regretfully it drunk. Gets you drunk. So we still have the rest of that Grand Gala from the will it be bad in a few months no no it'll be fine oh no probably right liqueurs that's that's good for like ever right it's good forever man it really is like not not teasing you or anything like like it's it's liquor it's good forever yeah and was i supposed to be refrigerating it no 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 all right i think yeah chiz is right i think as long as liquor doesn't have like cream in it like baileys or something you're good to just leave it out yeah yeah, I, I, I leave it on. I, I have a little liquor cabinet over there, and you know it sits on top of that. And there's like liquor glasses under that, and there's beer steins and glasses under that. And uh, and yeah, yeah, it's it's good. It just sits there on the shelf. It's good. Good to go. Yeah. Well, then I'm already ready for the next drinking episode. I think I drank less than half, so I'll be good. Well, that's good that you dressed drank less than half of a whole bottle. God, the whole bottle in one night would have been dramatic. What? I don't even know. You'd feel yeah. horrible for you like. Might die. That wouldn't even be a one-day hangover. Like you'd go to bed the day after it, and wake up like, is this gonna be forever? Like, is, this, is this the way life is now? Yeah, that is some shoe night stuff. Uh, mm. that's well, mine might have been smaller yeah. than yours. Uh, no, they were both the same size mil. bottle, I think, right? Yeah, oh. just the standard regular fifth. Yeah, uh, like 0.75 milliliters. I don't know what a fifth is. I mean, I know what a fifth is, but I don't know what it is in milliliters. Because, Kyle, you also buy a bigger one sometimes, right? Am I crazy? Yeah, sometimes I get the 1.75 milliliter bottle, which is a real That's big a giant boy. one that you can yeah. like, beat someone to death with. Oh, absolutely, you could. I mean, it's a, it's a handful, but, mm-hmm. uh, but I usually just get the 0.75 mil bottle. Are you ever tempted to decorate with liquor bottles? No, I throw them the fuck away after I drink them. Okay. I, I will see that now and again, where, like, at, like in college, everyone did that. For the yeah. most part, like I didn't because I just threw the shit away. But like you'd go into someone's apartment and there'd just be rows of all of their all the vodka or all the gin or whatever the hell that they drank. 
since then, it's become really lame and pathetic. Yeah. Like, unless I go over to someone's house and there's, like, a bottle up there, and it's like, what's that? Well, that's a bottle of Johnny Walker Blue that my uncle bought for me for my birthday right before he passed. And it's like, oh, well, that's kind of a neat neat story or whatever the hell. But you'll, I'll go into someone's apartment now who's, like, got Tito's bottles up there. And it's like, you're a year older than me. We've been able to drink legally for years and years now. Like, what's what's the big thing you're showing off? Like, my habit... <laughs> this is my cry for help. Like, <laughs> I also like, like a bat signal of anguish. <laughs> Sometimes yeah. I see if they decorate with liquor, they're like, "Yes, that's the time I was in Kilimanjaro. That's the time I was in Venezuela." Just get a fridge magnet. <laughs> that's a place, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I throw yeah. that shit away. That's like I, I, I. I <laughs> To me, it also seems like something that like high school kids and like college kids do. Like they'll save like beer bottle caps and make belts out of them and bullshit. Like like I don't know. Like like you're proud that you drank a Coors Light last night. I mean, good for you. But like, I throw that shit Same away. Plus the Grand Gala. Uh, the Grand Gala bottles are like trashy. Like they're not fancy. Like I, I'm sure that part of the reason it's twenty dollars is they don't spend a ton of money making a fancy bottle and decorating it really fancily. Uh, the Grand Marnier comes in this really fancy bottle with like the top is a cork and the cork has been waxed on and uh there's like a, there's a ribbon tied in a fancy way with a with wax and, a, and, and the wax has been stamped and the bottle is uh is i don't know it's it's very wide and kind of short with a convex base and you know I'm sure all Crown that is price yeah. yeah it comes oh, yeah. in that like velvet bag mm-hmm. and such and i was just like I, I can't imagine a Pepsi coming in a velvet bag. Uh, it, it seems like a excess cost. I mean, yeah. And, and God, yeah, that, can you think of I something less bag. classy? Oh, th- than using the velvet bag. I was gonna say, <laughs> like you know, like I use that velvet bag. I carry my lunch to work in it. <laughs> you know, or, I, I honestly, it, like uh, I use those. I use it as a dice bag for Magic yep. the Gathering. Like there was a time oh, once yeah. where I like looked online because like to buy Magic supplies, and it was like a little pull string bag. It was like seven bucks or something kind of retarded and i was like or next time i go to the store instead of buying whatever you know liquor i was going to get i'll just buy crown royal and i'll have my own come with it bag and so i still have that bag right over there with all of my dice and i like crown royal i i I, it's 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 kind of one of the it's canadian um whiskey uh, uh, right i think it's uh it's it's kind of sweet uh my dad doesn't really drink hard alcohol but like uh, once a year, he would buy a bottle of like a small bottle of Crown Royal, and he'd sip it around Christmas. He called it his Christmas liquor, and uh, and so occasionally I'd pour myself like a little half shot or whatever and sip it and see. And I'm like, ah, oh, that's not too bad. And I think they even make like a Crown Royal honey that's even sweeter than like regular Crown Royal. Oh, no, they fan. have an apple one. Oh, that sounds good. Yeah, it was not. Oh, <laughs> well, well, yeah. <laughs> but the re- the regular kind's fine. Yeah, yeah. I like a. I, I like I, I've shifted from sweet mixed drinks, which are just full of sugar and mm-hmm. not as much alcohol to kind of sweet liquors, which have, have a good a bit of sugar in them. Obviously, my science experiment proved that. But they are, you know, they're 80 percent alcohol. So that like I saw some I was looking at something the other day and it was like 65 proof instead of 80 proof. And I was like, oh, no way. No way. I'm going to have to drink. Like fifteen percent more of that—that's not happening. No, 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 no. We want we want eighty proof over here. We want to do two good belts of that and be buzzed and fucked up for when I play some total Warhammer. 
Jeez. You'll be the the drunk Winston Churchill ordering his troops about, you know, from that room with. Yeah. That's how I picture it. Yeah. God damn, Jizz. <laughs> what if that Pretty showed good. on screen? <laughs> oh. No, it's not that bad. <laughs> I bumped it. It's not it. ideal. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, Chiz is racist. Chiz is clearly not concerned with any of the things he says in the chat. <laughs> We've said it before. You'd think the stuff we say is a little off the wall. <laughs> comments are uh, out there. So who's going to be Chiz's on? Comments. When's Chiz coming back on the show? I hope soon. I, lo- I love having Chiz on. It's fun to talk to. Five man show, episode 400, Chiz and Wings. Mm, that would be. That would be fun. That's not a convincing thing to say. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't think Wings would be good on the show. You know, he's not going to want to talk about the stuff we're going to want to talk about with him. Yes, he uh, will. He talks no, about he, it every day. Yeah, but he won't want to do that here. Like when he talks about it on his stream, like he often, you know, it's 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 like drug out of him, and then he's all upset and stuff like that. And and he would think I'm sure he would think that like coming on here we'd we'd be we'd want to attack him. He would think that, but my vision for it is kind of like just like old times. Because yeah, I, but we'd have to ask about the surgery, right? We'd have to ask details yeah. about the surgery, and we'd have to, you know. And he doesn't want to do that. I hear you. I just but want I've it got, to happen. But I got lots of questions. You know, I want to know what's going on with his sister. I want to go. Want to know what's going on with his brother, with gangster grandma, with his mom. I want to know. Like, I want status updates for all of his family members. I want. I want to hear about the gunman. I want to. I want to hear about gangster grandma. Like, like all that stuff. You know, I. I, I want to know. I want to know what's up. Yeah, I, it could be great. It could be great. I wish he'd do it. Um, he probably would. He calls. He calls Kitty a couple times a week. I usually get updates through her. Yeah. That, uh, it should happen. And Chiz. Chiz would be on the show, too. It'd yeah, be Chiz. fun. Maybe we Chiz, could play games. Like, like, I, know, I think Wings thinks that we dislike him, and I'm sure there are people who listen who think that we hate him or whatever, but, but you know, they don't do a comedy podcast for 100,000 uh. people every week, so they, they can't, they're, they're socially retarded. Um, but Chiz actually hates him I'm, I'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure oh yeah i know you got him a chip uh, yeah there's a here's a little tidbit maybe everyone doesn't know chiz got wings a chair sponsor and wings turned it down don't have no idea why have no idea why he, he was gonna get a free chair uh with really no effort like he didn't have to like make a video or anything he just had to sit in the chair and maybe say this is a whatever it was chair right but like he, he turned it down or whatever but yeah chiz <sighs> I remember Chiz, uh, maybe it was like Wing's birthday or something, or Christmas, and uh, Chiz had like uh, an Amazon gift list for Wings, and it was a bag of glass and a book called How to Swallow Things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember that joke. <laughs> it didn't seem like a joke coming from Chiz. It seemed like a prescription. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's a comedy podcast. <laughs> The <laughs> did she just say that? Yeah. <laughs> wow, his audio is terrible. <laughs> well, probably mine is too. I don't know. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh, cheers, the drink. Oh, for me, like you know, am I mad at Wings? Wings' superpower is still in effect. You know, like it, 
just time will pass and you let it go and you start rooting for him again. And that's yeah. the thing that Wings has about him and it works. I forgive, I just don't forget. You know, it's important to like keep in context who the guy is. But, you know, I don't hold any ill will against Wings. I, I, I my, my general thought process is he can't help it. You know, that, that he's not, he, he can't help it. That's not, and that doesn't necessarily excuse him from doing the things that he does, but it does allow me to forgive him. But never forget. <sighs> Call it a wrap? Yeah, sure. Yeah, check out all of our mini sponsors. Really, really like the man crates. Four hymns, get Whip, Squarespace, and ExpressVPN. Also, check out The Dick Show. Links down below. Go read about the lull suit. <laughs> uh, links to all of that stuff down below. And, uh, yeah, that's it. It's a show. Good Lord, 